to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Show, Monday night, June 1st, 2015. Brought to you by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We are live in Las Vegas, and we are coming at you with a lot of Lakewood motocross talk. A little bit of Chad Reed, Eli Tomac, Jeremy Martin, Marvin Muskin. Lots to talk about. we got a great show lined up. At least I think it's a great show. Christian Craig coming up. Yeah. Christian Craig, 4'6 this weekend, off the couch. Sweet Jesus, he'll be on. And uh, Nick Way will be on to update us about his uh, plans, whether he's been riding or not, whether he's hanging up or not, and hopefully he won't be in his garage grinding away. But I bet he probably would be. Uh, Chris Kiefer will come on, our regular co-host, uh, had his first national of the, uh, of the weekend up in Canada. Didn't go that well. And uh, we'll get to the bottom of that. And no matter what, though, I'm sure Kiefer Big Boar had a good time, and he'll fill us in one way or another on how it went. And the eight-time world champion Antonio Caroli will be on. Oh, my God. I love, uh, love to have Tony Caroli on, and that's awesome to have him spend some time with us. He's coming off a 1-7 performance in uh, France. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, having him on. BTOsports.com, Gabba Gibbs, at Racetech Emails. X-Brand Tariffs, the NFAB question of the day will all be on. We got your emails. We got your voicemails. Yes, Crazy Lady called again. Only going to play two of her six messages this week. So looking forward to that. You can call in 702-586-PULP anytime you want. Already got some phone calls on hold for the show. And uh, we thank you guys for listening. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, and Black Ops Moto all on board with us. Sitting in the co-host chair once again, we brought him back up. He's, uh, he's one of the guys who's on the beat going to most of the races of the year, working for uh, Transworld Motocross uh, Magazine and Online. He's the online editor, Michael Antonovich. Anton, what's up, man? What's going on? Thanks for bringing us Starbucks. Even though it almost made me late. Yeah, that's fine, though. I'll take it. That's I'll fine. take it any time. Um, we had you back up. You were on maybe a mo- two months ago. Yeah, March. David Villeman was in. Amazing. I felt, like, I felt like he just yelled over top of you a lot, so we needed to get you back in. That's fine, though, dude. Not a lot of people <laughs> like my voice, so it's okay. Yeah, but you barely spoke, I think. That's you drove fine. up here, you barely spoke, and you left. It was a good way to like get my feet wet, because yeah. now I'm terrified what the hell am I going to talk about for the, four hours? The Frenchman was uh, very angry that night. Had a lot of things on his mind. So I liked it. Yeah. No, thanks for coming up. How's things at Transworld? How's everything going? It's good. Yeah? It's real good. Uh, just busy time of year for everybody. You for guys, too. You guys change that cover material yet? No. It's not changing anytime soon. Really? Not. Everybody likes it. For the most part, yeah. We like it. I don't. I know you don't. I think it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Who, cares? <laughs> Who cares what I have I to say? I don't have that. If there was a different format on the right. website, I could handle that. Uh, Not so much the print. 
Looking forward to having you tonight. Uh, great. Your knowledge of the sport is great. Uh, you're at all these races. You're in the trenches like I am, and you know most of these dudes. So uh, looking forward to having you on board. Thank you for co- driving up and doing it. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down. The verdict on whether he's creepy or not for talking to Lindsey Dungy is probably 50-50. We'll try to get to the bottom of it a little bit more tonight. The Devin Gibbs. What's going on? How are you? I'm doing all right. You're not killing it? No, I'm, I'm always Just, killing it. Oh, because you're doing all right. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. no. Your trademark phrase is killing it. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you have to just drop kill it. You're like... Yeah, no, but I, I figure I'm always killing it no matter oh, what I'm doing. Oh, I it's see. Just like, right, right. It's just like it's trademarked. My bad. No. <laughs> My bad for not knowing that. Yeah, no, even when I'm creepy, I'm killing it. We're going to try to get to the bottom of this, whether you talking to Lindsay Dungy, which we got into... Was it last week? Yeah, or, it was last okay. week. Yeah. Whether it's creepy or not. That's fine. We're going to try to get to the bottom of this we'll a little bit. We'll figure it out. And uh, uh, looking forward to having Jason Thomas, of course, on the show from Fly Racing. He'll be on. And uh, hey, don't forget, you can get this. Uh, you can listen live on the Pulp Mix app. You can listen live on TuneIn app if you're too cheap to uh, to spend the dollar ninety nine on the Pulp app, but then you miss out on all the sound drops. So, and uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to having you guys on. Hey, if you're gonna buy from Answer, Answer, if you're gonna buy from Amazon, go to pulpamex.com, click on the Amazon banner. It takes you to uh, the uh, Amazon site. Make your purchase. There's no discount or anything, but we get a small chunk of that, and I can afford to pay Anton, pay people to come up. Pay Gibbs, although he's already paid in full for 2015 already. That's a good deal, by the way. Oh, dude. I, and the other guy, the, the guy who sat in that chair before, he had the same deal. That's you, a think good I would, deal. you think I would learn? What, because did they just flake out at some point and stop They coming? don't flake out, but Tits' enthusiasm just crashes. Just crashed after he got his iPad and everything. He was just yeah, dialed. I, I don't that. feel like my enthusiasm crashes, though. I feel like it stays stagnant. Well, we'll see. We'll you got to keep that carrot out there, like it was with the boots right. and everything like mm. that. Maybe there's like a midsummer bonus or something. I'm just like waiting this, for. This fucker got the boots. He got all his money. He got every, everything he's needed. He wanted. You get cash out. I'm right cashing now. in right, <laughs> right now. Right, right. For sure. Um, also, too, uh, you can get the uh, you can get this show on iTunes afterwards on the archive uh, and on PulpaMexShow.com also on there. And if you're looking to get something from if you're going to buy a product from one of the people that help us, go on sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com because, uh, shit, yeah, a lot of our guys offer discount codes, man. So, uh, yeah, just go on there and uh, try to help us out, and uh, we'd feel really good about that. It would be awesome. And, um, yeah, so um, we're going to have a good show tonight, I think. Uh, looking forward to uh, to having all of our guys on. And for one, uh, also to Anton, we're going to talk a little bit about this um, MTF uh cyclist dude that was busted by USADA. Uh, well, you turned himself in. Turned himself in? Yeah, okay. After they had some evidence right on him, or no? No, he went... Oh, okay. He was never tested. He went to them voluntarily. Oh, I, I thought they had some something on him or investigating him, and nope. then he said, okay, I'm in. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, because you were you talked to the guy. Yep. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about that. we got the Chad Reed uh, Fly360 camera controversy going on. Great interview, by the way. Thank you. Uh, he says he... Uh, he may not show up this weekend if things don't change as far as the rules of GoPro's exclusivity. So That's we're gonna play... not going to change. I don't think so either. We're going to have JT on with us when we talk about that. Yeah. What do you think JT does? About what, what side do you think he takes on this? I don't know. That's a hard one to say. Like <laughs> I'm just thinking he takes Chad Reed's side. Yeah, I mean, nothing against Chad, but they're not going to change. Do you think that uh, Sony wouldn't come in and flex their muscle considering they have Ryan Dungey? Like. It's yeah. not going to change. Yeah, no. It's like this in any sport, too. Nextel, when they came in, Ryan Newman didn't get a uh, what was it, singular sponsorship anymore or Verizon or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind of pigeonhole where they're going to work, and good luck getting And then it. that's it. That's, that's you, it. Yeah, you really don't have much of a say in it, which I think is. It's pretty shitty. Yeah, it's kind of 
kind of crappy a little bit, but we'll talk a little bit about that. So we got uh, we got things coming on. Got phone calls. Your phone call seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. All right, um, Lakewood National. We talk all the time about how gnarly and brutal the sport is, and Eli Tomac once again just taking off and running away with it when he makes a huge mistake, goes down, dislocates his shoulder, and may or may not be racing this weekend. Anton, um, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think he just pushed it too far? Not you know, was he, what was the deal there? I think it was just one of those things. I mean, it's not like he was riding over his head. It didn't seem like, but I think anybody through that section could wad it up and go down. Now, if you think about that section and you've been there, oh, it's, it, it's we did everybody right. It's claimed, it's claimed just about everybody. Yeah. It's rough, ruddy, coming downhill. The section before where Marvin crashed is just as bad, too. I mean, what? it doesn't matter really how much faster he could have gone if the back end of the bike steps out from you and then catches yeah. on another bump. It's over. Which is why the people afterwards tweeting about um, tweeting about uh, Tomac pushing it, and, and he always does this. I, I, I'm yeah, not ready to – you know, he did make mistakes in Supercross or whatever, but I'm not, I'm not quite ready to say that Yeah. Uh, when it comes to this, you know. So um, – you know, I, I just think, I, I, don't, I don't know if you can just say this, ah, this is Eli Tomac. I mean, after you've won five motos at that point, your confidence has got to be pretty high, and you're going to try some stuff, or you're going to push the limit. Yeah. Especially when you know you're yarding guys. Yeah. I mean, granted, he probably wasn't going max speed, but if right. you watch every other race this year and you watch the lap times, they're, he's almost as fast as he is at the end as he was in the beginning. Getting some interference on your mic there. I think oh, you just okay. fixed it. Um yeah, so I do you know anybody or yourself dislocation of a shoulder? You think he comes back this weekend? What do you think? What, what, what? I don't. I like. I've been kind of lucky, only really a collarbone injury and like a really really bad back injury when I was a kid. But I hurt my shoulder last year mountain biking, and it took a while to get back from, and it was nowhere near as bad as his was. So yeah, we have to see. I mean, granted, he has access to doctors that we don't have or stuff that we don't have and mm-hmm. he's a gnarly guy in himself his physical conditioning especially his shoulders is probably yeah. way better than what me yeah. you know weak as <laughs> shit is so uh, I, it, it kind of all depends i mean if you have a chance at the championship maybe you push it but right he hasn't pushed it before you know there's yeah. been times that eli could have come back and raced after a pretty close call and, and yeah didn't. Yeah, no, he takes his time for sure. I mean, we think he's got to deal with Cowie next year going there. You yeah. know, we think that's in, sh- in place. Uh, I wouldn't know. Why? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I don't know anything about Kawasaki, so. Why do you say that? Why do I say that? Why don't you know? We'll, just, we'll just go past this. Did I, am, I, am I missing something? No, me and Kawasaki. Come on. No, I don't know. Did you do something? No, I didn't. That's the thing. Oh. I'm out of the loop now. I don't go to the trailer. Wh- I'm, I'm shamed upon. Why? What happened? Nothing. Oh, no, they, you, you, you oh, can't come, drop that and then I, not, not say it. There was almost a time where me and Cowie were really close. Yeah. Now we're not. What happened? I just didn't do it. What didn't you do? I didn't take a job. Oh. Come on, I figured oh. you were going to bring that up oh. at some point. No, I forgot. I, yeah, you should have done that. How could you forget? I, I forgot. It was a, I hadn't seen you for a while. Yeah, you should have took the job. No, that, 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 stop it. They're not going to do nothing there. Um, I, I still get sandwiches and coffee there every yeah, day, so see, there, you, there you go. You're in. Um I, I, you should have took the job. Yeah. Uh, I'll stand by that. Um, yeah, so we'll, you know, so Tomac, you know, yeah, what does he have incentive to push it, right? Take your time, heal up, yeah. get 100%, come back and kick everybody's ass some more. Yeah, totally. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. If you have a – he's just at the start of his career. Yeah. He has a lot, lot longer to go. Right. If you were 27 and this was your first chance at a 450 title, right? maybe you do it, but mm-hmm. you're Eli Tomac. you Got yeah. enough money for now. 
and you have a lot more money coming. So no point in. Yeah, I mean, no. It could cost you the rest of the summer, donations probably, but take four weeks off. Right. Hit that break where you're going to get another week off, yeah. and then kind of nurse it through, and then come out and really. Yeah, he make was a, he make was killing him again. First moto, just yeah. see you later. Second moto was going to be another runaway. Um, I just every time, like how a guy that really couldn't start that well for any Supercross, and then he's just firing. Well, his starts were okay, but they were okay. But when they needed to be key, yeah, he was. He he told me he thought that they would be better outdoors because there was more room to move around. Yeah, more you know you can and stretch it, you can stretch it out more off, off the start. So yeah, he was looking forward to uh, to to being a better starter, and I think he's he has been. So so. Right now, Dungey's got 38 points on Kenny. Mm-hmm. Baggett's second in the points, I believe. I don't know if, but I'll look. yeah, I think he is. Do you like Kenny to mount a charge for this? Let's say Tomac sits out for a while and he does miss this thing. If he's if he's riding as well he's ridden three weeks after barely getting through the first moto at Hangtown uh-huh. or in Agony, he's doing really good. I mean. What's to say that Ryan doesn't have another mechanical or something like that later right. in the year or anything? I mean, there's only been six races. The problem Roxon has is there's no one that can touch Dunge or, or him. There's no one to get in the between there. No. I mean, Blake Baggett rode phenomenal this week and got third overall. He was a long way back. Yeah. Every moto has been a and long it's been way. That, oh, yeah. It's been that way so, all summer. Like, if you're Dunge, you're like, okay, I got 30 points on this dude. I'm, I can get beat a few times, and that's fine. Uh, Eli's still second in points. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's one of those things where Roxon's going to really going to have to, uh, you know, yeah. be almost perfect on the way out to, to, yeah. to challenge Ryan for the start. One really, really good day to a Ryan really bad day could right. make a big difference. But one bad day on Kenny's part and a really yeah. good day on Ryan's no, part, it's over it's, now. There's no, there's no margin of error. Yeah. And, 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 and to me, I'm not going to bank on um, the Team KTM Red Bull Carlos having a problem. You know, I mean, of course it could happen. Yeah. I, we've been there, but I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, they'll have problems. You know, there's no you know way what I would though? say like, that. Have you noticed how odd the issues have been with him through these first three races, though? Like, he missed almost most of that first or that first time practice when the silencer fell off. Yeah. Like, it's been weird little things, and it's not like they're not doing their job, or it's yeah. a bunch of, like, local shop guys working on right, Ryan's bike right. now. Yeah. It's just a freak accident, and yeah. that can happen to anybody. No, I agree. Um, so we'll we'll see what goes on from there. Uh, in switching to 250 class, it's clear, I think, after six motos that Martin and Dungey, or Martin, Martin and Moosecan are a step above everybody. Yeah, that's really clear. Uh, it's Adam's got a first, Cincerillo got his first podium on the weekend. He rode great. Still, he got it with a 5-4, um, which is, you know, and he'll get more. He's going to get closer. I predict yeah. he will be third in the points before not too long, but he's still got a ways to go from these two guys. Yeah, a long ways. You know? And it, it, it's one of those things, too, where, like, what if he wouldn't have crashed out at that first or that crash and fell back at that first moment in Hangtown? It could be a way different story, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, he Martin could be riding like a wave of confidence off that, but Jeremy is really, really gnarly. He's hard to yeah. keep right now on a bike. No, he had a perfect day in Lakewood two whole shots, yeah. led every lap, just seal. Did he leave every? I think he did, um, and just gone, you yeah. know. So he's going to be tough to beat. He's got a full of confidence, and even after his, his bad Glen Helen, the guy was not rattled at all. No. He knew, you know, there was all these motos left, and that's fine. Like, whatever. He did not seem to even be bothered that he had a shitty day, and Marvin went 1-1. Didn't even care. No. So, it should be interesting to see what's going to happen um, from here. And uh, and we're gonna, let's take some calls here real quickly. Raining yellow. What's happening? What's up, bro? Hey, I got the gear from Roger. 
Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Roger. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, yeah. what, what did he send you? He sent me that camo gear and uh, a set of gloves. So, yeah, complete kit. One set of gear. Yeah. Okay, all right. I think that's I'm a little... Not, hey, that's pretty cool, though, you know? I think that's pretty cheap on uh, on Roger's part, myself. So hey, get get at him. I'm uh, definitely open for more gear. All right, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, so I want to uh, I want to agree with you that Transworld cover reminds me of kind of like a nail file, and that gives me the nails of the chalkboard feeling. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or you can sand your deck if you have uh, some sanding to do at home. Take it and and uh, and sand your deck. I uh, that's why I pick up Racer X online or Racer X. I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, one thing I wanted to mention, I think a lot of people knock on Dungy. Dungy clearly is an incredible rider, but uh, as a Moto fan, you want to you want to root for the gnarliest guy. This is a super gnarly sport, and Dungy's not the gnarliest guy. He's the smartest. Right. But we're you know dirt bike. We love dirt bikes. We're idiots, and we want to see the crazy balls fastest guy. Well, yeah, that's fine. I get it. Uh, there's a lot of Dungy fans, though, who love it. So No, I'm saying, you know, but you've got to respect the guy, yeah. though. He's, he's the smartest out of all us dummies riding dirt bikes. Um, hey, have you, did, you, did you try to talk to Dunge after Glen Helen? No. He blew me off bad. He blew off a lot of media guys, I heard. He uh, was not happy. Hangtown, too. Hangtown, too? Yeah. Oh, lame. Yeah. Not, I'm, dude, I mean, after that, though, I don't really But him. But he does a press conference. Did the press conference, and... I mean, I kind of can't blame him, though. After a day like that. Mm, mm. No. Come on, and bro. We should see Dunge do that, though, because we never get to see that side of his personality. Look, you, you go 2-2, you got worked, but whatever. Yeah. You know what? You just can't talk when it's all roses and sunshine. But, I mean, that it's not just Ryan. There's a lot of dudes that do that. There's a lot of dudes that I'm like, hey, you want it? I mean, granted, after the end of the day or the end of the night, you really don't want my camera in your face. But at the same time, like, I kind of understand where guys, like, don't want to talk. Really? I don't get that. I don't get that really yeah, at all. Yeah, but it's you, and it's me. It's you. Well. You have to hey, think, like. I, well, I have a lot uh, of the guys that I think I have relationships with, and maybe I should get get out of my comfort oh, zone. Shit. You know what I mean? And try to get guys that I don't have yeah. that necessary relationship I with. I mean, I know there's guys that I'm just like, nah, never mind on that one. <laughs> but then there's other, and I know yeah. other guys on my staff can kill him every yeah. time. Like Bam Bam, I don't bother if he has a bad race. Like, forget it. Weston just, I'm like, all right, hey, man, I'll see you later, because I know him and Lou are not stoked. Oh so, I no! Mean, I, I but it's gold when he tells you stuff like the, about tracks. I mean, it's great then. Yeah. But there's other times where I'm like, yeah, this guy can kill me right now. <laughs> Randy Yellow, thanks, man. Appreciate uh, it. Hey, one last quick thing. I want to say congrats. You have Caroli on the show. Yeah. Besides James Stewart, that's a that's a milestone, major major deal. Guess you got congrats. Yeah. No, it's not a problem. I know Tony pretty well over the years, and uh, yeah, it wasn't a problem to get him to come on. So. And uh, in my seven gear though that I did get. Uh, my wife made me make make love to her while wearing it. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Good awesome, to hear. Guys. Thanks, Mike. Hey, Mike, what's going on? Mike, you there? Yo. What's up, man? You can hear me. All right. Hey, first off, say hello to Michael. It's, uh, no, your phone's, it's bre- Fox. your phone's breaking up. Bro. Oh, what's going on, man? How are you, buddy? Good. How are you, buddy? Everything good in the Oh, movies? not too bad. Not too bad. We'll see you at Bud's. But, uh, hey, my question is, what does the AMA rulebook say for the 41st and 42nd qualifier? Why was Martin allowed to take off last week? The lap there... has to complete. They have to complete one full lap before he's not allowed to go. 
It's the same thing that happened with Ryan at Southwick a few with years ago. With Bungie at Southwick? Yeah. Okay. All right. That was my question because I, I got a chance to ask Schneike, but he was like, I don't know, buddy. You should ask somebody. So, okay. All right. All right. Later, buddy. Thanks. Uh, let's welcome to the show. He is Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? Fly gear. Best out there, bro. Uh, how's things Thank at Fly? Thank you, Kenny. Couldn't say it better myself. No, yeah. You know Watson. So my favorite Watson story from the weekend, there's a few. Um, Fuck it. He tells me after practice. No, I'm talking to Rene from Suzuki, mm-hmm. uh, James Stewart's mechanic, who's got a lot of time on his hands these days. We're talking about the track and the race and Blake doing well and this and that. And Kenny comes up, and I'm like, hey, your guy was pretty good because he was, like, second in qualifying, I think. Maybe he was first. I don't remember. He was talking about Kenny Roxon. Not, yeah. not Tickle. And uh, Watson goes, uh, yeah, but, dude, he cut the track on his fast lap. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, they didn't catch it at all, but we got it on video. They cut the track. He, his, and I'm like, well, what was his second best time? He's like, oh, it's three to four seconds off, off his, his good time. And I'm like, really? Shit. Like, okay. I'm like, wow, you're lucky. You know, or whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we, we got it all, but, but nobody caught it. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's weird. Whatever. So we talked to Rene some more from Suzuki a little bit, and then we walk, then we walk away. And Rene runs over, walks over to Mike Webb, who was standing on the tailgate. And Watson goes, hey, I made all that up. He didn't cut the, <laughs> he didn't cut the track. <laughs> he goes, look at them. He's telling, he's telling Webb right now that, that uh, Baggett's got rocks and covered. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. I'm just like, Watson. <laughs> just gold. It's gold. Gold. Love uh, this guy right here. Uh, that's such a Watson thing, huh, JT? Yeah, it's pretty pretty much par for the course, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, how's things at Fly Racing? How's everything going? Uh, good. You were at the race. You were working the uh, the Fly Racing area a lot. So. Yeah, I was tied up. It's just kind of how it is. <clears throat> you know, that's why we made a little you know change with the VIP program. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have responsibilities over there. So I'm only going to a couple of races, so it's no big deal, but definitely a complete change in how my race day goes for sure. Yeah, no doubt, right? Um, hey, um, something I got a tweet about earlier. Like, So Weston had a bad day, no no front brake in the second moto. First moto he crashed twice and you know basically finished. I think he was out of the points or maybe got 20, 19th or something. Um, so afterwards I asked, I interviewed him, you know, and he, he didn't have very good things to say about the track. Um he actually said that uh, it's a, it's an effing joke. Um, he hates this place. He well, he hopes they can close it. What else? Was there anything else? F you, dude. No, it was just he went yeah. into it really smooth. He did, yeah. So, anyways, JT. So, like, whatever. We know Weston, right? That's the way he is. And is there would there ever be a problem for you at Fly or if you were a team manager? And you and the reason I'm asking you this is because you know Weston well. You're good friends with him. I don't care. I put the interview up just as he said it. It's real emotion. It's raw. But would you have a problem with that, with what he said or, or how he acted? Uh, me, personally, no. Um, would my boss? Maybe. I, I don't know. You know. I want him to be himself. If that's you know, the image he wants to portray, then, then that's on him. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing is we, you know, we just want him to represent us and not offend people. But we want him to be his own person. Right. We, don't want, we don't want robots. So. Right. Uh, it may, may not be the ideal thing to say, but I want him to speak his mind. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's great. I mean, it wasn't – he didn't say, hey, I hate you fans. or You know what I mean? It was It was just like he hated that track. Yeah, that's all. So, I don't know. I don't think yeah. so. But, yeah. But, yeah, it's one of those things. Um, hey, so, listen, what do you think going forward here? I know we covered this on the Racer X podcast a little bit, but you think Tomac lines up? 
Uh, this weekend, I, I think so. I you know fuck it. But having said that, I don't, it's tough to say what you know how da- how damaged it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more likely than not. But if he lines with, up with that injury, okay, it's, it's anybody's guess. If he lines up, like what? And again, I know you're not a doctor, so don't waffle on this. I'm just trying to get your opinion because you're the racer here. If he lines up, like, what percentage would he be at in his strength? Like, what would you think? Well, you're asking me to give answers on. Well, I know, but I, I have, there's no way I can know that. Well, well, you know, well, I, just, just whatever. Like, fifty percent? Is it? Would, would he struggle? Yeah, I don't. Do you really not understand? Like that, I would uh. have no way to answer that because every shoulder injury is so different. You know, like some guys can pop it in and pop it out, and they're they go win the next you know qualifier. Some guys they it pops out and they got to go have surgery, and they're out for six months. So, all right, I understand what you're trying to get at. I just don't think there's any way I could pop. Like, can he make the podium? You know what I mean? Like, or is he just going to be? If he can race, if he can race, and it'll stay in place, I think he'll be able to go really fast. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just just kind of curious that way, you know, on where he's. Yeah, I mean, if, if he didn't do severe damage and they can get the pain tolerable. And it will stay in the joint, which is the biggest problem. Then I don't, you know, I don't think it'll be a big deal. It's it's going to be pain and what stay in place. Those are the two, you know, the key problems mm-hmm. with it. Um, uh, just won't know that, and I don't think he knows that. To be honest, I don't think anybody will know other than maybe yeah. an orthopedic surgeon, and then we'll see how it goes on the weekend. Right, right. Uh, Jason Thomas brought to you by Fly Racing, FlyRacing dot com. Uh, hey, how is the sector boot doing? By the way, Fly Racing's premium. Entry into the premium boot category. Uh, the seven deuce deuce was rocking it for a long time. I'm sure we'll see other guys. What's the what's the sector boot doing? How's it how's it going? Yeah, you're pretty. Uh, doing really well. You know, it's it's a new product, so you're always trying to just right. uh, educate people and get the word out there because a lot of people still don't even know that we have it. You know, that's that's the biggest thing. So, um, you know, as we move into the second year and we get you know some more riders into it, that'll increase its you know awareness mm-hmm. about the boot and, and give it some more visibility and. I think that, you know, once that gets going, then we'll see an even an, a bigger jump in sales. Gibbs, have you worn yours yet? Yeah, I wore them. They're comfy. I put some, uh, I put some insoles in them, though. That's the only thing I did to them. Oh. Well, how long did you ride in them for? Uh, like, we did a trail ride that was like over an hour and a half. Okay. So, yeah. It was good. Gibbs endorsed, bro. Stamped good it. boots. Stamped yeah. it. Stamped killing it. it all the way. It says oh, killing Anton, it on the you, bottom. You tested them. Yeah, you oh, yeah. rode them. Yeah. Love them. Yeah, you're a fan. So, uh, flyracing.com to learn more about the, the sector boot, of course. All right, hey, let's let's talk about this Chad Reed thing. Uh, we can talk a little more about Thunder Valley as we as we move forward, but I do want to talk about this Chad Reed thing. Um, what the hell happened? Um, so Reed Reed kind of uh, put it out there this this uh, this weekend. He's been he's I got a personal sponsor for a camera, uh, Fly Three Sixty camera, and the Nationals just like Supercross have a GoPro exclusivity. If you if you want to be sponsored by a camera company, you can, but you cannot put the camera on your helmet, which is what these all these cam- all these companies want to do. Uh, Are you saying exclusivity? Yeah. No, it's exclusivity. Exclusivity? No. There's no such word as exclusivity. Gibbs, 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 this guy some shit right now. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing Exclus- right now? Exclusively. Exclusively? Fuck I'm you taking I'm taking Delexis back. This. You know what? Yeah, you you don't earn, you haven't earned it. Uh, hell yeah! Um, no more riding in the Delexis. I, I I think I've used this word like in articles and stuff. Like, it, there is a word. It's just no T at the end of it. Fuck okay, it. well, I'm, well, there's no T in the middle. That's exclusivity, not exclusivity. Jerk off. Exclusivity. Exclusivity. That's not a word. Okay. What the hell happened? Uh, well, it looks right, like it's on. a word. I no, just, it's a. I, I just, I'm googling it. It looks like it's a word. 
Exclusivity? Exclusive T. No. No, there's no, there's no extra T in there. You're right. Right, right. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I do a lot of that. Topic. So, like now, GoPro, GoPro, they don't want they don't want people taking the camera footage, and, and you know, they're the exclusive camera of the series, and I get that. Both Supercross and Motor MX Sports have agreed to this deal, and I don't think the deal itself is 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 good for the sport, good for the fans, good for the riders and all that. But it's cool that GoPro wants to be exclusive sponsors of the, of the series, but FMF is too, and you can use any kind of brand exhaust you want. Now, there runs into problems with TV coverage and things like that where I get that GoPro, GoPro wouldn't want Chad Reed to wear this camera and put a YouTube clip up of him, Moto1. I get that. You shouldn't be able to do that, right? But There's too, a lot. Okay, of... I, have a, I have a question. Yeah. So I've been told by, let's just say, someone who would know <laughs> that... Rad, Rad Reed? <laughs> all they need is... To be able to run the housing, they don't have to yeah, run the yeah. camera. No, yeah, yeah. But no. They, they don't have to run anything. Right, which they can they can check and go inside and look and see that there's no camera, no chance of footage, no nothing. Yeah, and Honda they're not even allowed to do that. Honda loaded up a camera. They were sponsored replay. by Replay. They put a bunch of M and M's in Trey Kennard's housing. Still got in trouble. Still had to take it down. Which again, right. like like I get that GoPro doesn't want. Other footage out. That's fine. I get with that. But Reed yep, saying, Reed saying, hey, I just want to. This sponsor is a huge deal for me. So I talked to him after the race at Lakewood. Let's listen to his interview here, and we'll discuss it when we get back. Here's Chad Reed talking about this camera deal with MX Sports uh, going forward. Hey, I hear behind the scenes uh, around the pits, you're battling a little bit with this camera you want to run. You, you Instagram the other day. It's a new sponsor of yours, but the Nationals sort of have GoPro exclusivity. And I hear there's been some some battles going on. Not yet, but there's going to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, this camera deal is it's worth more to me to stay at home than to go race the races. So um, yeah, if they don't let me wear it, then maybe uh, maybe this is it for me. Yeah, so it's gonna get you're gonna push back a little bit on it. Yeah, I mean, it's just bullshit. You know, it's like uh, we raced a Monster Energy Supercross. Ryan Dundry's up there with a. Red Bulls can, all this kind of stuff, you know, FMF-sponsored outdoor series and PC and everybody else gets to run stuff. And Yeah, it's only we, the camera. You know, I get it. It's like we don't – I don't want content or anything like that. We just want to run a sh- – we just want visi- visibility, you know, like the um, – you know, that's why, you know, truthfully, that's why the me logo is on my bike because uh, MX Sports fucked me out of a deal, you know, just uh, – I can make over half a million dollars on a on a good camera deal, and and yet they they won't let it happen. So yeah, um, yeah. Supercross guys have shot down some big deals from teams. Too. That's me backpedaling. Like, hey, Supercross also does it. It was a good cover. <laughs> just wanted to make sure everybody knew that. All right. Yeah, yeah. They just you know, and and, and what's funny is the the GoPro deal is such a small deal. I mean, you know, like it's they're not getting paid good money out of that. So. Um, so this yeah. is more of GoPro saying we don't want this, and no, and, and the and the promoters bowing over, bending over, I guess. No, I think it's oh. GoPro coming in and yeah. saying, hey, this is what we want, and the, and the the promoters doing what they normally do and effing over everybody. So, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, it's it, this camera deal is worth a lot of money to me, um, and if if I can't wear it, then uh, then maybe this is my last national for the year. So. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, it's a bit of an issue, you know, and, and, it, and it's it's 
I'm losing interest in the race team, to be honest, um, for this reason. It's just, you know, you got you basically a family business, Ellie and I, that have the passion to do this, and we're not out here making millions of dollars. We're not out here selling a product. We're just out here trying to, you know, go racing and, and love doing what we do and building. You just feel like you you're know, butting your head against the wall? Uh, you just totally. It's just like I'm bashing my head against the wall, and, you know, and it's just uh, it's why there's not many – teams out here other than the manufacturers the manufacturers are they're just always going to go racing and they're just going to do what they do and uh, but yeah for me i i rely 100 percent on on income from yeah. sponsors not not you know like i said you know pc is always going to be here because they're always you know they got a product and they're they're uh, that's their advertisement so um if they don't see that then yeah i'm out it's it's not worth it for me i'm just uh my head's not in racing right now. I'm trying to sort out what I want to do for next year, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's kind of a stressful time. All right, well, let's hope it figures out. Thanks for sticking around and doing this. Or thanks for, yeah, sticking around and doing this. Cheers, thanks. Right. So that leads us right into the NFAB question of the day. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com. Dress up your Jeep, truck, your SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories. Probably built in Houston, Texas. Visit N-Fab.com. Great guy. Sponsor of the uh, JGR team with Pike and Barsha and Nicoletti. N-Fab question of the day. Anton, do you believe Chad Reed's done? Do you think he... Yeah. Look, you said at the beginning of the show, you don't think the policy is going to change. It's not going to change. Right. So do you think he's done? Yeah. I could see... I think at this point, if Chad's like said enough stuff, he kind of wants to be like, okay, yeah, really, I'm gonna like stick to it, right. you know. But there's been a lot of valid points of like how much marketing and exposure did that company get from this weekend of them not even running the camera through Chad. <laughs> so maybe this is a marketing move where every weekend Chad gives interviews and bitches about the Fly 360 camera, and then people just print it. And <laughs> it just, Something. It works great. I mean, we didn't know much about it up until like a few weeks ago, and right. then everybody knows. What about I, it. I have a question. Why don't? Why doesn't Chad mount a giant? foam fly 360 camera on top of his rig something an inflatable something. that's what i'm saying yeah but, but then oh, again foam. i mean but inflatable. there's other rules where you can't have certain things yeah like uh watson battle parking a dodge truck yeah he's in not, the pits Cowie used to battle or mc's team used to battle yeah. having a mazda you know and, and then watson's great move was parking the dodge truck on the lift gate lifting the tailgate off the ground and going it's not in the pits it's not in the pits freighter that's a good point. It's on a truck. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, JT, NFAB question of the day. Do you think he's done? Oh, man. Waffle, waffle, waffle. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, what do you think? I I don't think he's done. I don't think this rule changes. It's not going to change. I mean, because if it does, look, I would like to see it change. I hope it gets changed. I think it's bullshit. I think to have a fake dummy camera on your helmet, if it brings you in money for Dungie, for Honda, for Reed, am I missing somebody? Albertson, Will. does Will, Albertson have a deal? Uh, Wilbur? Uh, BTO with the ice hockey BTO. camera. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys. Right. But okay, there's a lot of camera companies that all want in and it has to mount on the helmet. So go ahead and mount it on the helmet. Now, I would love to see it change. I don't think it does. But no. I can't, I mean, discount tire is not going to keep paying. The biggest thing, too, it, th- I mean, this isn't Josh the only, Grant needs the race. This isn't the only sport where GoPro has a deal. They just signed one with MotoGP. They're, they're through a lot of stuff. I'm sure but their me, stuff's pretty ironclad that you're not going to get around it. Right, and right. They, I mean, and if, there's a, if there's a hole in the rule where you can claim exclusivity, or however you say that exclusivity. word. Exclusivity. Whatever yep. it is. 
dude, do it. Yeah. Why didn't somebody else capitalize on it years ago? Right. I just hey, what what is our opinion or what is your opinion on that? I mean, I I just don't necessarily agree with the fact that you can't even run like the mount or anything. Right. Yeah. I I understand the footage thing. Yeah. I get that. GoPro is paying for it, and I know the number, and it's not high. That's what that's a big part of Chad's complaint is that they're not even paying a lot for this mm-hmm. crazy you know exclusivity. Uh, but I, I don't I don't really understand that they can't even run. A housing, like, you know. Well, yeah, no. I get, like yeah, I said, I get pretty, it. Go, pretty crazy. Listen, like, yeah, Chad Reed shouldn't be able to run the camera and shouldn't be able to put it on YouTube and go, look at this Fly 360 I agree camera. With, I agree yeah. with all that. I, you wanna, yeah, you should not be able to do that. Chad doesn't want to do that. These other teams don't want to do that. They just want to run dummy shells, if nothing else, and help them out, help them go racing. So to me, uh, MX Sports and Feld bowing to that, letting, because they're not going to offer that. GoPro's going to ask for that. Yeah, they shouldn't have said okay. But but then again, when the GoPro deal came in, looking at the, from the promoter side, that probably wasn't any other cameras out there. I mean, yeah, it was probably a couple years ago. And you have to think too. I mean, GoPro is a big fucking company. Yeah, big company. Yeah, they yeah, have so enough lawyers. They have enough lawyers on the thing that they're going to go over stuff. The thing about Sony is they didn't have their camera or have it as good as soon as GoPro did. I mean, GoPro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying now. Yeah, I'm talking about these companies that want to get involved in the sport and they can't. Like, they literally can't get into the sport. We have money. We have money. We yeah. want to help. Yeah. Beat it. Pretty you know? crazy. Do yeah. they have, like, do the incoming camera companies have enough money to justify altering but, a contract okay. and all the money it would cost someone like no. NBC or Ally Sports? Because maybe it's I do, not. I think and it, they maybe. do because I've heard the number and it's not big. Well, well Chad have, made a reference to that in that interview. You know, And yeah. it could be, like, a, if it's an NBC thing. There could be a GoPro deal that encompasses way more sports than just moto. You have to think about how many sports Allies yeah. covers. Yeah. I mean, it could be like a pretty broad-encompassing deal that but they're not going to But we're not big enough to turn these dudes no. and show these people off and totally. be like, beat it. I have, a, I have a feeling that Sony has more money than GoPro. Now, I'm just going to throw that out there. No, I doubt it. They're a small company. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I really don't care. The Here's the thing. And, uh, and Watson was talking about this when he was co-host of the show because the H&H deal had a deal with Contour. Um, couldn't you, now we talked about running dummy, dummy cameras and, and that's fine and whatever, but seriously, if I'm a rider with a camera company that competes against GoPro, couldn't you real, realistically and legitimately claim, I want to, these guys have a competitive, the GoPro athletes have a competitive advantage over me. They're able to go watch their camera, look at lines, look at the section, like they're going to benefit from these lines. Yeah. Now, now. I don't know. I mean, now you're altering the competitiveness of a series. Yeah. Do you think or no? Is that complete? No, I see. I mean, in Supercross, they have a thing where when you ride down to the gate, they'll mount a GoPro camera to your helmet. I don't think they have that at the Nationals, but I do see the point where it could be an advantage to someone running a GoPro, you know, especially if you can keep the thing clean for 40 minutes and you can see every lap. Right. Uh, I want to thank GoPro for our in-studio cameras, by the way, GoPro.com. Chris well, it's, it's such an easy out for them to just say, okay, well, no problem. Run a GoPro. Advantage gone. You know, yeah. I, I know that that doesn't solve anything with the yeah. sponsorship thing, but that's their okay. out. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, no, I just I wanted to see what, yeah, good, you know, I want to see what you could say about that, and you have a point. But, yeah, I don't see any points against the dummy camera. I see, like, the dummy camera thing is the easiest way to go. Just You can run a camera. You're not getting any footage from it because – to be told, like to be honest, not a lot of people can get f- footage of the track. 
You know, there's there's pretty strict media stuff in there where we're right. not allowed to shoot action on the track. We can only shoot video in the pits. Same with Supercross. And that's all through the TV deals. That's not you know, the promoter being a dick and keeping us from going out there. It's a TV thing. They own the rights to what happens out there. It's just like that in NASCAR, in MotoGP, in F1. It's pretty much all similar. I think the bigger thing is where's the gray area of what someone else can do that's not sponsored if by you're, GoPro? If you're taking away money from teams and riders... I just like it's the same deal with FMF or whatever. You can't force somebody to run an FMF pipe. Yeah. You can run whatever you want, but you can't put a banner up. You can't claim you're a series sponsor. Blah 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 blah. That's what you get for being a series sponsor. Just like Fly Racing, series sponsor, presenting sponsor of the uh, of the um, Lucas Oil Pro Nationals. So yeah. Motocross Nationals. So I get that. I'm fine with that. But when you're taking it away from the individual teams and riders, now I think that's pretty silly. I think another big thing too. Like, granted, the money thing is great. I mean, there. I don't doubt that. GoPro didn't get a great deal when it came to signing this contract, however many years ago, and there's new guys on the on the market that have a lot of money. But, like, if you think about it, GoPro is like a household name now. It's like Kleenex. Like, people think of onboard footage as GoPro mm-hmm. footage. Yeah. That's a good thing for oh, yeah. the Nationals to be aligned with. Yeah I, mean, yeah, I mean, you could run Chad Reed's footage if he could run it with this 360 fly camera. Yeah. Which, by the way, Fly Racing, JT, why didn't you guys get that name? That's, that's ridiculous. That's all right. We're, I feel like we'll just ride this on through every time it's said. <laughs> right. Um, you know, you could run this Fly 360 camera footage of Reed, mm-hmm. and people would say, have you seen Reed's GoPro footage? Yeah. Like, that's what you would say. GoPro and, has done such a great job, and you have a great point, Antonovich. So good job on that. Kenny's video well, is from Glenn Hunt. Sorry, JT. Like, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Like 53,000 like, views on YouTube. Granted, that's not a huge number compared to some of the videos out there, but GoPro grew all that stuff organically over yeah. the last five years. Yeah. Repl- or, you know, Fly would have a long, this, long way to match Okay, that. so the NFAB question of the day, I think he keeps racing. JT thinks he keeps racing. Anton, you say he doesn't. Uh, but but all- I think there's a lot of other stuff as to why he doesn't want to race. If a guy's going to say he's not interested in the team, that, I mean. Does all three of us agree, though, that the rule doesn't change? I yeah, think so, right? Change. JT, do you agree with that? Well, yeah. They, I mean, they're not going to. They're not going to break a contract to make Chad happy. Right. Okay. All right. So there's apparently there's been a lot of talks this week. A lot of conference calls this week so far. So, and Chad- Yeah, I think the, the interesting thing for me, you know, is where does it go when this GoPro deal ends? I think there, it's going to be interesting because mm-hmm. when that contract was signed, I don't think there was any competition in the space. Now there's a lot. You know, and that, yeah, that number totally. that we talk about that's not very big. At the time, it was just new money, newfound money, because there was no other competitor. And I was like, "Oh yeah, well, this is a, this sounds good, <laughs> sweet, right, right?" Yeah, but now I think I think they're it's going to be pretty serious because you have some companies that maybe even a, a company doesn't have a big name of a camera, but the, the companies that own them, their parent companies, have lots and lots yeah, of tons money. Tons of money, right? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good. It's going to be lucrative for the series. I right, think. right. Uh, yeah, it's interesting to see who wins out. Should be interesting to see n-fab.com. Uh, that's the question of the day. Chad Reed's camera controversy. He didn't have a good Lakewood at all. Crashed in the first moto. Uh, second moto kind of just, yeah, did his thing. Rode around. So it wasn't a great race for him. He doesn't like the track too much. And uh, we'll see what goes on from here. Um, and, of course, MX Sports, um, parent company of Racer X Magazine, who employs me. Yeah. Terrific magazine. MX Sports is a terrific company. They give me my credential every weekend. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I'm interested to see what happens. And, you know, and Watson and I have talked a lot about the Supercross thing, too, uh, about their, their pro- they have the same issues. And, yep. and I just, yeah. But, I mean, there's a lot of guys. It, it, you know what? It, 
there's a lot of stuff, and it might seem small to us, like, what the fuck, why can't they run that? It happens in every sport. There's deals in place through every sport where there's an exclusive deal. I mean, the NBA, it doesn't matter if you're a Nike athlete on your shoes, you have to wear a certain brand uniform. Like, right. But they still get to wear it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It, they get to wear it. They get fined, so but they I, still get to wear it. Or, or, or um, you know, maybe one day we'll see, you know, GoPro on the jerseys of everybody if they step up and spend enough money, but the guy's wearing a, a camera, another camera on top of his head. Yeah. Or a Fly Racing logo on the jersey. Because it's a serious sponsor, but he's worn shift or whatever. Like one thing to keep in mind, if you watch MotoGP, and I know you love MotoGP. Yeah, it's an incredible sport. Yeah, They're sponsored by GoPro. They're not using GoPro cameras yet. All the cameras that are on the rear fenders are owned by Dorna. Okay. Where, they have this, where they pivot with the body yeah. angle and all that right. stuff. Like GoPro's smart and that they're just getting branding right. right now, and then they'll come in with more later. All right, let's get to the phones real quick, and we'll move on to uh, a little bit more uh, on the Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Matt, what's going on, man? How are you? Matt, you there? Yeah, sorry, Matt. Says, hey, uh, quick question. Um, observation I made at Lakewood this past weekend, and I'd like to, like to hear your input. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting back to what you said earlier about Dungey, uh, blowing you off after Glenn Allen and, and other reporters. Uh, I noticed after Moto 1, I was in the pits, and, uh, you know, he just charged back to get second. And, uh, you know, he could take away from the fact that uh, he also kind of cut down the time uh, behind Tomac to, like, 14 seconds. So, you know, he's making improvements and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, he gets back to the pits, and, you know, the pits weren't super busy because it was in between motos, and they kind of shuffled a, a group of people out. But there were a few little kids out there, I'd say 10, 11 years old, maybe five of them, and, uh, you know, they're yelling for Dungeons, you know, to come up and say hi and stuff. And he casually just uh, kind of walks past them and, and doesn't even acknowledge him or say hey or give him a high five or stuff. And I just kind of, you know, wondering your thoughts on that. It's not the first time that I've kind of seen him do that in between motos. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just your thoughts. It's, no, you know, I, a, I, uh, I don't want to. Tur- yeah, I don't want to turn this into the Dungy Bash Fresh because he's come on the show a couple times. He's given me interviews this year. I don't think in between motos. I'm. I'm not fine. I mean, you know, I'm. I'm okay with him not acknowledging any fans. I really am. Yeah. Um. That's JT. You've been there. You. You agree? Uh. Yeah. I mean. Uh, re. Re. Restate the question. Sorry, I only caught part of it. Oh, or are you busy tonight? Are you too busy to join the show to participate in an active? Yeah, I'm sitting in a I'm sitting in a dark room by myself with the sound off. <laughs> Why didn't you hear it? Hello. Hello. Are you going to ask the question again, or? Well, I'm just asking why you couldn't hear the question. I was doing something in a dark room with the sound off. Exclusivity. It was exclusivity doing something. What the hell happened? Do you have a problem with Dungey ignoring or not acknowledging some fans in the pits in between motos? Uh, like Mike was saying, like that's a pretty busy time for these guys. Um, I don't see an issue with it. I get it. I get it, Mike. What you're saying, the kids and their fans. But there's a there's not much time between motos and yeah. I, I sorry. I, I think that's a bad time to try to right try to interact with with the riders. You know, and I'm not trying to make excuses for him. I'm just trying to give advice for, you know, mm-hmm. next time trying. That's like the worst time possible. Okay. Yeah. You know, because they have no time to cool down, no time. You know, they're trying to basically with this, this television schedule, they're just trying to get their body temperature down and, and get some fluids back in them before they have to go back to staging. So. Yeah. 
So Matt, I'm sure he doesn't yeah. want to be like that, but it's going to happen. So Matt, I see what you're saying, but I kind of don't side with you. Neither does actually Anton or JT. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know not to talk to guys between motos. I just let yeah. them do their thing. I, I've seen Ryan after the races are over. Doesn't matter if it's you know 11:30 at night in a supercross yeah. and it's freezing cold outside. He signs as many autographs as he can. And I've seen Stu do it. Yep. Chad hangs out a lot. Yeah, I mean, so there's guys that are great at it. So uh, Matt. After the race is much better. Yeah, no. Okay. Totally agree. All Th- right. Thanks, Thank man. You. Appreciate it. Uh, let's get to uh, Robbie. What's up, man? No, this isn't Robbie. Sorry. This is uh, uh, Ma- Morty. Morty. Right. Morty's gone. Robbie. Robbie, what's it's up, Robbie. man? Robbie, what's up? Hey, I was just curious. Like, What do you think about the discount tire sponsorship? Is he... I mean, this, that's a national, huge sponsorship. Why would he walk away from that? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's why a small uh, camera company that you know. I mean, I, mean, I appreciate his interest in it, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many people that discount tire touches. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That's what that's one of my reasons. They're his big sponsor. They pay him a lot of money, and I can't. I, miss, I can't imagine. Did that. I miss a conversation on that? I'm sorry. No, you didn't. Uh, I agree. Um, also, too, Josh Grant, he needs to race. He needs to keep right. going. I, mean, I wonder how JD's knee is right now, though. He didn't look good after Colorado. Yeah. He limped. He was limping pretty slowly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's why JT and I think I'm just he, curious. That, I mean, that, I mean, yep. how many? We got it. All right. Morty, what's up, man? Monty? Morty. Monty? Monty. That says Morty. Okay. You're with me. What's up, Monty? Yeah. I want to talk about rider safety if we could. Sure. Okay. Well, I got a kid out there that got taken out this weekend. Maybe you guys seen it. You guys see the Justin Hill crash? Uh, oh, this is Monty Hill. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, sir. You know what? Well, I didn't see it. Um, hey, I, man. I mean, there's so much to talk about um, about that subject, but. What uh, kind of training do these flaggers go through? <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> that's a that's a strong word to use. Training. Yeah, I, well, I don't on, know. Man. I mean, you would know, right? You've been around for for quite it's a while. And you don't have any idea. Not much. Yeah, I heard it's none. That's what I heard. Well, yeah. no, they they get instruction. I do know that because I've walked by the meeting in the morning. They get instruction okay. from somebody. Uh, I've seen it now. Whether it's a ten minute instruction meeting, I don't know. Now. I've seen hellacious bad flagging in my 20 years on the circuit. Well, not 20 sure, years. But, sure, um, Jake Weimer last year, he missed the entire outdoor season, and it was kind of a flagger's fault. Uh, Anton, hey, I'm sure you've seen. brings up a whole other point, man. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to, like, bag on the AMA and all this, but, they, you know, they'll take away points real quick. But what happens when, you know, they make a mistake? And, you know, say, say Justin, you know, he's out. Uh, right, couple races. No, he don't get a chance for bonuses. He, he maybe he was on a roll, maybe he wasn't. But there's no compensation. Shit, I mean, somebody could have been killed. You know, uh, yeah. Honestly. yeah. Now I didn't see it, but I heard the flaggers were directing. They were directing Justin bad. onto the. They were directing Justin to go where the bike was laying to the bike, man. Right, yeah. and and so I can't vouch for this for sure. I didn't see okay. it, but I've heard it from a few people. that were like, yeah, dude, they were telling him to go to the middle of the track. Where the bike Absolutely. was, right? Um, JT, what do you think about this? You've probably been the victim of bad flagging. Yeah, 
I just don't know the answer to it because, you know, the whole situation, they're getting flaggers at the last minute. Then they're not, they don't get them until that morning. And there's not enough, yeah, I that's like there's crazy. Not enough money in the sport to sustain, like, a, you know, all of the I, same hey, flaggers hey, every week. Can I interrupt you? Did sure. you say there's not enough money in the sport to, well, to, to get I, good I don't flaggers? Feel like that, I don't I mean, feel like that's ever going to happen. Who knows, what do these guys make? I mean, are, we, are they just scratching along, not being able to pay the bills? Or are they doing pretty good? This AMA has been around for 40 years, right? Well, the AMA is they afford good flaggers? irrelevant at this point. Yeah, it's more AMA is nothing at this point. Like you can, and I don't even know who pays the flaggers. Who I, I have no it's idea. In a, it's promoter. I'm sure, MX Sports is footing the bill, but it's. But then it, I think it's on the tracks to find them because at Glen Helen, the REM guys were putting out word to get flaggers for that okay. weekend. Okay, so. yeah. So maybe it's individual promoter. There's just no, you know, there's no organization or no big, you know, funds that they're gonna pull from to get real flaggers with real training. Money. You know, hey, that, that, that's that's a whole other problem. So so there's no there's no good plan going here. So there's nobody really looking out for the rider's benefit that way. And I know, I mean, I could get my credential pulled for mentioning it, but it seems like the riders need some kind of a union to protect them. Yeah, Monty, I mean, we've, we've talked about this on our show, you know, a ton. I know. Yeah, um, we're, I'm all for it. <laughs> Make it happen, you know what I mean? We had a big talk about it. It's an AMA rule, you can't. Well, get an association, get around that. There's a lot of smart lawyers and agents around that can figure this out. And, and, you know, and I, it's, it's not even about trying to stick it to the promoter. I mean, well, those guys are busy, man. I, You know, I, it, something else left a bad taste in my mouth, too. So my kid goes to ER, you know, he has a bunch of problems. He's okay, he checks yeah. out comes back you know and i thought you know nobody even said anything you know i didn't hear from from any ama guy no mx sport guy like hey wow sorry is he okay like uh to, and to me i don't really care so much but it seems like they don't really give a crap i mean well honestly yeah um i'm sure they do but yeah, really? I, well, I, I mean, <laughs> okay. Ju- Justin and Josh are stars of the sport. You know what I mean? They're they're they have fans. They have great rides. Do they care much about number eight thirty four in the back of the pits? Probably not. But Justin and Josh Hill, yeah, you know. But <laughs> hey, but you know what though? You know that that's a whole other subject. I'm in there after <laughs> because I'm talking to Tevin Tapia. These kids banged up, right? He's gonna ride. Just because he's just to pull enough money back together to do it another time, you know. Yeah, I just right. there's a couple things that I, I yeah. think could change. No, hey, listen, your 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 kid's out. Uh, he was not able to race, and and you know if he if he's um if he's on the verge of getting a ride next year, this could be the difference. You know what I mean? He's, I'm not saying he is, but if he was in that situation, sure. um, you know, yeah, and and it's all because of some mistakes. You know, everybody makes mistakes. I do. You do. You know, right. everybody Absolutely. makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, but. But it does seem that these guys, over the years, we've seen some bad flagging. There's no doubt. Um, but I don't, yeah. I, I, we've talked about that, too. We, and we've made jokes about it more than anything about, like, you know, how do you become a flagger or what do you get to be a flagger? And Dude, I don't know. It's another topic that we, we should address and we should d- deal with on our show besides Chad Reed $500,000 camera deal. No, man, that know? whole Chad Reed thing, man, I almost forgot about why I called. That is, <laughs> I mean... Okay, what five hundred thousand dollars, and they're saying no, you can't do it. Well, the the the, the pro purse isn't going to pay them. They're not replacing that money. They're not paying them. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure it's way more complicated than 
just me spouting off about you know him not being able to make that money. Yeah. But you know, wow. I mean, that's the only way he does make money. You know, it's not it's not from winning the race. It's from mm-hmm. you know outside, right? It's yeah. Just, no, you're right. Wow, a little change would be nice. I agree. And I don't. I, don't I agree. Wanna, I think that the AMA and everything, you know, are. It's. I think most. It's great for the most part. You know, we got. They've been around for a while. I mean, they do supply. You know, well, I, I guess they almost have to have medical there. But I'm glad that the medical's there. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Uh, you know, the AMA actually. Uh, you know, they pay doctor bills if you get hurt at the track. You know. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of no, stuff. there's That's a lot of good. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good things, like you said. There's a lot of good things too. Sure. Um, listen, I'm all for it, and I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be blunt here. I blame your kids for not for not doing this. I blame James Stewart. I blame Chad Reed. There's no yeah, doubt. It's, it's the rule. It's in the rules, though. No, but you can form something. Look, F1 has a drivers' association. NASCAR has a drivers' association. Does your stupid MotoGP sport have something? I would assume. Okay, everyone's got something where the participants in the sport that are millions of dollars at stake, literally millions of dollars yeah, at hey, stake, hey, get together. I, I, but just, I'm nervous just to mention it because I don't want to get on somebody's blacklist, you know, being that guy. And then when I go to pull my motorhome in, John doesn't remember. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really, know, right? Just, hey, I know, but you know what? Uh, I get it. And uh, but we've been saying it on this show for a long time. Nothing's happened to me. I keep my credential. You know what I mean? So what did you just say? I said nothing's happened to me. I keep my credential. Oh. Um, I've yeah, mentioned it. You probably know. In- I, I don't know. I, I it's unbelievable okay. these guys haven't got together. But thanks, Monty. Thank you for calling. Hey, right on. Okay, thank you, man. Appreciate it. You bet. Uh, you know what? Uh, Monty is, a, is Josh and Justin Hill's dad, mm-hmm. and he's angry about Justin, and I get it. I didn't see it. I heard about it. It was gnarly. I mean, I just saw the stuff on TV. Yeah, yeah. It, that was, there's no way he was getting out of that without I understand hurt. his frustration, yeah. and so do you, JT, I'm sure. Like, it's, it's a yeah, mistake. of course. Yeah, it's a mistake. Of course. I mean, the, the flagging has been an issue for years. What's what's the worst you've ever been done in by a flagger? Do you, does, does one stand out in your twenty years uh, of racing? Yeah, there was a the one that's right in my memory. I, I, there probably was worse ones, but I remember in, this was in Germany. But it's the same thing, you know. It's yeah. just guys that bring it off the street to be flaggers. Yeah, it was in time practice, and the, there was a hay bale on the landing of a, a huge rhythm section, and the guy was standing on the jump and just. Let me run right into it. Didn't even have to flag out. <laughs> I landed on top of the table and just grenaded myself into the wall. No, no flag or nothing. Nothing. Like nothing else. No, yeah. just standing there looking. Right, right. Nothing. Right. Like, at least put your flag out so I'll know not to triple in this massive rhythm section. Right. Uh, yeah, I seriously, I thought I was going to go to jail because I was, I was going to kill the guy. Right. I literally, like, lost my well, mind. I was going to kill this dude. Listen, this may seem dramatic, but literally, that's a life, that could be a life-altering decision for Jason Thomas. For sure, I hit right. a wall. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could yeah, be in a I wheelchair. Was, I literally, like, you know? you know, like Kelly Smith at St. Louis, like, just snapped and was going to kill Ernesto. Right. That's how I was, like, just full rage. Like, uh, I was so pissed. And just the safety thing, I don't care about the race. It was in practice, you right. know, whatever. Uh, Jurgen, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Uh, talking about a guy who called a little bit ago, like, uh, about safety on the track and all this stuff, it makes sense, like, the flaggers sometimes are not even paying attention to what's going on on the track. And, I mean, all these riders, they pay a lot of money to go race. Their life is on their hands sometimes, and mm-hmm. people are just standing around with 
the flagman hand is doing nothing. Like that's crazy. Yeah, no, it, it, I've seen it. Um, there's some great flaggers out there too. I mean, they've done a lot. Of, I mean, yeah, they've helped a lot. Of there is great, great flaggers. But I mean, Glen Helen is one of those places, and they don't get the flaggers till like last minute. Like mm-hmm. people they have never done it before. I mean, this is a national. This is not a local race. No, there's millions of dollars at stake. Like we said, yeah. look at look and at Dig Dug. Those Dig Dug guys are awesome. Yeah, no, the Fell Dig Dug guys are are yeah, yeah. they're on it. And they're fully trained. They go to every race. You know, we just don't have that consistency. Yeah. That's and then the we go back to the cherry deal with the camera. Like, people think it's stupid that he's not going to race because they don't let him on his camera. I mean, that's the only way you speak out for yourself. Like, I mean, what happened to Justin Hill this weekend? If you KTM speak out and be like, you know, my guys aren't racing because he's unsafe. Right. They have to change. They have to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. But, I mean, if you have one privateer standing for himself, it's not going to change. Right. We need the big teams to change the teams to stick up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, well said. Fuck it. All right. That's my point of view. Thank you, Jurgen. No, good points. Thank you for calling in. All right. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. Uh, all right, we're going to run, JT. Thanks. We'll get you back on later. And, right. uh, and uh, the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be right back after this commercial. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brady, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us we at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. 
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes with Andy Wrench on the number 10. Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like the cutter on Galfer. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's. Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. 
and stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. For almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Pulp MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys.
Welcome back, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you with some Matt Good, Arrows of Desire. Good stuff. Transworld Motocross, Michael Antonovich in studio, finally not getting yelled over by Villaman. So thanks, thanks Anton, for coming in. Thanks for having me. KTMPartsExpress.com, the number one source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. KTM, uh, Anton, uh, when you, you go to the tracks of Southern California, I imagine you see more and more and more and more KTMs. More and more every day. Right? Every Crazy. day. People are dropping 10 grand on that Dungy replica, like, no problem. What was left of them. Yeah, really, right? If you have a Dungy replica or you have just a KTM, uh, go to KTMPartsExpress.com. Pulpamex 15 saves you money on uh, ordering and uh, 35 years of experience in the motocross industry. And they have uh, hard parts and the full selection of power parts and power wear and everything else. So thanks, uh, people, for listening. We appreciate it. WheelsWUSA.com. Half the team in the pits are using Dunge, uh, using wheels uh, from W, uh, whether it's Talon or Excel or um, uh, Kite. They've got it. WUSA.com. Ryan Dungey runs them. You know where else uh, is it rides a KTM, uh, Anton, and uh, rides it pretty well? Who's that? Uh, Antonio Caroli. Damn the, well. Uh, eight-time world champion. Uh, 1-7 this weekend in uh, France. Uh, he's warming up. Everyone every year writes him off a little bit, talks about all these guys that are going to challenge him, going to do this and that. And, uh, no, he's almost got the red plate now. And I don't think it'll be too much longer when he gets it. And, of course, we've seen him dominate the motocross of nations. We've seen him uh, win world titles. And uh, we're pumped to have him on the show tonight, courtesy of um, Vortex. Now, we were going to do this live. It was all planned to come on the show at 7.30 a.m. his time. But him, his, his girlfriend Jill and I got mixed up in our communications. Uh, she's Dutch. I'm Canadian. So it couldn't work out that we could have him on live, but we're going to have him on live at another time. But he did want to come on, and, and he did want to do the interview. So we pre-recorded it. Not something we always do on the show, but uh, something worth it for an eight-time world champion. Totally. So here is uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Antonio Caroli. JT and I called him today. Uh, we asked for some phone calls from you people uh, on Twitter. Uh, we didn't get any good ones that we thought were worth putting on the um, on the air. But uh, so yeah, we got to we get your calls. We thought we were going to take some, but we didn't. So here's Antonio Caroli talking about his race uh, coming to the USA. Ryan Villapoto and much more on the Pulp Max Overs on BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be uh, listening to this, and uh, we'll be back with Christian Craig. All right, let's not keep this guy waiting any longer, JT. Uh, this is, uh, he's in Italy, and uh, we, uh, we've got to make this happen. He is eight-time world champion GP rider, Red Bull KTM member, and brought to you by Vortex Racing on the Pulp MX show here. Vortex Racing. Email Roger at Vortex Racing for 40% off, vortexracing.com. Let's get him on the line. Antonio Caroli. Tony, what's up? Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, hello, everybody. Yeah, th- thank you. It was a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, it's great to, to do this. Thank you for, for agreeing to come on. So, um, no problem. Hey, uh, let's talk about uh, your last uh, race in this past weekend in France. Uh, you went 1-7. A lot of riders, including you on social media, weren't really fans of the track, but uh, I guess you won the first moto, so that's good. But talk about the race this weekend. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, yeah, I you know, it wasn't one of the best tracks uh, we had uh, this year. Um, uh, the preparation, I have to say, of the track was, uh, wasn't was so good because the track, uh, the location is nice and uh, the the public was unreal. It was uh, one of the best crowd uh, mm-hmm. here. But, you know, just the preparation of the track was uh, was not so good. And uh, we had some uh, issue with the track, especially last model when the, 
there were a lot of rats and a lot of them were becoming dry and the ramps were with a lot of kicks and a lot of crashes we see and uh, mm-hmm. so it was uh, was pretty it was pretty dangerous but uh, you know it's the uh, same for everybody so it was was okay just better start for me and on the second model and mm-hmm. I couldn't come closer than seventh. Right. Um, how's the knee? You hurt your knee, twisted it a, uh, maybe about a month ago, three or four GPs ago. How's the knee doing? No, the knee is good. Uh, I have always some problem with my knee. Uh, <laughs> uh, since I heard that uh, it didn't really come 100%, so every time I I, I, I twist it or something, it's uh, it's uh, for, for a month, let's say, it's, uh, it's sore, and I, I cannot uh, run for... Uh, for training, uh, so it's uh, for me. It's very important uh, for my preparation, the running the part. So mm-hmm. I I lost some training, let's say. Right, right, but right. It's okay. Now it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, JT, uh, every you know, it seems like a lot of times in the GPS, it's all about Paulin. It's all about the cell. It's all about these guys that are gonna challenge Tony. And early on, Nagel's riding great, and he opened up a big lead. But JT, here comes Tony Caroli again, about halfway through the season. Almost got the red plate, too, this weekend. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the, the GP season is so long. I think it's somewhere like six months long. So uh, I think, you know, obviously Tony has so much experience and, and knows how things are going to play out. And he doesn't seem to ever panic, even if things aren't perfect on the weekend. You know, there's so many points up for grabs over such a long period of time. So we saw the, the issues that Clement Sal had this weekend, um, which is kind of been every year is you know he just can't seem to stay healthy long enough to to really challenge tony for the whole series and uh you know there's there's a skill to being able to stay healthy over an extended period of time i think so um you know the one question i had uh when talking about the track this weekend was you know with switching to the 450 do you think that on a track that is deteriorating and, and is in bad shape like that do you think that the 350 may have been better on those on that situation, or do you think the 450 was still better? Uh, no, I have to say that um, the new uh, the new 450 is uh, it's a completely different uh, machine than uh, than the old 450 KDM. That so it's it looks like a little bit similar than the 350 in a lot of uh, a lot of ways. But for sure, um, this uh, this uh, advantage that you have. Uh, with the 350, when the track is uh, very rocky and uh, not so fast uh, as it was in the last, so, and that you have to switch line and uh, the bike is lighter, the 350. So I think it could be a little bit better, but uh, uh, most most of the places, uh, most of the tracks now are um, are uh, for the 450. The 350 is uh, you know it's it's a really good bike, but uh, I was feeling that. Uh, uh, in some places, uh, I had to risk 110 uh, percent uh, to stay with the guys, and while they're just uh, uh, cru- cruising, let's say, and in, in, not cruising because everybody go fast, but on, on that particular part of the track, it's uh, where I was doing 110 percent. They were just uh, relaxing, and uh, uh-huh. I I see that uh, we had uh, some uh, something to work on, so I I choose to change bike. Yeah, that was a big deal. How did KTM take it when you asked them to do that? Were they fine with it? Did they try to convince you? Uh, how did that go? No, actually, um, I have open um, uh, talk with uh, with Pete Byer, and uh, um, he also uh, always uh, uh, think uh, that uh, 
uh, you know, we had a really good bike all the time. You know, the Trivisi was uh, was good, was mm-hmm. maybe uh, still good, you know, to win the championship. But uh, uh, with uh, you know, like like I said, uh, right. I was I'm not still 100% preparation uh, with some little more injury. And uh, when you ride the 350, you need to stay uh, 110% all the time because you need to uh, really give it uh, give the 110% uh, on the track uh, for um, for. Um, so let the bike work uh, mm-hmm. and, and try to beat the, the guys to the 450. And I wasn't uh, so ready, so the 450 a little bit is helping me in some of this uh, thing. So it was uh, it was okay for for me to change. Right. So, um, I really appreciate it. Do you do you Tony get a little little? Do you laugh at the media and other folks talking about this is the year Antonio will lose? Uh, Nagel is so good. Paulin is on the factory Honda. Blah blah blah. And you always feel like. Hey, just don't forget about me, because I do feel like people are always looking for the next Tony Caroli, and they don't realize that the real Tony Caroli is not done winning yet. Does that does that make you laugh? No, I mean it's normal, you know. Everybody, uh, everybody is, uh, you know, when when you have like such a long period where you are on the top, uh, you know, uh, it's it's normal that uh, when somebody. Uh, that it's not you is uh, is you know leading the championship and uh, everybody is uh, quite excited for for this uh, for this thing. But uh, for me, it doesn't. I don't really care about. Uh, I never cared before. I don't care now. I just uh, <laughs> right. like uh, what I what I do and try to to become better and better every year. When I see that I, you know, my growing is not uh, anymore um, grow, growing, mm-hmm. and I stop. Uh, you know, I stop because. For me, it's always it's time always to learn different things. Right, right. Uh, hey, this Roman Fabra kid, he's he's coming on. He's having a nice year. Just one in front of his phone, hometown crowd and everything. He's having a great year. Yeah, for sure, definitely. He's he's uh, he's on the gas at the moment. Um, you know, he has nothing to lose, and he's just going straight out um, mm-hmm. from the from three or four races already. So. Um, He's, he's a good guy. Uh, I think he's, uh, he can be also a contender for the title because the season is really long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's a young kid, so let's see what um, right. what he can uh, what he can do. Just another kid that's going to knock you off, but yet really not. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, yeah, um, JT, we should probably ask Tony about this RV thing because it didn't quite go well. American fans thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> um, we all looking forward to the great Tony Caroli and, and the great Ryan Villapoto battling it out this season. And, uh, and you know, we, we've seen Ryan just be so good over here, and it just it hasn't worked out. Uh, talk about having Ryan in the class, Tony, and, and what's, what's happened? What's gone, what's gone wrong in Amer- for American fans? <laughs> First of all, you know, uh, um, I have to say that, uh, you know, it was uh, a pleasure for me that the Ryan chose to, to raise the GP because, you know, it's uh, it's not uh, what uh, normally American uh, people, you know, uh, are used to do it because you know, it's uh, everything to lose for them, you know. So I, mm-hmm. I had uh, much respect for what he did. You know, it's uh, you, you never know what happened, you know, when you are out racing. So the injuries are always around the corner. But you know, it's also uh, true that uh, you know it's difficult to um, to move to another series and. Uh, and uh, maybe expect a little, a little more than uh, the, what uh, really he does it uh, on the track because you know it was the beginning of the season. Maybe 
if he keep going, you know, without injury, he could, um, you know, really um, become uh, like become what he was in America. You know, mm-hmm. uh, was very fast, uh, very very fast and consistent. But you know, if you already injure yourself in, uh, on this uh, on the first uh, rounds, then it's uh, it's difficult, you know, to to find rhythm. So I'm I'm you know uh, it's sad for the series because we lost uh, you know something really important that makes uh, our series even better. Mm, yeah, JT um, didn't quite work out for American fans. <laughs> no, you know everyone. Uh, kind of hyped everything up so much just because these are, you know, the two winningest racers in the world for the last, you know, 10 years or so. Uh, so it's, you know, I, I think that the the expectations were, were accurate. You know, I think everyone would, you know, thought that it would be a showdown, you know, of all showdowns. And we should have known better, you know, that racing is kind of like this. Um, to get two of the best guys ever to have – their best seasons against each other, you know, and, and this mm-hmm. circumstance is probably unlikely, but I wish it would have been better than this. And really all we can hope for at this point is that, you know, RV can heal up and at least give us some, some good racing. Uh, you know, the, the championship's obviously not going to be, uh, you know, a worry for Villapoto. So hopefully he just rides, you know, uh, mm-hmm. as, as hard as he can and doesn't, you know, try to just ride this thing out, and and I'm hoping he comes back with a vengeance and at least is in the fight. You know, that's my biggest. Uh, I guess worry wouldn't be the right word, but I hope he comes back and and his heart is into it um, because I. It, it would be so easy to go back into this thing and just be like, well, you know, what am I even out there for, and and just kind of mail it in, as we would say. Yeah, but um, but JT, I'm hearing that he may not go back. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that too. I'm just right, not trying right. to spread rumors, but yeah. if he does go back, then you know that would even be more likely the case as he's not the same guy that we would all want to see. So, Antonio, you have you have scared away our American champion. Damn you! <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> no way! No way! <laughs> um, yeah, it's it didn't work out the way that a lot of fans thought. It was cool for him to try that. Absolutely. One of the things, Antonio, that I've heard from people over here about Ryan's prep, and I don't want to turn this all into Ryan, so we'll move on shortly, but uh, some people over here are like, he, you know, he prepared in the USA. He did all his testing in the USA. He didn't go over until late. Some GP riders that have done both told me that that was a mistake on Ryan and his his team's part. Do you agree with that? Should you, I mean, if you came to the U.S., would you come real early, or do you think he should have gone later, or do you, do you have an opinion? I don't know. I this. I mean, uh, he's uh, he's uh, you know, he's a great champion. So I think he should uh, he should he should do the, the right decision for sure. The the you know the the the, the tracks are different for sure. Yeah, but uh, the first tracks that we had, you know, uh, on the on the calendar wasn't so um, our style because Argentina was pretty pretty fast track and uh, Qatar right. was also. Not so um, yeah, European style, and then so, uh, and then you get injury. So mm-hmm. you, this one I don't really know. Maybe um, if he if he do all the season without injury and he didn't really uh, make a good result, then maybe I could tell you that uh, you know it was a was a mistake to go in America to make this testing because. Mm-hmm. But now I cannot really say something. What uh, hey JT? You spent some time with with Tony this uh, this past off season. Uh, what was it like having you know being around a guy like that and 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 everything else? 
Well, I think I think the biggest thing I left with, and and talking to Chad quite a bit, you know, after um, was, you know, I, the I guess humility and and how nice he was. You know, I've been around this sport and you know racers my whole life, and uh, when I was racing too, and there's so much ego and pride, and everyone thinks that they're so awesome, and uh, that was the biggest thing. Is just you know, I came back kind of telling everyone like, you know, I don't know what you think, you know, about tony or what your opinion is but you know he was very very genuine and uh you know i kind of was just going along with chad and he welcomed us into his house like you know like we were family so uh it was awesome and and i know it you know made me that much more interested to watch and uh i just i had a you know the respect i already had on a professional level was you know so grown so much on a personal level so um it's awesome to see champions who honestly i've seen champions that don't act uh all that <laughs> they don't act all that nice at all so it was it was refreshing to see someone that nice and that humble and in such a successful place yeah tony how cool was that for chad and and his buddy jt to after the motocross the nations just tag along and you guys hung out that's, that's pretty must have been pretty neat the, the you know you're one of the greatest riders of all time chad is the, as well and yeah it's really cool to see you guys hang out yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, uh, after uh, you know, we are racers. You know, we are uh, people who like you know, like most of the things in life. You know, so it's nice also to have fun sometimes and uh, and uh, hang out with uh, with the nice people as they are. So when you when you find a, a good um, you know match between people, then you mm-hmm. it's easier to even have fun, more fun. So it's cool to hang out a little bit and. Uh, Hopefully we can do more in the in the future because uh, you know off season is always uh, uh, fun to do this stuff mm-hmm. than normal. I remember you're and also too like on top of being this incredible rider, you're you're a fan of the sport. Like you love McGrath, you grew up watching him, and I remember you told me you got one of his helmets and you met him a few times, and he was cool. Like, and it was really neat to see a guy like you. Like you're you you know the history, you know these guys, and and you respect them, and you're a fan. At the end of the day, you remember when you were a little kid. Yeah, sure. You know, I'm a uh, uh, Jeremy is my idol uh, since I was uh, a small kid. You know, uh, and uh, you know, one day you can meet him and uh, talk with him. So it's something that uh, you know you never expect when you are a small kid. So that's why you never stop uh, dreaming because uh, you know a lot of things can come true. And uh, I realized that uh, since uh, you know since I become a professional writer. Because you know, I never thought that I could go to the Swiss ranch and ride on a track. You know? <laughs> right, right. And, uh, when I was well, when I was watching the tapes, you know, on my on my small TV, like uh, so. Yeah. It was pretty pretty awesome that. So. Yeah, you even did a knack knack with them. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I try. That was my when I was winning on the eighty five was my. Uh, you know, was uh, was my my, my only trick. The only trick I could do, and, uh, <laughs> right. so it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Glenn Helen, GP. Uh, I've talked to you about this before. Obviously, the last round of the GPs uh, coming to America. Um, you like the track, and you're looking forward to it, right? Yeah, looking forward uh, to go to America. It's always nice, you know. It's uh, it's uh, you know, it's 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 a, tra- it's a track which uh, amazing. You know, it's one of the nicest in the world. I think so. It's, it's nice for us that we come back there this year, and uh, I hope there's going to be a lot of fans, you know, and I hope for sure a lot of Americans uh, riders come also. Then uh, you know there is there's more crowd, and it would be would be better. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good. Do you like coming to America? Like, what do you like about it? 
What you say? Sorry, I didn't understand. Oh, what do you like about coming to America? What What do you look forward to? Like the food or the shopping, or is there anything that I mean? You're from Italy, so they you don't have better Italian food. No, or anything? to be honest, no. The food, not to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but I like everything else. You know, it's uh, you know, I like uh, you know the big engines, big cars around, and uh, you know, in Italy we only have you know, apart the you know the the big cars like. The manufacturer that we have, like Ferrari, Lamborghini, and this. Right. We have. If you go around, you only see Fiat 500. So uh, most of the time, so it's it's really nice to go and listen to this big engine. And mm. then you know, right. Uh, the 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 motocross world for sure it's uh, it's bigger. And, you know, uh, when you go to California, especially. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about so it's uh, it's quite funny to 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 meet a lot of uh, people uh, around that. Uh, Leave for, for this uh, for this sport and practice uh, the our same sport. You know? Right. Yeah. When you come to America, you know you, they have this company Hertz. You can rent a Corvette. You should do that. You and Jill should rent a Corvette, the new one. And okay. I will try. Yeah. <laughs> drive around Southern California. Um, <laughs> hey, what about the the you got the Mexican GP, the Glen Helen GP, and the Motocross the Nations three weeks in a row? Are you do you like that? Do you do you like the scheduling? Is that going to be okay? Or how's that travel? And because I I, I talked to an American team manager yeah. this week, and he said that he wouldn't recommend the American riders race the GP who are going to race those nations because it's too soon. It's not you know there's no rest time. Do, what, how do you feel about that? I feel uh, you know I have to so because you know it's a, it's it's a, it's a season uh, for us so. Uh, the last two races, uh, we had to do. We had to do it, and I normally there is there is always one, you know, one weekend at least uh, between the last GP and the nation. So mm-hmm. this year, uh, if it's close like this, you know, it's uh, it's quite tough. But um, you know, uh, it, yeah, it, if they make it like that, uh, I don't know why, but uh, yeah, uh, we cannot change it now. So <laughs> it's uh, we have to accept it and uh, and try to make the best of it. So. Yeah, JT, that's a lot of racing for these guys. Two different continents and everything, you know. Well, they, yeah, and uh, you know they have all these, uh, you know, championship races, get country, you know, individual country championships and warm up races. So yeah, they do a lot of racing. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about the destinations? Any talk for you? Are you going to ride a two fifty F again? Is that have you guys even thought about that, Tony? I don't know yet. We didn't talk yet about it, and uh, I don't know which class I'm going to ride. Uh, you know, it's it's always difficult. You know, um, when you have uh, you know a country uh, with uh, a lot of good riders, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know yeah you are really motivated to ride. But when you you know in Italy, unfortunately, we don't have uh, uh, so good riders that we can you know motivated to go there for win. Mm-hmm. So it's it's quite kind of difficult for me to you know to to keep uh, uh, motivated uh, for uh, for this race, but uh, you know I, we always do our best to finish on the podium. That's our goal, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I will I will know later uh, this year which right. which cars uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I I love you racing MX2. I think that's so cool. It's too bad it didn't go yeah, well last I like year, but last year yeah, I was going. Yeah, I, would, I I like it really much, but you know. Went wrong, so maybe try again this time. <laughs> it went wrong, but it, well, the speed was there anyway, so we saw the speed briefly. Yeah, uh, yeah, the speed was there, but uh, <laughs> and, and, only on Saturday. <laughs> right, right. Oh, by the way, Canada's not sending a team, so Italy doesn't have to worry about Canada. So don't. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's, that's one less. Then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, um, hey, so I got to ask you the question that I always ask you, and you know it's coming, and our, our listeners are going to want to hear it. Are you ever going to race a national in America? Is that ever going to happen? Yeah, I, I you think uh, I would say the same every year because you know it's, it's <laughs> right. kind of difficult, you know, because normally I'm always leading the championship when you called me. Right, I right. have already red plate. Is there not? So it's even uh, it's even more negative uh, because I don't know uh, how it, the season go. I hope it goes well, but I still um, not well in the spot I want to be. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it's it's kind of difficult. But I would love really to raise the national. You know, the tracks are. Uh, are always so cool and um, mm-hmm. many many places for pass. It's, it's always so nice uh, compared to our track uh, lately. So <laughs> I would really love, like it to, to race. Well, you're gonna have a red. Pla- you're gonna have a red plate soon. So maybe you'll clinch it. Ah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you'll clinch yeah, it early. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're like all right. Fine. Uh, JT, anything else for uh, for Tony? No, I just. Uh, I mean, it's. A joy to watch, you know, this series unfold. We're so far away, and uh, we obviously have our own American series going on. But um, no, it's, it's been interesting to watch. I think this season has had more more parity with you know Noggle's return and and uh, Febra's rise, and and it's a shame that DeSalle was injured this year. But it's fun to watch you guys because I you never really know who's going to win or who's going to have a strong weekend. Where I feel like in the U.S., uh, it's one of two or three guys at the most, you know, and, and this yeah. year so far it's been mostly one guy. So, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. just, you know, wish you good luck and, and uh, thanks for, I guess, doing it the right way because <laughs> there's a lot of people in this sport that I would question if they're doing it the right way or not. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you a lot. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Hey, Tony, thank you for coming on the Pulp Mech Show. Appreciate it, Vortex Racing. Thanks That's for it. your time. You're all the way from Italy, and uh, we'll talk soon. We'll see you at Glen Helen. Okay, thanks. Okay, ciao, thanks, Tony. Ciao. Uh, good guy, Antonio Caroli, eight-time world champion, Antonovich. Good guy. Wish we could have had him online, but we'll, we'll make it happen. You know, one way. Blame. One way. Um, terrific rider and uh, going to Glen Helen GP. Are you going to Glen Helen? Are you going to Destinations? Dude, I know? won't. Uh, no donations, but I, let me. I'm How do you already know you're not going to Destinations? Uh, wedding. Oh, your wedding? No. Okay. Your re-wedding, I was thinking? Um, yeah, so uh, thanks to Vortex Racing for bringing, bringing uh, Antonio on the show. VortexRacing.com. Email Roger at Vortex Racing for 40% off. Babbitts, Kawasaki, Yoshimura Suzuki, they all use Vortex Racing. Why don't you? Okay, uh, ne- coming up, next guest. Uh, I always believed in him. I always had his back. I knew this weekend that he'd go 4-6. I knew he'd pass like five guys in the last five minutes of the first moto. And uh, I've always been a big believer of this guy. Christian Craig, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, I just heard a bunch of BS right now. What was that? <laughs> that was me. Uh, Geico Honda's Christian Craig on the line. First of all, look, yes, I said you would be between 10 and 15 this weekend in, for fantasy purposes. I had no idea, though, that you trained. That yeah, you were, I know. I like, know. I surprised everybody. I even surprised myself. So. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm just yeah, glad to hear so. that from you. Because the Christian Craig that I know and love doesn't charge in the last five minutes of the motos. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm changing things up. Hey, ter- terrific ride, though. Holy shit. Like, uh, qualified fastest. And then, uh, you know, like I said, you, the last five minutes, ten minutes of moto one, you passed like five or five or six dudes to get up to fourth. Uh, it was impressive, man. So Yeah, yeah, qualifying. 
uh, caught me off guard. Definitely didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't know where, where I was going to fit in, just hoping to put in some decent results. And um, was battling with Aldridge in the first moto for what felt like forever, mm-hmm. just eating the whole moto. And then once I got around him, I, I got like a second spurt of energy. And then, uh, you know, I, I saw a couple a couple guys in front of me. I think it was Smith and Cincerello and uh, just put my head down and, you know, caught up and mm-hmm. made the passes. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know where that extra energy came from. You know, I was expecting to put in, you know, a good 20 minutes and then maybe tone it off a little bit and just finish it out. But um, I pushed it all the way till the end. Yeah, it was great. Um, so when, okay, so you, we've texted back and forth a little bit and you've kind of hinted like you may make a return to racing. You're not exactly sure. But so when does the call come from, from your father-in-law or, or LaRocco or somebody to say, like, hey, what do you think about filling in for Justin Bogle? Like, how, how does that happen? When does it happen? Well, um, well, I quit. I don't know if anybody knows, but I quit my job four weeks ago or five weeks ago. Um, okay. I've been, I've been wanting to kind of get back into it and give it one more shot before I get too old for this stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, finally got the whole family on board. And, uh, you know, Jeff was like, hey, you know, if, if someone gets hurt, we can, we might be able to get you a fill and ride, but not for sure. So, right. you know, unfortunately, Bogle went down and um, waited like a week. I didn't know what was going to happen. And then I texted Jeff. I'm like, hey, put me on that bike. And so he called, you know, Ziggy and Morocco, and they are all up for it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it, it couldn't have gone any better for, you know, my first ever 250 outdoor. Yeah, and, uh, people don't understand. You never rode 250 outdoors. You know, you, yeah. You, yeah. It's exactly. So I mean I've I mean, when I was on T L D it was it was smart to put me on a four fifty. I was always a little bit bigger and mm-hmm. you know, I, I that's what I wanted to do. So, um you know, I was up for a challenge though with the two fifty. I know it's gonna be a little bit heavier and uh, might struggle in some in some parts, but uh, right when I got on the bike uh, I felt amazing. So Right. Uh, you know, like the Honda's quick and you know, um no, I feel good. So I'm looking forward to this weekend now. Hey Christian, what's going on, man? What's hey, going on? Hey, how much had you been riding like during the week though before you quit the job? And then how much um, did it improve after that? Well, before I before I quit my job, I was riding probably two or three days a week, but I was training every day. But yeah, clearly, it still wasn't. Yeah, it still wasn't like full time. And then uh, once I quit my job, I'm like, all right, I gotta you know put all you know everything I have into it, and I started riding almost every day, and then. Um, Chase Sexton, he's from Illinois. I got to know him. He actually came and stayed with me for a couple weeks, and we rode together, and he's a really quick rider. Mm-hmm. So we trained together and pushed each other every day. And, um, you know, I told Jeff, hey, whenever whenever I get a chance, you know, whenever you get a chance, I want to be on that bike and show what I can do. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I finally got to do that, and, you know, I'm happy. Did they tell you, hey, Bogle's going to be out this long? And did they give you any kind of minimum or maximum amount of races? No, no. Um, at first, they're like, hey, let's just let's do these first two rounds. You know, I don't think they knew what, what was going to come. But, right. um, you know, I think if it went terrible, I think we would both <laughs> agree with each other. You know, maybe it's not the best idea to go to Tennessee. But right. um, they were just, you know, open-minded about it all. And, uh yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know how much longer I have, you know, with Bogle's spot. I don't know when he's going to be back, right. but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing it until, you know, they say I can't. If, so. 
Anton, if it's me and Christian keeps killing it, I build a fifth bike. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I, I get a fifth bike on the yeah. line. You know what I mean? Just it's, call Rocco real quick. Yeah, let Tell me. Tell him that one. Yeah, let me. Well, he's such an energetic. I'm sure he's such a, you know, he loves talking on the phone. He loves talking to media. He'll be fine with it. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, man, it was impressive for sure. And like you said, so so you've raced a little bit of District 23 races here and there before, like the start of the year? How much have you been oh, on? Yeah. How much? Are, yeah. Bellville. Um, there's some waffle supercrosses. They're, they're just like little fair races I do. But I race almost every weekend. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I try to stay and do it as much as possible. Um, I wanted to be at the first round, actually, but it was it was kind of good that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was 100% then. And uh, I'm glad I waited, you know, a couple more weeks just to get that call. And uh, hopefully, you know, it pays off. I'm, I am hoping to get something out of this and uh, give this one more one more shot right before you know what? I still want to set it here in 10 years and say I didn't give him my all and yeah prove myself so uh, we'll see if anything comes out of this yeah no right now you have the title of the fastest uh, Pulp and Mech show co-host so congratulations on that oh yeah I know. <laughs> um, I know. I'm about so, to come back in there now. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. So hey, <laughs> so okay, so Bogle comes back. You lose the you lose the spot. You're still doing well, let's say, and I'm and I mean top ten well, not four six. Like even if I, I I feel if you're in the top ten, that's well. And someone else wants to put you on the bike. It, would you take it? Would you do it? It's not a, it's not a Geico deal at all. Even though you're obviously tight with the team and tight with the with everybody there. Yeah, I mean. It, it all has to make sense, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to be on a good bike, and I think everybody would understand. But um, I think uh, the team is going to do – they want me to ride the bike as, as long as possible, and I think you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Right. But, um, but I hope I stay on the bike. I love I love that Honda, and the yeah. whole team is just awesome. They're all really supportive, and uh, we're cheering me on that whole time and, you know, help me, help me get through those motos. So I don't really want to go anywhere, but you never know. Um, yeah, so the plan is 2016, you want to be with the team. 250 Supercross, 250 Outdoor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, gotta, I want to earn my, my spot, though. You know, I don't want to yeah. just be just because it's my father-in-law. You know, he's only one part of it. There's, you know, two other owners, and mm-hmm. they have to be into it, you know, too. So yeah. I want the, you know everybody be, to be agree with me on the team and um, – if that all happens, then I'll, I'll be happy and would would love to be on the team next year. I know I know your father in law Jeff pretty well. He he's the first to say I'm not doing this because he's related to me or married to my daughter. Yeah, he's making you earn it. I really think that. I don't think he's yeah. That, you know he 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 wants to help, and I think he tells the team he he puts my name out there, right. which is which helps. But they all have to agree with it too, and I I agree with what he does and. Uh, no, he he makes me earn it. And I told him I'll earn it. You know, I want to. Mm-hmm. If I don't put in good results, don't hire me. You know, so uh, I'm out there to to show what I got and say if something comes up, mm-hmm. you know, I can take it. So we'll see. Anton, um, uh, you know, Christian set the fast time in the first practice. Yeah, and uh, the first practices were way faster than the second ones, which is surprising because it's not always like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I was in the pits and I, and I'm like, how about Craig to some, to a rider? And they're like, dude. <laughs> He set the like he set the fast lap right when the green flag waved, like big deal, like you know what I mean? Like it tracks so smooth. Yeah. And I'm like, All right, okay. You know, so next practice he's like sixth, which is still great. Yeah. I started thinking, well, he's sixth now, so I mean 
(laughs) What do you want me to say? This is pretty good. Like, I woke up and then got right on my phone and started watching, like, Lifetime because there's no stream for the first practices. And I was like, that's probably not real. Like, no offense, Christian. I was like, dude, that is so much faster than what everybody else is. You were, like, two seconds ahead for a while, for a long long time. I know. Yeah, Paige Paige is actually, she was telling me she was – kept refreshing it she's like all right so when someone's gonna pass them you know she kept refreshing refreshing she's like <laughs> what the heck this thing must be frozen or something right yeah, yeah. Like, we I'm, just, I'm just not known for you know to be a fast guy like in practice mm-hmm. i'm known to just uh get good starts and stay up there for a little bit and maybe fade back but this weekend it was a total you know yeah. different scenario uh 702-586-7857 i've got go honda's fill-in rider christian craig on the line Four six at uh, at Lakewood, and uh, and so even the second moto. Look, you didn't you didn't get a fourth again, but you charged up from the back again in that second moto. You had to be you had to be pumped on that six too. It was a good yeah ride. Yeah. yeah about twenty minutes in when I was around seventh place, I I kind of hit a wall mm-hmm. and um, I thought if I'd push any more in those deep ruts that you know I'd take a digger. So I thought I would uh, pull it back a little bit, but yeah after after I. They were telling me, hey, if you would have passed Smith and Central, which were right in front of you, I would have got a podium, and that would have been that would have been crazy. But right. you know, there's always next weekend. So yeah, and if, and maybe this is a dumb question, but you've never raced Lakewood, or had you? Oh no, I have. Oh okay, I thought maybe I you were. I hope I didn't some laps there. I didn't know. See, oh, yeah, I just remember. I remember. I thought you were hurt. I don't know. Early on in that year, but. Uh, I know Texas. You led some laps, so I guess that would have been the Lakewood year. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, was it was always, that year. Right. Yeah. yeah. Texas. Texas was the second round, so. Um, I just want to know what you were thinking when I was uh, about to pass Cicerillo or going to the pack. Wow. What were you thinking? I love Adam, so that really hurt me. It really pained me. No, no he was awesome. He actually, uh, you know, gave me a high five after and was like, you are crazy, man. Like, good job. And, you know, he's a good sport about I, uh, it also. No, I texted him after the first moto, hashtag Craig. <laughs> and, and he wrote back, we're all living in Christian Craig's world. That's I like what he wrote tweet. back. <laughs> I like the tweet. That what, was good. What was the tweet? I'm going to move to Minnesota and have a kid. Oh, did he say that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, um, that was pretty good. No, honestly, hey, like I said in, in the fantasy previews and, and here and there, you're a great rider, but you hadn't raced in, in just about a year. Um, you know, you're at elevation. You're on a 250F. I'm like, hey, you know, 10 to 15 for the to start, and let's see how he goes. And so you blew my wig back. I'm, Of course, my Twitter was blowing up like, hey, Mathis. <laughs> You know, take this. <laughs> I kind of think everybody's was, though. Yeah, exactly. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I mean, I didn't know where to put myself either. Right. So yeah. I did surprise myself with it all. But, yeah. 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 Um, no. yeah, should be good. And the bike's good. You love it. It's fast, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really fast, and we have gotten three days on the bike, and mm-hmm. you know, right away I felt good. So we tested a couple things, made some, some adjustments to, you know, make me feel comfortable, and mm-hmm. kind of went straight to it. Hey, so are you staying in California or you're going back to Minnesota now? Uh, I've got one more week in California, and then I'm going back Sunday after Tennessee. I've uh, been away from my son for a while, and it's been tough. Two weeks with without my kid, and yeah. um, but you know, I'm you, trying to make something out of this and hopefully you know, get something for next year. So you can ride Minnesota now? It's all good? Uh, you got good practice tracks and all that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yep. I got some good tracks, and then it's getting warmer out there, a little more humid, so right. Uh, I'll get a bike out there and uh, start riding. You'll, you know, you'll next yeah, week. But hey, listen, if you get a ride, you're gonna have to probably go and move to SoCal. I know where that's that was the talk. So you know, that's all <laughs> that's all in the works right now. I mean, right. I'll do whatever. I just I want to prove myself, and yep. I believe I can I can 
you know, be up front. So if it all goes together and I can stay healthy and keep on a good program, I think um, it'll be it'll be good next year. How do you like Minnesota? It's all right. I mean, it's 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 lower paced than California for sure. Yeah, but and cheaper. Uh, we got a, we got a house, and you know, it's nice. We have family there. Our Paige's family's there, and um, there's some good tracks. I have some good friends there, and it's it's a good time. That's good because um, you did the so. full opposite move of what most people in the Midwest do. I did. No, I know. At first, I struggled with the slow pace, and um, it's just a lot quieter. You know, there's a lot more stuff going on in California, and um, I, you know, I left all my good friends right. here. But eventually, I, you know, got used to it. So, I mean, good. either way, if I stay there, if I, I can keep a house there and move here for right. the winter, that's fine. But. Um, yeah, yeah. Either way, it'll be good. Yeah, keep the house, uh, get some equity in it, just keep it. If you're going to swing it and rent something in Cali, right? Um, exactly. Uh, what, did you talk to your pops? Did pops have anything to say about your uh, your ride? My dad or, or Jeff? No, your dad. Your dad, uh, Mike. Uh, he was at my uh, sister's wedding. My sister got married Saturday, and uh-huh. uh, I heard my brother was telling me that he was going crazy <laughs> well, whenever okay. uh, they were watching it on the iPad or something. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh yeah, I haven't talked to him yet, but I, uh, I'm sure he went crazy. I talked to Jeff after the first moto. I saw him in the manager's tower, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm like, wow. He goes, I know, wow. <laughs> so I don't. He, no, I know. He, he was surprised too. Right? Yeah, he, he, was. he wasn't claiming four six either. <laughs> he looks like a genius though to Ziggy and Larocco and everybody. Yeah, like he looks like a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So yeah, he actually made a bet with with someone else that uh, some other guy took. Seventh or better, and he took seventh or worse. Oh, okay. So he lost the bet. So. I would have took seventh or worse. So would Anton. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think everybody would have. But right. Dude. I, I could prove everybody wrong. Yeah, no. Hey, fantastic. Keep it up for sure. Anton, <laughs> is there a nicer guy to watch ride the bike than Christian Craig? I mean, yeah, it's good. I mean, I hate, you know, he's on the line, so we're kind of blowing him here, but it's just. You're really not, though. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty amazing style. I told you that when you were in studio, too. Like, to watch you ride yeah. a bike is. is it's pretty sweet. Well, hey, uh, yeah. Paige just tweeted that we took you away from dinner, so we'll let you go. Um, we did. We're at a nice Japanese steakhouse, and I'm sitting outside talking. To uh, guy. guy gets guy gets four six. He goes to a Japanese steakhouse. <laughs> We're yeah. celebrating, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> Never uh, ends. Thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. You made me eat crow, but that's fine. That's awesome because uh, it's all good. yeah, it's a fantastic ride. We'll see you this weekend. Uh, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. We'll see you guys. All right, see you. Geico Honda's Christian Craig, everybody. Love this guy right here. Four six. Still can't believe it. And strong at the end, dude. Like picking dudes off. That la- that first moto. Happened? Oh my god. Yeah, like Cincerello. Like. Standing up around corners and passing guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great ride. Now let me ask you this: He's off the line here. He doesn't listen to the show. Mm. Can he back it up? Was this a one-time thing only? No, he can back it up. I think you're right. I think so too. You I know. mean, well, I could. I mean, will he go four six? Maybe not. Maybe six six. But that's still fun. You know what I mean? But I mean, like, it's kind of a far shot to say, like, yeah, he's going to put Jeremy down, and he's going to be no like, gapping yeah. dudes. But look at how strong he got through the summer last year, right? And way less riding then. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, great job by him. And uh, so let's take our second commercial break of the night. Okay. Nick Way's coming back on. Awesome. And uh, Chris Kiefer. Oh, poor Kiefer. Poor Kiefer. Um, we're going to have uh, lots more coming up. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing presenting the Pulp Mech Show with Michael Antonovich from Transworld Motocross. Please, won't you come back and join us? Nick Way, Jason Thomas, Chris Kiefer, Gibbs will be on. 
We may get to the bottom of this Gibbs creeping out Riders Wives thing if we have time. Uh, lots more segments, uh, race tech emails, X brand tear offs, VTO Sports Gab at Gibbs, and we've got to try to get Antonovich on the road in a decent hour. So come back, we'll wrap things up as quick as we can, but lots more. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use the pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. 
from Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all-new line of atlas braces are 20 percent lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself the only thing left to do is join rv Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSbrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. 
Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Welcome back, everybody. Michael Antonovich with some Morrissey. Solo Morrissey. That's right. You like it better solo or with the Smiths? It's hard to say. It's way different. It's like asking, it's like asking me about Hagar and Halen with Hagar. Yeah, but you have a clear answer on that. No, no. Solo Hagar or Hagar with Halen. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. same kind of deal. Not Hagar or DLR, but... Yeah. Because, you know, Morrissey kind of did what Hagar did. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this, this is a good song. I don't mind it. No. Yeah. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, and Black Ops Moto. All on board with us tonight. Michael Antonovich from Trans World Motocross. Uh, Anton. Uh, serious question here. Now, Don Maeda, your your editor in chief at Transworld, uh, a good friend of F mine. You, dude. A good friend of mine. And did you do that? No, that was me. Yeah. F you, dude. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean F you, dude. It's okay. You oh. wouldn't be the first guy. So it's when's fine. the last When's the last time you saw Maeda in the office? That's this what morning. I'm trying to get to. This morning. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. All right. I was there for a few hours I just, and I he, bailed. He loves the mountain biking, and we're racing tomorrow. Okay. It's right. going to suck. What does he say when you said, I'm coming to the Pulp Show? Loves it. 
Oh, really? He said if you can get DV on at the same time, we'll talk about they'll talk about the photo shoot. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'd love to do that. Yeah, DV might come up next week. Okay. So if you maybe you can uh, come up with DV. Oh, but anyways. No, because he, he's going to be on his way for KTM Metro. Oh, so we can't have Swap and Don talking about that because that would be incredible. Uh, Hot Cams, the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams, proud supporter, of our, proud supporter of our show now. Hot Cams wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. At checkout, type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015. Hot Cams, unleash the power within. Hot Cams is pleased and proud to present to you our next guest on the show. He's one of our favorites. He's one of uh, every, every internet radio show's, motocross radio show's favorites. Uh, we love to have him on, and uh, we're happy to bring on Mafia Motor Crew's Nick Way. Nick Way, what's up, bud? What's up? At some point, you probably used Hot Cams to try it something, try to pick up some seconds somewhere. You know I've tested them. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have no doubt about that. How's it going, bro? How are you? What's going on? What's happening? Well, pretty deep <laughs> in my boot camp mountain bike training. I'm going to be real with you. Have you ridden since Vegas? Dirt bikes? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. <laughs> what I for? Te- I tested last week with show, bro. Let's be real. <laughs> You never know when you need some 2016 settings. You just never know. I just got a new set of forks set up. Just be real. I got my race bike as a Supercross practice bike, which I haven't been to the track yet. Right. And then I got the outdoor <laughs> set up. I never know, but apparently I'm putting in a solid training block. And I saw Instagram. You're putting bikes for sale, practice bikes together, motors and frames together, that sort of thing. Oh, you know how I do it. <laughs> You want to be the boss, you're going to need to do some work, for real. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you, Brad. Uh, hey, Antonovich is in the studio from Transworld. Uh, what's your favorite Don Maeda story? What do you got? We got the Villaman photo shoot that we love to talk about. Um, what do you got? Uh, the time he cut his nutsack open. <laughs> oh, yeah, at Hangtown. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dude, I, I thought someone was joking about that. They're like, Don's gone to the hospital because he no, cut. That's, that's legit. Yeah, he cut his nutsack open. Uh, he, he said, what's up, Anton? What's going on, dude? Ah, uh, you know. Actually, uh, you know, I got my solid mountain break in this morning. Got another practice bike ready this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Eric Carter, ex-Downhill World Cup champ, lives in my neighborhood. He's been doing, like, a bunch of trail work and put, putting in a bunch of trails behind the house here. Mm-hmm. And so I went up there with him, and we did a lot of talking and a lot of shoveling. Oh. I gotta... We made this rock garden thing. Oh, forget about it, dude. I'm like. Hitting the CrossFit, I gotta I gotta come down there. Um, just take it easy on me if I do though. You should race over the hump. I'm not racing anything. I, I'm lucky if I'm able to keep up with Nick Way on a mountain bike course. Jim Perry races over the hump. Clydesdale class, which would be your class also. Yeah, they have a class with two twenty and up. That's a Clydesdale class. Yeah, we have it at the race series too. They call it that. I mean, you're mm. a workhorse. That's what it is. Mm. I guess that's not yeah, that bad. It's, just... it's better than the Manatee yeah, class yeah. or the Walrus class. It's like a one every. Tuesday night at Irvine Lake. Oh, is it really? Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to. I haven't been out. I've been out only like twice in like ten days. It's been so hot here. It's like a hundred already. I'm dying. I'm dying up here. Yeah, you just gotta wake up. You gotta wake up really early. No, nope, absolutely. I know that. I haven't been able to do that. That's it's my bad. Yeah. Uh, hot cams bringing you Nick Way on the show. Um, what else is going on with you? Are you in the garage right now working? No, because I just got home. Like, I literally just, uh, like, used a scrub brush and soap on my legs and my feet, and I had jeans on. <laughs> from from shoveling? Yeah. Wow. 
I like it. Yeah. I like it. You just never never know what you're doing. Um, yeah. Thoughts on uh, the Tomax crash and, and Lakewood? Like a uh, bummer for Eli, huh? Yeah. Um, the thing is, is like in those conditions, when it's ruddy like that, mm-hmm. he is like by far and away the best guy. Right. Uh, which we've seen at Hangtown, and then Glen Helen was more like just Glen Helen. Mm-hmm. But Colorado was like Hangtown, was super ruddy. Right. And in my experience with racing against him, he is very good in those conditions. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it in Supercross, he, too. He doesn't, he doesn't right. and that's like, and Kenny's really good in those conditions also, but he's not, like, willing to hang it out like Tomac is. Mm-hmm. Kenny's more, like, precise and line choice and, Porcel-ish, I guess. Mm-hmm. Where Tomac just, just gets some. Yeah, dude, and, and, and that, is, and that was a hard. He, hard right he, he yeah. got some. He got some of that dirt. Yeah, it was I ugly. Crashed that, I crashed coming down that hill maybe three times. Oh, did we just talked. Anton and I just talked about it. That that section gets everybody. It's so crazy. Yeah. When he hit the I've ground, I've been backwards like, in the track, like talking about, like getting up, being like, "How do I? How am I backwards in the track? Yeah. <laughs> what how happened? I just crash. Right. Right. Yeah, it's weird. I think like it's like all of the all of the water because they had for I don't even know if they still do, but forever they had sprinklers and mm-hmm. they would turn them on at night, and that's like the lowest of that whole section. So I would assume that water for weeks on end would just go down in that section. So it looked a little. I don't know. I thought when Tomac got totally sideways before he kind of crashed, it looked like his back end like skidded across some dry stuff on the top. Yeah. But, yeah, what makes that stuff so slip, so tricky right there is it's like so soft down in. Right. Obviously, it had rain, but I think over the years they just had the sprinklers and whatever they used to water rain. I mean, that's got to that. be like one of the fastest parts of the track too. That yeah, and it's a spot where you can really make up a lot of time. So yeah. that's like yep. the other part. Yeah, like you see a lot of passes, a lot of crashes, time made up or lost there. Yeah, you know who was killing it there was. Uh... Oh, who was it? I noticed them. They would break. Don't even don't even say Martin. Don't even say Martin. No, 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 no. This, this this was somebody in traffic who was passing dudes, so Martin was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody was racing, and they would break at the same time as the other guys in, and then just at the last second, give it some gas. Yeah. And they would make up four or five bike lengths on guys. If you watch the Nickway yeah. Skills video that mm-hmm. is for sale on our website, you'll okay. learn all that. Attack the hill yeah. going sideways. Go diagonal down the hill yeah. instead of straight down. Mm-hmm. You glance well, you can, at the in those in those conditions. You can't because it's, it's ruddy. Like I also like I you know I elaborated on the right. video there. I haven't watched the video. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten one of those. I have, I'm not gonna lie. Who's Maybe making more money off the skills video, Nick Way or Don Maeda? It's Who, tough call. Uh, Don, 100. Don. Oh, okay, all right. Don and his poor nutsack that he ripped on the fence at Hangtown. Um, <laughs> the uh, hey Christian Craig, we just had him on our show, dude. He got all. He got did he all. Talk, he, did he tell you to suck it? Oh yeah, he told me. He texted me, suck it. He suck, sucked it, suck it on Instagram. Just basically, just suck it everywhere. And I can't believe everybody takes what you say so serious. Right? Thank you. Thank they you. Don't, they must not know you on a personal level. I know. I'm going to talk to Anton about it later because it kind of bums me out sometimes. But anyways, um, it really does. Well, yeah, because like, should I Instagram and Twitter everything that I get right? Because I do get things right. You know. Should I just should I put that out? Hey, Pike knew you would suck I think balls. You should be like flat, You should be flattered that they like care what you say. Yeah, no, there is that too. It's a weird thing because like that's more that's more it, Steve. It's weird because there's a couple guys like a lot of guys that we're like quote unquote friends with that you 
they pay attention to what you say, and you say something against them, and it's all hell breaks loose. Yeah, it's like you bang their mom. It's yeah, like you bang their mom. You're like, hey, dude, I just said you would struggle in the mud. I didn't bang the shit out of your mom. All like, you have to do is just be like, hey, man, look at your bank account. You want to yeah. look at ours? It's yeah. way different. Well, I just, like I said, like, it's just like, dude, I just said you would struggle in the mud. I didn't, the, you know, the, the say biggest you problem were a is horrible human being. The sport's so small. Where we compare it to like a sport like baseball or NBA yeah. or something like yeah. that. Dude, those guys never see what the idiots on ESPN say. No. They see everything we say. And, and, but they never read the internet. They never read the Vital MX. They don't read Racer X. That's what they say. Yeah. But they do. They yeah, do. allegedly. Yeah. Right, they're allegedly. Busy. Hey, but, busy, but Christian Craig, 4-6. Great job, right? Wow. I was surprised. Unreal. And yeah. honestly, it was uh, partially due to the track being so technical. Because, mm-hmm. like him, like I mean, there's a lot of guys that excel in those conditions, and that's because they're they're technic- they're very good technically. Mm-hmm. I would have to assume that Forsell had his best day of the Nationals thus far. Mm. I don't know, but I would have to assume. No, Hangtown. It was close. Not Hangtown. He got fifth in the first moto. All right. Well, Hangtown was obviously really similar. But I will he say, I, I will say this: Nicoletti told me after the race, I was following Porcel around, and. I could not believe how good his lines were. I learned like tons of these lines. Like I used them to pass him. I used his lines to pass him. You know, so he was giving him lots of props as far as line selection. Yeah, but I, I but Christian Craig is very skilled on the dirt bike. Right, no question. Right. Um, are you retiring? How are we going to go? For, I mean, what you, you didn't even warm me up yet. Like, get out of here. <laughs> I mean, I hope not. I don't either. I mean, I, the, I, if so, the last thing that Nick and I did at a race was full-on Mean Joe Green. He gave me the hat off his head when he did How Was Your Weekend. So when I get done, <laughs> Mean Joe Green. I'm just framing the jersey and then putting the hat in there. Nobody knows what you're talking about. That's from the 1970s. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> I get it, but. That's fine. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, we can keep talking about Colorado. <laughs> Let's talk about Alessi. What's, what? What, what, what is he doing? What I mean, happened? Like, the, the thing is, is like I get it. Like I like to pick on him because he's an easy target, right? But, but I do. I really respect his. Like he, he he's not a quitter. I mean, he's a lot of things. He's not a quitter, he's which a is great, respectable. Yeah, and and honestly, he is a very good, very good rider. Oh, he's world class rider. They, yeah, they, they seem. Yeah, they seem to have lost their way a bit. <laughs> He can't top ten a GP in four motos. Like really? I did talk to Rattray today, and he said in his fourteen years of racing professional motocross, he's never ridden a track so bad. Bad as how? Like just? I mean, it looked hard back and shitty. It was just just terrible. Like just dangerous. Yeah, that track didn't look fun. No, we we talked. And I'll be and I'll be respect with Alessi. He has gotten better with his technical riding, but he is a good racer. Whereas Mm -hmm. like Christian Craig is a super good technical rider whereas that's not what alessi is right so uh, say like a track like uh hangtown and the track like colorado this weekend alessi may have not had his best races mm-hmm. and those conditions were very similar to what the gpc has been racing look i've said it 800 times on this show i mean i think i think uh i think that that's crazy and i think it's the downfall of his career but mike is a world-class rider and he tries hard he's in shape he he works his balls off um, I have a lot of respect for Michael Lessi, even as a person and as a rider. He, he's phenomenal. I can't believe he can't get top 10 in the GP in one moto. That's all. It's just shocking. Shocking. Yeah, I, but I think, he, I think I though, like I heard on the TV telecast thing that 
he was done they're planning on racing next year. Obviously he has a lot of respect for Villapoto and he's like, well, he struggled a little bit. So they went there to kind of get their feet wet and learn a little. Cause I, I started following Tony Alessi on Instagram. So I, you know, get the inside scoop of what they're doing. <laughs> you know, I'm interested. Right. And they're like, Oh, we're learning, learning, you know, he was working on his ruts last week or whatever the case but was. Right? Dude, even learning, even learning hey, top 10. Hey, but be, but be, but be, what I'm getting my point is, okay. is that, he obviously has a lot of respect for Ryan and his ability on dirt bike. Thinks he struggled there, so he his expectations aren't crazy, right? Mm-hmm. He's thinking, all right, well, I'm not gonna. I just got. I, I'm coming off of injury. I don't feel comfortable. I'm only here for a couple of races. What's my upside? I'm not like I'm only only guy I'm trying to please is Genova. Genova's obviously trying being cool and he's taking a vacation. We're on the learning curve, whatever. Just the motivation to do awesome is not there at this point. It's top Plus, ten though. Top unless, ten. Alessi talked. Uh, Tony Alessi came over to the truck after one of the supercrosses to look at it because he was interested in potentially buying it for I don't know whatever reason. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know. My dad wants to talk to him or something. I don't know. Right. Right. Who knows what my dad's telling people? Evidently, <laughs> I'm racing a cross. Right. right. <laughs> T way. Yeah. So. Okay. And then he was he was saying that. Uh, as I asked him how Mike was doing, he said that after he crashed in Daytona, he lost feeling in his legs for a little while or whatever and whatever. So it's hard. You know what I mean? It's, I'm just saying. It's hard right. to speculate as to where his mindset is. But is he capable of top 10 in GP? Absolutely. I just, I wish Genova would wake I'm, I'm up. With, I'm, I'm with you. I wish Genova would wake up, realize, like <laughs> David Villeman said, he's lighting his money on fire and support our sport with a rider and a team. You know, or support Mike and another rider, and come back to the hey, Nationals. We're, ta- we're talking about him. We're talking about him. All he's doing is trying to sell Smart Tops. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're he's right. Not, Mike, he's not selling a performance. He's not selling performance of a Suzuki. No. He's sell- he's selling Smart Tops, and we're talking about him. So you know, whatever. Smart Top of him. To do not, that. He, I guess he's not. I guess he's not letting his his money on fire because we're not talking about Baggett, and he's trying to sell Suzuki's. <laughs> uh. F you, dude. You got a point. You got a great point. I'm just, I'm just saying that's the way right. you know, like the motocross industry thinks. It's like, oh, you're wasting your money helping that guy. Well, are you are you really? Like, we don't, we don't even have the knowledge to know what market he's, you know, right. Well, no, I mean, hey, hey, even, there's probably a about. lot of hot tubs in the Nordic area. He's made millions of dollars yeah, in know. his business for a reason. Yeah. Mike Genova has. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying. You want to uh, take a call from Dave here? Dave wants your opinion. Oh, yeah, br- yeah, bring it in, Dave. Dave, what's uh, what's your question? All right, before the, the, the original question, the, what you're talking about, I thought I heard Paul Malin say something this weekend when I was watching the race about Leslie coming over there to just get his feet wet because he was going to come over there for a full year next year. Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what Nick said. Yeah, Nick was saying. I mean, he's yeah. trying to sell smart tops right now. Right yeah. now, is, I, I heard also he's, a, he's an outside sales rep for Smart Top looking to expand to business in Europe. Who knows? Honestly, my whole yeah. opinion on Mike Genova and the team could be highly uh, fixed with a hot tub in my backyard right now. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Me, right. too. Me too. He doesn't actually make uh, the hot tubs. Though. No, but he's got to have a hot tub. Well, I actually have a hot tub, so it's going to have to go a long way. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even want a top of my hot tub. My hot tub's built in. I don't want a hot tub. Nothing. I, I mean, I'm just saying. No, I would like a hot tub for sure. I could, I could be, yeah. I could be talk about, I could back this GP plan if I had a hot tub in the backyard right. with a smart top on it. Yeah, the real question I have for Nick is, uh, you know, ask him his opinion of the uh, Reed Sonago since he's a team member 
and he's looking for money for you know for he's a team owner. He is. What's his What's his uh, take on the Chad Reed saga? What do you know about this Chad Reed saga? Uh, I'm, first with, of all? I'm with you, Dave, because I've I've been in a similar position as to where I've gotten offered money from a camera company and haven't been able to use it. And I would just have so many irons in the fire. It's not like an argument I really want to have, you know, type deal. Because it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like a substantial amount to where like, oh my gosh, I'm going to race or I'm not. Right. Because of this camera sponsorship, right? And I knew, I knew of the problem before because I believe Hart Huntington had a contour cam sponsorship mm-hmm. and they weren't even allowed to use just the camera on top of the helmet, not even getting video coverage at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess. I guess the thing is, is I mean, I totally agree with it. And the the thing is with Feld and the outdoors, their their way that they're trying to act like it's okay is because they want to make sure that the footage is not going getting out there. Correct, Steve? Yeah. No, absolutely. Which we but that's, that's the excuse they get behind one hundred percent. Right. But we said, okay, fine, we get it. Let them run dummy cameras with no, you know, not working, and uh, mm-hmm. let them do that, and they won't even do that. So. Yeah. Um, which is which is total BS, and that's just not like I just wasn't in a position to like really go to bat as to fight fight it. Which is like I'm, you know, yeah. Because but I have to agree that because I don't I don't know this 360 fly cam, correct? Yes. And this Peter At- Peter Adderton is that is that how you yeah the the Boost Mobile guy the uh, 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 amped mobile yeah. guy Australian so I, guy. I would have to I would have to assume that Peter is a, is a he's a very smart man, and he he is an ex what title sponsor of the Supercross series with Ant Mobile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would have he he has to know the rules and working with Feld and these folks over the years because it's the same group essentially that's still running the Supercross series that he worked with. I would have to assume that these guys have a pretty uh, the the moves they're making are pretty deliberate to try I, to oh, wow. make a scene make a scene currently so they can try to try to make a change if possible or okay. move towards the change to when Supercross is, comes out to where he can wear the camera. Well, I got an email from somebody at WMG today because I said the exact same thing. I got an mm-hmm. email from somebody at WMG that said, oh, we knew what we were doing. We know the rules, exactly what you said, Nick. Um, yeah. We know what we're doing. But here's the thing, though. Okay, so let's say that's true. I asked Chad about the camera. Anton, he, has he brought it up to you or anything? Like, I haven't Chad, seen him since. Chad hasn't gone publicly with any of this. I had to ask him. So if you're trying to get it out there and cause a scene, why did I have to ask him about it? You know? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I agree. I mean, but at the same time, there would have to be a deliberate plan for him if he were to make a scene or he may right. be trying to be political behind the scenes or whatever the case is. Yeah. But the Contour Cam, that was a sponsorship that WMG brought to Harden Huntington also. Right. So they, they've, they've been in the same predicament two times. And they but do the Kenny's GoPro deal. different. Right. Yeah, but the the difference is now is that uh, Adderton, I believe is the name, the three, the fly three, he he has experience working with these guys, and he's like, hey, they can't they can't do that, you know. What I mean, and 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 honestly, his company, he's he has been he's back to sport with Boost Mobile and the Amp Mobile, so he's been a big player in the sport. So. He obviously has the potential to come in and really make a huge difference as far as funding with Chad's team, other riders, other teams. It could it could extend past Chad, so mm-hmm. it, it's a bigger deal than one of these smaller camera companies that right. you know may or may not have had the potential to make a huge splash. But 
uh, I would have to assume that this company is willing to, to put their eggs in the Superfrost basket and right. try to build their company off of it, and which would, you know, obviously having more competition as far as sponsorship dollars yeah. for the riders is, is huge, huge. Um, thanks, Dave. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I got one question. I was reading an article about the CEO of, of the guy GoPro, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to go into to be a media company. So they know they're not going to be able to, you know, the camera sale is going to be down. That's why I think they're trying to get, you know, some type of exclusive stuff because they're trying to get into, you know, be a media company at the end of everything. Right, right. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I was reading that well, the CEO said. So. Right, right. Yeah, maybe so. And that makes yeah. sense. But yeah. And I get it. Like, I, thanks, Dave, for the call. I, I get Thanks for calling, Dave. Yeah, um, I get, like... Yeah, okay, look, Why'd Jack. Why you hang up on Dave? That's messed up, dude. We got to go. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a touchy situation. Here's the one thing we all agreed on earlier, including JT, Nick. MX Sports and Feld, they're not bending these rules anytime soon for Chad, for any of these jerkies. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. Right. But, okay. Like I said, the, the presence has been set with Boost Mobile and Amp, Amp Mobile, both companies in which... Yeah. The the Fly three sixty guy had owned in the past, yeah. But did and they and they see potential of them sponsoring them also. Maybe they're out gonna gonna outdo the GoPro deal. Maybe they're gonna bid up the GoPro deal. Right. Maybe they're gonna bend and let let competing companies use it. Yeah. Either way, whenever whenever either the... way it needs it needs the rule needs to be changed. The riders and the teams can't be you you can't decide who's getting paid and who's not. Yeah. Like GoPro GoPro is deciding to give. Uh, Roxon and Millsaps and right. whoever else, yeah, yeah. you know, a, a, a personal deal, but then anybody else isn't allowed to go get a personal deal from somebody else. Like, how does that work? No, I agree. I, and we talked that's, about that's not, that's not that's not cool at all. We talked and about then, when this deal and is I, up, and I, and I hope and I hope that they stand up for it and, and make it make it right because it's it's not it's mm-hmm. not hot in its current state. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Mafia Moto Cruise Nick Way. Hot cams bringing him on the show. Nick Way's probably, like we said, used hot cams a time or two to test and try to get more power, smoother power, more tractable power out of his KX450. Fuck it. Um, anything else, Anton? Anything? I, don't, I mean, on the... Fever do. Um, it wasn't, wasn't great. It, oh, shit. it wasn't great. It was 1723. Yeah, he's in the game. He's getting warmed up. How, how many races is he doing? He's doing the first two, and then he's doing like round seven and eight later this summer. Just West Coast stuff? Right. No, the East Coast stuff on the round seven and eight. Oh. So so just getting warmed up? Is that what you're going with? Yeah, he's just getting warmed up. He hasn't raced in a while. Okay. All right. <laughs> nice optimism. Uh, can I get a big nasty Setup up? Setup was wrong. Setup was wrong. <laughs> just two clicks away, bro. Yeah, at least. I looked at your Instagram or something the other day, or your Twitter, and people were saying hashtag two clicks, two clicks. I'm like, oh, yeah, poor, they love it. Poor Nick Way. <laughs> um, can I get a big nasty update? How's this summer looking? Yeah, big nasty has uh, he's ridden the last six of the last seven days. His uh, he's got a guy, Jeff Hulick, is uh, a sponsor of Big Nasties, <laughs> a big supporter of Mandingo Pickles. Right. He sells uh, Mandingo Pickles religiously at the local events around Michigan okay. during when, the time in which Big Nasty is not around. Right. Uh, he has a KX450, a 2014 model. Big Nasty has done taking it over <laughs> with sponsorship <laughs> directly from Irvine KMC. And uh, he's <laughs> making assault at the uh, making Loretta Lynch. 
So he's got his regional qualifier this weekend coming up at Redbud, and he is going head-to-head with the infamous Robert Smoots of uh, Flying Colors. Oh, uh, Smoots. Um, you know, Parabinos is doing it. Truman's doing it. Loretta's is, is, is going to be intense. Yeah, Charles Castle is doing it. He's my homie, too. Yeah. And uh, they all are on Kawasaki's, and they all are wondering about a spec or a, hey, you got a pipe, or a, hey, what's up with this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Nasty is getting some help from Irvine KMC. I like that also. Oh, uh, yeah, he is. Um, yeah, yeah. I got some help from Irvine KMC for Project 88 also this past weekend. I may or may not have gotten some bolts. For the Yamaha? Yeah. When they, when some when someone wasn't looking? No, no, no. The tide drawer? Authorized. Authorized. You didn't go jumping through you, the computer. Did you go to the tide drawer without authorization? No, I'm not I wouldn't do that without authorization. That's jacked up. Fuck it. Uh, I would like to go into the old Yamaha shop though and go through the used tie bins that they have there. I already asked Dan Bentley if there's Elsinore parts laying around. Yeah, I don't think I think they're cleaned up. <laughs> I asked little D if there was a spare porcupine head laying around too, but uh, no, no chance. Just drive down. Just drive down the Yamaha. We'll hook you up. Who, me or Anton? Yeah, you. Yeah. Hey, Keith. What's going on? <laughs> what's happening, Keith? You got any parts? Um, Dude, do you still have your team shirt? I do. Yeah, I just <laughs> walk right walk, in. Walk in with a team shirt. Yeah, good point. I like that. I like that move. I mean, maybe I wear the Disnations Yamaha team shirt. That and just USA, some credential. right? USA on it. Speaking of credentials, I forgot my outdoor one at home this weekend, so I ran the Supercross one all year, all weekend. <laughs> they didn't say Dude, I had a really hard time getting a ticket for Glen Helen, I'll be real with you. What? Really? Discouraging. Really discouraging. <laughs> you mean you had a hard time? I got I got second to the GOAT there one day. Led, led some laps. Which is basically like winning. Yeah, I mean, I won. Right. GOAT was happy that I won. Right, so you basically won, and you couldn't get a, yeah. you had a problem getting a, a what credential? What the hell happened? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't like that. I don't like to hear that. Um, um, yeah, it's uh, so. Are you? What's your next race? What's going on? When, when are you? When are you going to race again? Or are you? I don't know. You just got to stay ready. It's easier than getting ready. <laughs> so I love Nick Way. You got to stay ready, man. Better than getting ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awesome. Are you uh, doing Australia? Manjimup. Uh, I, decline, I decline that one. I guess my math is more like a package deal. <laughs> my management deal is gone. It's it's out of. I don't know what's going on. I guess I'm out. Well, I think it's, I think the race is this weekend. Oh, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm definitely out of management yeah. deal. Me and you are out, dude. I'm I good. Package deal. I was I was holding out for a KX500 for the 762. It sucks because I'm good in the sand too. It's terrible that they that it, they couldn't we couldn't make it work. Hey, I really I really enjoyed the text between you and you and Mohead this weekend. Oh yeah yeah you like that. <laughs> I, told, I told him what you said about him being a corporate sellout, and he died laughing. Oh, no, I told him that at the race. I saw him in the team shirt. I'm like, whatever, dude. Member of Team Hanny, and you just sold out. Just like, le- ditched Hanny, went to the big corporate thing. You got a team shirt on. You're going to cut his hair. Did I think he did cut it. Did he? I think he did cut it. Yeah. I had When he was on a mechanic, we had a 40 and, 40 and under beanie rule. Like, it, it had to be under 40 if he was wearing that beanie. Oh, I really? <laughs> yeah, you're like, listen, I really don't want you to be cold. If it's under 40, you, have, you can – you. If it's under 40, you can wear that beanie. But if you wear that beanie when it's over 40, you're clipped. Um, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody taking you serious when, that, when it's 70 out and you got a beanie on right now. Right, right. Do you, if you uh, tell me I'm riding awesome or if you tell me I'm riding terrible, it's I, in one ear and out the other. I can't, I can't take you seriously. 
Um, kind of like when I bring goggles to the truck that like aren't your preferred colors. Like I can't even take that seriously. Like you're joking. You want me to wear that color right now? You're very particular on your colors of goggles, gear, that sort of thing. Very, very particular. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here with some of those ones you have. <laughs> I don't most, get like most all the ones I bring. Like for dude, real, like, dude. You get the close. You got the closeout colors, dude. It's hilarious, Anton. Like X Brand pays Nick Way. We pay them, pay him money, and he tells the sponsor beat it. And I said to the, I said to the MSR guy, does he tell you to beat it? Oh yeah, yeah. If you bring the not the preferred colors, he will tell MSR to beat it. He will tell. Them. I don't, dude. It's yeah, just like no the problem. Yamaha I rule. What I want, dude. Every time. I no know problem. it's super ballsy. I like it. You can't mess with my mojo. <laughs> it's super ballsy. I like it. Um, yeah, what if they show? What, what if they like? Do you think? Uh, you think Bradshaw wanted to wear the zebra gear? Damn straight, he wanted to wear the zebra gear. <laughs> right, right, yeah. He wasn't trying to wear the blue green checkerboard that day. Yeah, he was trying to wear the zebra gear. Damn it! <laughs> no, I, I can't argue with that. I, I, I like it. So, uh, you know. all right, hey, we got a Twitter question for you. Uh, can, right. can you ask Nick Way what his favorite triple clamp offset and linkage bone length for better cornering on the 2015 KX450F? This guy wants to have better cornering on his bike on his Cowie 450. Triple clamp. Honestly, the stock. Honestly, the stock's pretty good. Come on. No, the the lugs are thirty three, which I don't run, and the clamps are twenty two, which I don't run. So I, I can't really like relate because I have like different lug positions. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. But I mean, I could run them through what different link, you know, linkages this, you know, lengths are and what they're going to do. But you shorten. You make a longer pull rod, it's going to make the rear end lower, which is going to make it turn slower. Mm-hmm. So if you're making it turn quicker, I mean, you can get a 134 pull rod, which is off a 2009 stock bike, make that maybe a little bit taller in the back. If of, you course, want. of course you can. Yeah. I mean, that part number's available. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. And you know the length's off the top of your head and everything. Oh, yeah. If you want to get an 09 link, it's available, too. Part number 0142. I I should pull out my old I I got my old Yamaha logbook here. I could pull that out and tell tell you what we ran. But I wrote it all down. I don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean I'm on the same I'm on the same linkage and whatnot for years now, so right. that. Right. Um hey, we're gonna uh you wanna get Keith from the well, line? Honestly in stock form she's 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 turning pretty good. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, probably the best. Some people say that it's a little bit bigger bike to turn, you know? So yeah. You want to stay on the line with Kiefer, or you got to go? I know. Dude, we need, I, need, I feel like I need to stay so I can encourage him because you're, just, you're bringing him down. How am I bringing him down? What do you mean? You, were, you said not so good, 1723. Well, you know what? He hasn't, he hasn't raced in forever. He raced the two-stroke challenge like a month ago. He races our yeah, race series. Like that was like a month ago. Get out of here. Well, we Get had, him on the line. We had Collier uh, on the show last week talking about the KX500. <laughs> that guy was motoring down out there. Did you, him, did you tell him all about your specs and how you um, and being didn't want none on that same bike? I did relate to you, my, you I, almost qualified for Millville. You were this close. It just got really hot and a little bit too bumpy for <laughs> over it. <laughs> I did tell him how to ride a 500. I told him on the show what I like to do when I rode a 500. So I did. I did tell him. I don't know if that's what do you do. Well, just shifting up in the corners is the key. Like come in and go down like you would normally do, but then grab one up, like go into third, and do the corners in third. Otherwise, the bike will rip your arm off, you know, just kind of roll it on. I'm blowing reeds out on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roost MX, super pumped to be part of our show. We're happy to have them on. 48-hour turnaround. 
Roost MX, uh, go to Pulp Nation on the website. For yeah, sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Kiefer on the line. They bring in you Kiefer. Pulp MX t-shirts, stickers, gra- graphic kits. Use the code Pulp Nation to save 20%. Roost MX, great sponsors of Alex Martin, Kelly Rusk, Luke Reslin on that Cycle Trader team. All right, we'll bring him in. He's our regular co-host. He went up to Canada this weekend to race, and uh, we're going to talk to him all about it. Welcome to the show, Chris Kiefer. Yeah, Chris. Hey, boys. Let's uh, let's get the ration going. Let's start it. Uh, Nick Way's on the line, too. How'd yeah, it go? Way. How'd it, go? How'd it go? How'd it go? It was a really, really rough day, buddy. It was pretty rough for <laughs> me. Yeah, do, do you have fun? Do you have fun? Um, it was it was fun. Actually, you know, going up to Canada, it's like, it's cool. The people are always nice and stuff. But, yeah, I know my riding, you know, sucked it up pretty bad. And, uh... Just had some problems all day, so yeah, it wasn't the, what I was looking for. Oh, you sound these pr- problems like? Oh, can we fix them? <laughs> yeah, for next week we can fix them, but that day we couldn't. Uh, we couldn't have fixed them. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, do we need to send some stuff in? Like, Mathis is a former Yamaha tuner. Mm-hmm. He evolved the. Well, machine, Mathis was supposed to like come to Nanaimo, but he, you know, what happened to that? I don't know. So he hates Canada. He hates Canada. First of all, I'm not paying my own way up there. So if if Kevin Tyler wants to get off his ass and buy me a ticket, I would have gone. Well, shit, I, was, I don't think we both we, we, if we knew that, I think we would have made that happen. I told him I that. I see Alan no. Brown was there. He ain't paying his own way either. <laughs> There's no chance of that. There's <laughs> no chance in hell. He's paying for nothing. So somebody's somebody's sponsoring Alan. Um, no, yeah, Kevin Tyler's buying him the plane ticket. And I said to Tyler, bring me up to one of those races, and he never replied. So, oh bummer. Well, see the guys who no, I lost, I borrowed at that time. What's that? Is he the guy who owns that one track that we went to? Yeah, Sandali. Yeah, Sandali. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, borrowed, I borrowed his roll off. I borrowed his roll off. <laughs> I don't remember that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. You asked him if he had any roll offs I could borrow, and he brought him over there just hammer time. I'm like, all right, all right, yeah, so I'll see if I can fix them up. This is obviously pre goggled. Well, actually, it wouldn't have mattered if you were a goggle guy or not because I was just doing my own goggles. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't. Oh, you were in Canada. You so- suck. You suck. Oh, I'm supposed to do your goggles when I'm not even a goggle guy? Um, yeah. Hey, Kiefer, so, yeah. I mean, are we doing okay? We're fine? We got a good attitude? Well, I was in uh, su- I was on suicide watch when I left Kamloops pretty much because I was pretty bummed out. I was you- thinking, I'm going to get a whole shit ton of tweets. and So I don't drink, so I went straight to McDonald's and hammered down a Big Mac and a large Coke. <laughs> I saw which that. Was, uh, which, which helped me out quite a bit. And, uh, but all in all, straight up, like the first moto we had, like the motor was detonating a little bit and it felt like it was getting, uh, warm and didn't have much power. So I just kind of backed it down Mm -hmm. and, uh, rolled in for 17th and second moto brought my practice bike in and, uh, I was up, you know, somewhere around 12th, 13th and crashed, you know, two times and then, yeah, just sucked it up from there. So, you know. Shit happens. It was my fault. I rode like crap and qualifying, qualified like 19th or whatever. And yeah, so there's always next weekend. It'll be better. But honestly, straight up, I think after what I saw and what I experienced, you know, Sunday, I'm I'm an 11th to 14th place guy. Straight up, that's where I belong. <laughs> well, we did say that to you. We said 10 to 12. Yeah, and see, I didn't want to hear that because last year I looked at the results. I'm like, oh yeah, I can fit in around there, 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 but. Yeah, there, there's guys that come up from the states that are there, and I'm like, shit. There seems like more of the so this year than mm-hmm. it has been. But uh, funny, um, but yeah. So even on my good day, I think I'm around 11. Funny how you had all these detonation problems, but you had Jimmy Dakotas on the same t- 
team went 1-1. <laughs> Just saying. I know, right? <laughs> I'm kidding, Kiefer. I'm a dick. I'm kidding. That's okay. Um, you know, I was expecting more. I was expecting worse. I mean, that's all you got. I mean, Jesus, no, this is easy. No, I'm not going to do that. It's, I'm happy you went up there and raced. And, like, yeah, you. I said you wouldn't do as good as you said. But who cares? Whatever. You still raced and had fun. Right, and, like that, dude, and all the guys at MX101, they're such cool guys, and they help me out so much, and they're so laid back and mellow, and I mean, even, you know, Dylan Wright and Jimmy, everybody's cool, and the team actually had a really good day with, you know, obviously Jimmy winning, and Dylan got a six, so, yeah, it was fun, you know, and today I typed a big old article about the situation and the, and the, and the day I had, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's all good. I get to ride a dirt bike and race, and I'm not complaining. Um, the, uh... Yeah, so you had to ride your practice bike in the second moto. Yeah, I had a I have a backup bike that's identical to the oh, race okay. bike. Yeah, yeah. So you know, before my practice bike did the same thing, so it did the exact same thing in the first moto that my mm-hmm. practice bike did like a couple months ago, and the stock water pumps go out on those things, so we didn't know if the stock water pump was going out, so mm-hmm. um, I just kind of limped her in. So they're gonna go through the bike this week, and then and we'll come out on the Nymo um, and listen, do, do it all over again. Nick Way here on the line. He he knows all about going to Canada and maybe not doing as well as you thought. The the guy who made the podium at Millville or, or got fourth overall at Millville one week after getting fourth overall at a Canadian National. So the dudes are yeah. the dudes yeah. know their stuff, you know. Yeah, the dudes ride are frick, dude. Those guys haul ass on their own stuff, you know. Especially you know, you look at Colton and all those guys. You bring them down here and they're what, you know, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. But you take them up there and they'll they have a chance of beating Medi, which Medi gets you know fifth, right. sixth down down south. So. It's it's yeah, uh it's just it's all relative. It's different, huh, Nick? I, well, you were with me, so you were kind of balling me up. What? I was balling you up. <laughs> I got. Yeah, you. I had a way better day without you. I got you roll offs. I drove the truck across the border because you didn't even remember. You didn't even remember the roll offs. <laughs> You're even bringing Keeper down. He's thinking about you talking shit when he's out there and his bike's dead. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not thinking about me talking <laughs> shit out there. That's such a bullshit thing. That's the truth, though, man. I'm out there rolling around. I see the pit board said 17. All I could think about was, motherfucker, my Twitter's going to be blowing up with bullshit all the time. <laughs> oh, poor, hashtag poor Kiefer. Um, well, I did, tweet, I did tweet out when you crashed early in the second moto. Um, you were dead yeah. last. I, I tweeted that you wished you had a big bore right about now. <laughs> that would. I would do. Shit, I would have pulled a better start. That's for damn sure. Right, right, right. What about a two-stroke? Should you have brought a two-stroke? No, I suck on two-strokes, Nick. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't ride it good, you know. But there are some dudes that rip up there that they can ride them up there. They ride them good, but I can't do it. That KTM kid on the two fifty rides a two-stroke, right? Benoit. Yeah, yeah. Benoit, and then uh, the other kid, uh, Rarick. He rode a KTM two-stroke too. Yeah, Seth, a former X-Brand athlete, Seth Rarick. Same with Dylan, right? By the way. Cool. Um, hey, uh, uh, Kiefer uh, and Medi just killed him, huh? I don't know how much you watched or if you yeah, catch up. Yeah, so I watched some of the motos, too. Yeah, Medi, no one had nothing for Medi. Medi crashed the first moto and still came back and won. And it looked. And I was watching the guys ride. The Colton didn't look the same. I think he's still getting over his injury a mm-hmm. little bit that he had. And uh, But it's going to be hard to beat Medi, and, and I think Gurky's going to be good, too, because he looked really good also. Yeah, Gurky's got limited um, time, too, after breaking a collarbone. So Right. Yeah, and Meat, Meathead didn't look too good. Meathead had an off day, so I don't know if he's just starting to get used to his 450 again or mm-hmm. what. But uh, you know, uh, he, he had a he had an off day for him. Did you get some smart ass pulp fans maybe making some comments? 
Do, well, I had guys walking by saying 20 seconds, uh, big bore. <laughs> a guy actually just walked by and threw me a bag of cheesies. I'm like, what is this all about? He's like, oh, Matt, just tweet this to Mathis. He'll be wanting some of these because he loves these fuckers. Oh, I'm yeah. like, all right, I'll do that for you. Yeah, do not, oh, do not bring those Hawkins to me next time you come up, without a doubt. All right. Do uh, not open those. No, do not <laughs> open those. Those are for me, not you. Um, so, okay, so the Pulp fans were okay on you? They weren't harsh about the finishes? They were good? No, I, I was surprised. There was actually a lot of Pulp fans up there, and uh, I actually met one of the guys from the chat room, RM125. He was, uh, he was a cool dude. Okay. And, uh, yeah, this was just a lot of really nice people laid back. I right. actually only encountered one, you know, guy heckling me, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, everyone's really friendly, man. That's why I like going up here. It's just what happened? chill, laid back. What happened with the heckler? What happened? Well, I had one of these guys in the there's a in the back section in the sand, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the guy held out like a, a pit. We have his own pit board back there, and he's like, "We knew you would suck. We knew you'd be around twenty twenty fifth. And every lap was some kind of different fucking phrase. And I was like, "Holy shit, man! This guy is on the ball." So that guy every from, every not, every time it was something Happy different. Gilmore. What's that, Nick? Yeah, exactly. Fired that dick from Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if that's if that's Nick Way, he's probably stopping and having some words with I'm that guy. Stopping, yeah, I'm stopping, and I'm definitely. <laughs> but what if it uh, even worse? What if no it was JT? <laughs> yeah, right. Really, right. Yeah, he's that. Well, he JT at this point is not going in the back section because for one, he's not getting his shoes dirty, and for two, his he might get he might. <laughs> perspire and his gel and his hair would be all wrong. <laughs> There's no chance he's going to the back. Uh, Kiefer, we got a call for you here from uh, Hans. Hans, what's up? Uh, not much, you? Uh, not much. Thanks for calling. I, I was, just to clarify, I was not one of those guys heckling Kiefer. I was uh, too shy <laughs> to actually come up and talk to him when I had the chance. Oh, okay, all right. You should have. Yeah, go talk to Kiefer. He's a good guy. Well, well, we got there early, and um, I, that was my first question to Keeper. Is like, what did he think of the overall atmosphere? Like, we try to get there every year, and I really thought it was kind of the track was good, the ride racing was good, but the, just the overall turnout and performance of kind of the pits and and the people there it just didn't seem like there was a lot of people walking around. So, what was his opinion on that? Yeah, actually, uh, the tenant seemed like it was down from years past. I've been there a couple times, and uh, what there was the like pits were actually more packed. There was a, instead of 150 so. people there, you'll notice there was only 75. Is that what you're getting at? Or what, what <laughs> yeah, we, exactly. What are we talking about here? No, no but there's, I mean, usually it's like a, it feels like a big local race, like you go to a big local race, but actually there was a shit ton of motorhomes. There's just not a lot of people walking around in the pit. So, um, yeah, I have no idea, but the, mm-hmm. the track actually, I even, you know, commented on it. It's pretty rough, and even Medi said that's probably one of the, the roughest that he's ever seen. It was just really big, deep ruts and a lot of square edge holes. And, uh, but everything kind of funneled down into one line. So you had all these ruts going into one line. So it was kind of tough to pass. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, the overall vibe of the race is just cool. It was just so laid back and everyone's really friendly. So yeah, it was fun. Yeah. The bike wasn't detonating and the corners would go to one line. It was fast enough to get a spark. Keeper had no problem, but <laughs> You know, everybody's like yeah, really? against him. Somebody put like some water in his gas wow. can, hey. and his setup was all wrong. His suspension is terrible. How much you want to? How much you want to? thinking like, you know what? Mathis said this. Mathis said that. He's got some happy Gilmore Hagler guy. You see how happy he does, and he didn't heckle. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a sensitive guy. Got some guy pitboarding him in the back, such and talking about you suck. Like, come on. How about hot dog vendor? Probably sabotaged the bike because he didn't want Kiefer to excel. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what we were debating about on the starting line. So, <laughs> uh, Hans, well, was, Hans, let me sit on a couple bikes. So, Hans, you gotta, that, you gotta go in and talk to, to Kiefer though. If you, are you going to, well, I, you know, I, I just didn't, you know, he's eating pasta or whatever he's eating before the race. I'm just, I don't like bothering people. Like it's just it's not my nature. And then I, I did bother the older gentleman. I just, I was surprised because I, I swear I saw Dakota's bike was actually lowered, which is, would be a first to actually see. Um, and then the other thing was I just never sat on a bike with a Shikra Shroud. I have a YZF myself, and I just wanted to see if it was that much thinner. Uh, no, they're, they're there to race and have fun. So Right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, cool. Thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. my old man was looking for you too, Steve. And he, every fat guy with a with a camera, he thought was you. And I'm like, no, he's not Steve. It's not Steve. <laughs> wow. If uh, if the guy was wearing cargos and flip flops, could have been. No, I, I think it was the guy from Direct Motocross. He's a, kind of a bigger guy too. And and yeah, like I said, my dad like knows of you, but he doesn't like know what like you really are. So. All right, thanks, Hans. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Steve. All right, see you. Sounds like I let Hans's dad down. I let Hans's dad down. Steve Mathis fans up there, dude. Seriously. <laughs> well, it's Canada, so you know. I think they, you know, they look at me like I escaped. Like you national know? hero. I got really? away yeah. from the Canadian Nationals. I don't know. Right. Um. Yeah. I, listen, I, just like my opinion about Alessi could change if I had a hot tub in my backyard. If the Canadian Nationals want to band together and pay me a bunch of money, I'll go cover those and and leave the U.S. No problem. You know. Jerk off. I don't think Stanley. I don't think Stanley can afford you. I don't think Stally would pay one dime to to get anybody up to one of his races, and that's that's another problem right there. Um, so Nanaimo this weekend? Yeah, I'm camped out in a motorhome in Abbotsford, and uh, I'll head over on Friday and race Nanaimo and back to the lovely high day as I go. How's the family? How's Heather? How's how's everything going? Everything's great, man. Heather's doing good. Aiden's tweaking around with a broken wrist, and uh-huh. uh, he's bummed he couldn't ride with his dad over the week. And uh, you guys, I'm actually hanging out at Kevin Kevin Lepp's house, so yeah, it's a fun time. What about Lissamore? You gonna go mountain biking with Lissamore? Yeah, tomorrow we're gonna go early in the morning with Liss and a couple other guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, Liss was brutal on me, man. He was really giving it to me. That's one of the other hecklers, man. I should give it to him too. Like, he uh, was, yeah, you should have no you should have asked him how his pro career went. Yeah, right? I should, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why he didn't bring his bike. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, hey, and what about, are you guys going a bit stir-crazy, being in a motorhome for, for two weeks already? Dude, sir, like, I love my wife to death, um, <laughs> but being with her constantly in a motorhome for a week <laughs> is driving me mental. Like, at least at home, I can kind of break away and go upstairs and do my own thing. And then I see her, I'm like, oh, I'm happy to see you. Yay. But here, it's like constant, constant, constant. And I don't care how much you're in love with someone, man, you need to break away a little bit. And the motorhome is not that big. <laughs> no. I would say something right now, but my wife's downstairs listening. So, No, she she helps me a lot. But it, it, is, it is crazy. Like, I give credit to privateers, like, that are straight up on the road 24-7. Right drive to the races like i don't think how how much i love dirt bikes i wasn't built that way there's no way i could have ever done that i would have been over it in four races i'd have been like fuck this there's no way <laughs> i gotta get away like i gotta get away from the like i would usually go on friday and early like try to fly early and take because usually i need to bring some parts or like something to drop off the big nasty 
And, dude, like, if I'm there, like, I got to just peel and go to the hotel because, like, I could stay in my truck. Like, it's, like, nice in there. I'll stay, in after, like, Saturday after the race usually in the truck. Mm-hmm. But, dude, if, I, if, like, I'm around it all the time, like, I got to get away because, like, I'm going to buff the rims. I'm going to, like, buff the frame on my bike. I'm going to, like, reset the bars. I'm going to, like, I got to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I, stayed, I stayed in the truck between... Atlanta and Daytona, and we mm-hmm. went to GPF to Woods' place. Yeah. And, dude, like, literally, like, I hear one bike on the track, and I'm like, oh, dude, I got to go rip. Like, right. dude, I probably burnt, like, 15 gallons of gas in that one week. Right, right. I'm like, you know, I don't know, just, like, by always being, a, like, at the track and with the bike and, like, everything, it's just, like, it's too much for me. I'm with you. Like, I got to break away a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, and then you get home and your buddies wanted to go ride and talk about dirt bikes. Like, dude, I don't need right. none of that for like a couple of days. Um, well, I'm gonna have to have a talk with with Hot Dog Vendor about this bike issue we had. Um, and and we gotta get this fixed. The Nymo should be better for you. Not as rough. Uh, you know, I think it's a little more high desi. You know? Yeah, it's hard pack and slick and right, dry right. and dusty. It's right up my alley. <laughs> right, like like you said on Twitter, like you didn't say which race you would do. You know, exactly. See, I'm sneaky. I'm Betty, Betty, Betty sneaky, sir. <laughs> right, so, right, right, right. Yes. Um, well, yeah. Hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, and yeah, thanks Octane for having Booster. me. And uh... Octane, Octane boosters in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Hey, they don't test for uh, drugs up here either. So someone sent me some uh, some goods. You know. Do not open those cheesies. Do not. I don't care how hungry you get. I know you're there in the motorhome. I don't care how hungry you get. Hold on. Hold on. They're right here. I'm gonna try some right now. I gotta try some. Hold on. Stay away. Stay away from those cheesies. You are eating those. They're not that. They're not that good. You motherfucker! <laughs> You're off the show. You're fired from pulp. You're done. Dude, Cheetos are better. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Roost MX bringing you Chris Kiefer, Pulp Nation. Uh, we'll be in touch. I gotta Ke- go too. Good, good luck this weekend, Kiefer. All right, Way. Talk to See you soon. See you, NYK. Later. All right. And uh, NYK brought to you by Hot Cams, Chris Kiefer by Roost MX. Yeah, thanks, Kiefer. Like I said, you'll do better this weekend. Well, I think he hung up. He did hung up on me. Oh, Chris yeah. Kiefer, gone. RoostMX.net. Um, how about the heckler in the back That's section? Awesome. Right. That guy's going down. Like, being on this show has to take all your guys to another level. Like Kiefer could have went and raced up there, and nobody knew. Who no, he was. It, it's a little nuts. It's a little crazy sometimes with, with what people do and say, and, and yeah. to nap, and to nap, and people yelling at him, and him hugging them, and they're all his best it's friends. Great, and yeah, no, it's really good. Thanks to everybody for listening. You know, um, I love this guy right here. Hey, who's this on the line? Gino. Hey, what's does Gino Seppi? What? Yeah, Gino Seppi. Oh, what's up, Gino? What's up, man? Uh, I just wanted to iterate on uh, Cole Sealy's performance this weekend. It's pretty good. Yeah, 8-4, uh, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't have the results in front of me, but yeah, good second moto for sure. Yeah, it's it great. I just wanted to you know, give him a shout-out. I think uh, fourth place for him outdoors on a 450 was great. Yeah, dude, he's getting better. He got screwed. He crashed into, He qualified well at Glen Helen and Hangtown. Hangtown, what was he, third? Hangtown, he crashed. Yeah. Out. No, qualifying, though. Oh, yeah, uh, he's up there. Right. Qualifying. Yeah, and uh, crash first turn, knocked himself silly. And last week in the Glen Helen, he was uh, fifth or sixth in the first moto, crashed up a hill. So that's one guy that's faster than his results have been showing, and and, Glenn, and Lakewood was good. Yeah, second moto was strong. So, Man, I hope you uh, do an interview with him soon. Yeah, I had him on the show. We had him on like three weeks ago, I think. Cool. Yeah, no. Uh, 
We, we'll, we'll get him on again for sure. Thanks, Gina. All right. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Uh, Bob, what's going on? Hello? Hi, Bob. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, I just wanted uh, – I had a question about uh, training. You guys are always talking about Alvin Baker, and I'm just wondering, what is Jeremy Martin doing for his training that makes him so – ridiculously. I mean, he's not even breaking a sweat. Well, dude, he was a gnarly trainer. He was, gnarly, he was pretty good shape last year when he won the national title. And now he's working with Johnny O'Mara, who, you know, helped Ricky and everything else. So um, he's working with Johnny. Tons of bicycling. And uh, oh, I talked to Osho at Glen Helen. He couldn't be any happier with Jeremy's work ethic. Says he's killing it. And uh, you're right, man. The guy, I mean, he won the national title and he went out and got, you know, a, a trainer. He didn't have anybody, really. Yeah. And capitalize on a good guy that was open. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand how the yeah, boxer thing just, didn't work, but, yeah. I know there's just always the talk about Alan Baker, but, man, he just seems to be fit. What's that? I said all the talk about Alan Baker's guys, and it just seems like Martin is just more fit than any of them. Um, I don't know if he's more fit. I mean, I think Martin and Marvin, they're on the same level, you know? Yeah. It's a lot of, yeah. like, who gets out front first now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think these guys at that level are all pretty good. I don't know if there's – like, Carmichael used to wear him down. He yeah. was in better shape than other dudes. But now, 10 years after Carmichael's, these dudes are all doing that kind of stuff and that kind of program. So. You know, I'm surprised more guys aren't training at elevation, though. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's – You've got to move, though, and everything. You've got to do all that. Hell, get an elevation tent. Oh, yeah, that's what we talked about on the show, yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. – I don't know, and it seems like the weather works. What if you want to make sweet love to your wife and you've got to sit in the tent? They'll both get better. Oh, okay. So what, what, what about the brother, Alex? What, what lit, lit a fire under him this year? Uh, better bike, better team than he's ever been on before. He's also uh, training with O'Mara and, and his brother. He's, he's, he got away from Club MX guys. Not that that's bad, but he got away from Club MX. Teamed up with his brother in Tallahassee. Then he went to California with his brother in Tallahassee. And... Uh, and just kind of tagging along, you know, and he's learning a lot. And bike and team are great, too. So that's his secret, I yeah. think. I mean, he's pretty much a freebie on the Johnny Hill program. Yeah. yeah, yeah, thank you. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. We were uh, over the hump last week. We are going up the climb, and I just hear, like, on your left, and he just flies by me. So Who? Uh, Alex. Oh, you're, like, racing with these guys? I mean, they're, I'm not on the same line. There's oh. no way oh. in hell. okay. He's lap- he's, well, he's lapping me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does he know he's you? No. He oh. knew it was Don. Oh, he knew it was Don? Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, real quickly, we're going to get JT back on here shortly to uh, do some stuff, but we wanted to try to get to uh, try to settle the bait a little bit. I heard Gibbs talking to our, our next guest, and if you were listening over last week, you heard us kind of get on Gibbs a little bit for Blame. throwing down uh, Lindsey Dungy. Um, we said that's kind of creepy. He denied it. Some people are Twitter. I would say the Twitter Gibbs um, – the Twitter's half and half. Uh, people think it's fine, nothing wrong with it. Other people say that they're side with me and say you're creepy. So, a yeah, little, yeah. little bit of debate out there. I definitely, definitely both sides are seen. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, welcome to the show, Brittany Chisholm. What's up, bro? How are you, bro? I'm good. So, I'm just over at, we're over at Gare Bears getting the bike work it's, on. It's you know, midnight. He's working on his own bike till midnight. He's got to ride tomorrow at Chad. It's midnight. Um, I like it though. I like the commitment by Chiz. Um, were you at the Were you at the race this weekend? I was, bro. You didn't see my fiery red hair. <laughs> no, I liked I liked Brittany. You, you're not a fan of the red hair. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not. Not at all. No, it's strong. But Gibbs is. It's strong. So there's a debate with that as well because Gibbs said he likes it. Oh, Gibbs being creepy <laughs> again though, a little bit. Gibbs um, likes it. He says it's like he's with a new chick. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I just, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, 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 it's too radical of a change. But you know what? Honestly, I wear cargos and flip flops and t-shirts. It's like, what do I know? Yeah, bro. Like, what do you, what do you know? So I'm gonna make a new pop shirt that just says, "What does Steve know right, about exactly. fashion?" So okay, so Gibbs last right. week said like, "Oh yeah, like I went up to Lindsey Dungy at a race and I said, how you doing?'" and and um, you know, how's Ryan feeling or whatever? And I just said to him, look, dude, that's creepy. Like I see, I've seen it. I've seen a ton at the races. Anton, you probably have too. Where like fans are trying to, and I don't mean like other chicks cause they're whatever. And Brittany, you've got your pretty rebels thing going on. So you're a little different story because you are out there, mm-hmm. you know, trying to sell this product a little bit, but like, like Lindsay Dungy, what? Ashley Grant, uh, you know, one of my fans, Ashley, Ashley. And I, I was just about to say, whoa, you just gave Ashley a shout out. No, I'm okay, saying, I'm, a- I'm saying like, I'm not giving her a shout out. Believe me. But, um, <laughs> these girls, I see, I've seen it over the years. Uh, how, how's jo- how's Ryan doing? How's uh, the kids? How's the kids? It's weird you know? shit. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel like that's kind of creepy. Where do you stand on that stuff? Oh, okay, it's hard because it kind of depends on the person, honestly, because, like, sometimes people come up and there's uh, – first of all, I love the ladies because most of the time, like you said, they're people that shop on, the, on my store or they watch my YouTube and whatever. So pretty much no problem with chicks at all. But in the dude category – um, either they're super cool and they're like, oh, I like you in pulp, whatever, or they're pretty, some guys are pretty creepy. Like, guys will be like, they'll come over and they'll be like, oh, Brittany, can I get a picture with you? And, like, Tiz will be outside and, like, I'm like, sure, right. whatever. Yeah. Take a picture with him. Don't even ask for one from Tiz, just fucking leave. I'm like, uh. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And then the whole, like how's Tiz feeling? Like, it doesn't really bug me, but some people kind of take it to, like, another level. Like, dude at New York literally came up with talking to me normal, like, how's Tiz feeling, whatever, and then he goes, hey, do you guys have a bathroom in there? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, swear to God. And hey, I'm like, I mean, yeah, and he's like, would it be weird if I use it? And I'm like, yeah, there's supporter bodies over there. Like, no, you're not coming in or truck to use the dude. bathroom. And I think with the way, like, social media and stuff is these days and how, like, all of us wives are and we're really involved, especially the ones that you named, mm-hmm. I think maybe they feel like they know us more than they really do. Not that we're, like, super cool, like, oh, you need to know us. You know what I mean? Like, we, right. we put it all out there. So, like, I feel like they think that they know us. So it was, like, acceptable for them to ask if they can use the bathroom. But, like, no. Like, you can't, you can't use the bathroom. And I don't know. Just there's definitely creepers. I, I mean, I think, I, I don't know. I mean, Gibbs, I can't handle here, it pretty well. Here's the million-dollar question, Gibbs. Would you go up to a rider's wife who wasn't hot and say, how you doing? <laughs> like, how's, how's, your, uh, ride? how's your husband? Like, well, you yeah, would that, never do that. No, that's bullshit. You would. Go, I would. That's you bullshit. Would only go up to that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Anton, come on. Okay, like Brittany no, said, with the, the way social media is today, if yeah. you're a fan of a rider and you start following their wife, regardless if she's hot or not, if she seems like a cool chick and you continue to follow her and you see her at a race, I'm going to go say hi. I'm not going saying hi to Ashley Grant. I'm not going saying hi to a lot of Why Lindsay wives. Dungy then? Why? Why Lindsay Dungy? Because I follow her on Instagram. She seems like a pretty cool person. Why not Ashley Grant? Just because Steve doesn't like her? No, he's, he's no, a, no, no, no. You don't I, follow her? I don't follow Ashley. I, he doesn't, he doesn't I followed follow. Ashley for a while, and then just some stuff she posted, I right. no longer am following her. But Why did she? Obama, my, like Obama? Yeah, yeah, just political shit. I just, yeah, yeah, I, I, I just can't get into it. Um, but no, here's here's my issue I have with this. 
I went up and said what's up to Lindsay, you know, how you know, how's Ryan doing or whatever. And now people so on bad. now people on Instagram and Twitter have this vision of me like standing behind the tutu rig with like my sh- <laughs> like sleeves torn off with binoculars looking for writer's wife to talk to. Like that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> I I have just... I said what's up. There's no worries. There's no problem. What's but the issue? Don't you don't need to say what's up. Why it's, not? It's a rider's wife. <laughs> Who like, cares? They're not. They're, you don't know them. They're not a celebrity. They're not a. You know. You're not a fan right, of theirs. Not that like, hey, Lindsay, I'm a fan of the way you 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 married Ryan. Like, you're not yeah. a fan. Like, you know. Like, you're not. A, like, if you're a fan of Ryan Dungey because he's an amazing rider and he, you know, he he he's in the public spotlight. What does Lindsay Dungey do for you to be a fan of hers? You know, I, well, first of all, I, like I try her, to but... limit like who I talk to because, and no offense to anybody, I fully get where they're coming from, but like, there's a couple of them. If you say anything bad about their guy, oh fuck, my. Oh, you're, it's over, dude. You're over. telling me, you're telling oh, me, yeah, bro. you know. And I'm just like, yep, oh, look, I'm like good. that though, kinda. Yeah, a little bit. You are. I'm real protective. Of, I mean, I got blocked by Leslie, don't you? Yeah, yeah you I did can get... see that. But am yeah. I that no, guy? Honestly, and, okay. and, and Brittany, I told you that I didn't think that Alessi thing was cool. Like what you did? Yeah, I know. Okay, uh, I don't need I don't need hate tweets, y'all. I don't need them. Just keep them to yourself, listeners. I love you guys. Don't start hate tweeting me. Right. I was fired up. But I probably had a beer with you. Dude, it's I've cool. seen I, I've seen some like and Gibbs. You're at least like a younger dude. I've seen some old guys that like oh. are you're just they're talk they're broing down Lindsay or Ashley or yeah. whoever Ellie Reed if she was there. She doesn't come out of the motorhome too much, but right. You know what I think is kind her? of a little bit weird. Is and I I don't have kids yet, so we're working on that category, but we don't have them yet. And um, but whatever. But like, okay, like I will hang out with Tate, or like I don't know, be riding bikes with him, or scooters, or we're kicking a soccer ball. And people always come up to me and say, "Can I take a picture with Tate?" Well, usually it's like Ellie's got three kids at the race, so like I'm like, "Hey, I'll hang out with Tate for a minute." Not that I like go far with him, but you know what I mean. Like usually like, Chad's not around, and sometimes Ellie's not around, and I'm like. Well, no, I don't know. No, I'm not his dad or mom. I can't tell you if you can have a picture with him or not. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm like, well, why do you want a picture with Tate? Like, yeah, he's that's a four-year-old. Weird. Like, that's weird. There, like, there's a lot of people. Have you I ever like gotten a photo that... with a wife? Have you ever gotten a selfie with a wife? No. Would oh, you? Wait, no, yes, yes, I do. Ch- Brittany, right here. It's the background of my phone. <laughs> it really is the background. <laughs> Dude, it's it's the background on his phone, Brittany. Okay. You just made yourself look crazy. But I don't, I, mean, I don't care. That's fine. I just I'm don't understand. Like, that's cool. I just simply don't. If the argument is it's creepy to go say hi to a writer's wife who I know who no, is. No, I don't. It's not that weird. My, you don't know her. Who, what's, you don't what's know the matter? her. You, no one knows her. No one at the race knows her. But she, people still go no. up to her and say, hi, what's up? Can yeah, I take yeah, a picture of you and a picture of your kid? But that's not me. I'm not doing that. Like, hey, no. your hair looks good today. <laughs> like, I don't do shit like that. So what's the problem? <laughs> the, the, just... I'm not yeah. breaking out the binoculars, dude. If I don't, you're, you know, if you're a wife, if you're another woman, and you want to say hi to these women at the races, I'm fine with that. Yeah. If you're a dude, yeah, I'm fine with that. If you're a dude, no talking to chicks at all. No if you're ta- at a Supercross race, don't talk to any chicks. That's what you're well, saying. I like the I, some of the guys. You really nice. should. You can talk to Jenny. You can talk to Jenny Taft. I can't she, talk to any of the monster Georgia chicks. Lindsay. I can't talk yes. to any of the rocks or monster chicks. chicks. You can't because they're, they're you can you can pose them for that's what they're there for. Then. But that's what they're there for. They're they're there for that. Okay, but what's the difference? Of Brittany's like not seeing... there to meet you. But what or if, Lindsay, but it's, there's people who are fans of the writers' wives. They're I don't such get it. Big yeah, and fans. that's what I'm saying. That's super creepy. What yeah. you just said is super creepy. But that's the sport we live in, and that's what. That's happens. not the sport we live in. Yes, it is. 
You I just show, you just numbed <laughs> off number off like ten examples of like situations you've seen of fans asking weird shit. That yeah, is the sport we live no, in, dude. And I'm saying that's super weird. All those examples I talked about are, are super weird, weird. But I have done nothing of that extent. So why am I getting shit? We're just using you as the as a as great the example. To get across to you have Brittany Chisholm as a background on your phone. Okay. No. For- I mean, I'm a pretty cool background, though. That's a cool background. I'll give him granted. I'll give him credit, though. At least she knows his name. Yeah. Yeah. I've like, met. That. We've talked before. Yeah. Right. This is not the first like encounter. Okay. Wait a minute. Would Chiz be upset that a, a strange dude in Vegas has you on his background? Do you want me to no. change it to Chiz? I can change it to Kyle. It would be okay. No. Honestly, it's not a problem. Chiz and I are not like that. We're not like jealous people. Okay, but, okay. Well, listen. Like, so okay. next time they I come into town, we'll all get I, a group photo, and then that will be my. Background. I don't know. I don't know Ryan Dungey very well, but I guarantee you, Ryan Dungey would be creeped out if someone had Lindsay Dungey as their background. I don't think but would he, he entirely I mean, would. Is he used to it at this? There comes a point where you're like, well, it's kind of par for the course now. And Lindsay Dungey on, on Twitter vouched for me that it's creepy. It's creepy. Or they're using her for autographs, which you're not, you didn't, you, you didn't use that. Yeah. As far as I know. No. Okay. You know, she said people <laughs> use her for autographs. Like, hey, uh, you know, how you doing? Uh, hey, can Ryan sign this? Can I get a jersey? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's annoying. That's but funny. that's not what I did. I was just over by the Red Bull KTM truck. Oh, hey, look, Lindsey Dungy. What's up? How you doing? How's Ryan looking today? Okay, have a good How's one. How's Ryan looking today? Is he looking hot? I didn't oh, go, what, is he what she's hot? supposed to What's say? Oh, I, I, really, I wish she'd pick up his whoop speed. You know, I mean. Uh, like you know what though but it's weird because then like the dads like i talk to troy all the time there's some people i'll talk to and some people i'm like there's really no point in speaking to them today well i but talk to dads too but we're the dad I mean, we thing's see a little them, closer but we see them every week in the media we're there every week we're, yeah. we're known people gibbs yeah. and these other guys aren't known people yeah that's what i, I don't know no, can... i totally see that and then like all the people that get on twitter and like hit up the wives for shout outs or oh, stuff like that it's dude. like Dude, stop being fucking desperate. But again, like if you want to talk to Georgia Lindsay or Jenny Taft or even Brittany or the Monster Girls or whatever, I get it because they are out there. Yeah. They're out there. Lindsay Dungy's Wait, not. I was about to say, I kind of put myself out. There. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I have a no, you do. public Snapchat and I, talk, I literally will like Snapchat people back. And that's just how I am. So yeah. I'm like a people person. No, more, you're... But, right. I don't know. I have a background, Gibbs, of Brittany's boobs. So, I mean, I guess that's not that. <laughs> you you really? me. Your, your level of creepiness has now surpassed me. Yeah, Pookie motorboated yeah, him. So. Exactly. Pookie motorboated oh, him. Got a photo. Were we in Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, I think she got a photo <laughs> oh, of him. So what, you heard that she <laughs> motorboated him? Can I get a pic of that? Can I? Maybe. Can <laughs> I, uh... Gibbs is so mad right now. Hey, uh, Brittany, we got to go. Uh, we got, we're, running, right, we're running behind. But I did want to get your opinion. I didn't want to talk to you about it. So. Um, All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, for, thank you for picking up. We'll see you this weekend in, uh, in Tennessee. Yes, you will. All right. I'll talk to you all later. Have uh, fun. See ya. Later. All right. Later. Brittany Chisholm, I don't feel like we got to the bottom of that at all. And we maybe, like, got the point across to a couple of people to back off, but probably not. <laughs> probably not. Gibbs is, Gibbs is not going to admit that, like, yeah. Well, I mean, what was Blame. the real goal of this? To try to get you to change your ways. <laughs> I go to one race a year. I say hi to one well, person, monster, and I'm the creeper the monster of Cup, Supercross. The Monster Cup's coming up, and we need to stop this behavior. Before it happens. Can you get him on the line? I tried calling him. He didn't answer. All right. Um, Nick Way, uh, Chris Kiefer, Brittany Chisholm, Christian Craig, Antonio Caroli, all on the show tonight. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Race Tech and Fly Racing. But it also, speaking of Race Tech, it is time for the Race Tech email segment. Racetech.com, uh, Race Tech, world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension mod company of over. 
30 years if it's applying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension. Freeze, Gilmore, uh, Derek Anderson running race tech this weekend. He came back out of retirement. So good. I, yeah. Uh, I pulled off him when he was 21st, which really pissed me off. Did you have him in your top 20? In my fantasy league, yeah. I did. Uh, Pulp MX uh, 2015 saves you 10%. And, hey, guess what? Racetech, the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension mod company, is now uh, opening their doors to the new engine department. Racetech has a full-service engine shop running with state-of-the-art equipment, including mobile dyno, dealer, and center pricing is all available on all machining services at Racetech. So, yeah, Racetech is stepping up, bro. You guys did something with them, didn't yeah. you? Like uh, was that you or who was that? Jordan and Don, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so you guys saw Racetech and everything that's going on with that, yeah. uh, the motor department. I think the Elsinore is going to go there. The what? The Elsinore. Oh, you're Elsinore. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, what? What are you what? talking about? Yeah. Um, welcome back to the show, JT. Appreciate it. Uh, Bentley sent this in. Um, oh, speaking of Gibbs. <laughs> Steve, last year at Washougal with my family, we happened to spend the entire day sitting next to the Dungy family. We enjoyed watching his mom literally will the number five through every inch of that 30 plus two. Just before the start of the second motor, my five-year-old son went up to Lindsay and told her he hopes Dungy wins too. Not creepy. I agree. Not creepy. creepy. Five-year-old kid. Yeah. Uh, 25-year-old Gibbs with his Delexa speech hanging over the railing at KTM trying to work his game is. First off, not 25. Second off, don't officially have dyslexics. Telling a moto wife that you're cheering for the rider is different than just striking up some weird conversation. I didn't say I was cheering for the rider. I said hi. You said, how's Ryan doing? I did. What's the problem? But, like, at that point, what else are you going to say to him? Like, other than, hey, how's Ryan doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, good. All right. Have a good one. Bye. You walk away like a normal human being. Yeah. You don't stand over the railing creepy like everyone imagines me. Yes. Glenn sent this in. I'm responding to your comments on your favorite band. I've always been a fan of DLR. I saw VH as a backup band for Sabbath in 77. I did see Van Hager at the first Monsters of Rock concert. Yeah, Halen went on tour with the Monsters of Rock when uh, when they first released 5150. Wish I was there. Um... He saw Van Halen on the Billboard Awards. He cannot unsee the song Panama. DLR needs to go away. It was so wrong on many levels. Epi- Eddie will always be epic, but man, that was rough. It is, dude. Hey, DLR is a joke right now. He's a joke. Uh, Gus sent this in. Um, can you guys please either read, the, read out the roster entry list or provide a URL so that we can go find out who the heck is actually racing this week? Every other sport has a final roster before each event. We have to guess who is healthy or racing. For example, how are we supposed to know that when Alessi is a racing or when Millsaps decides to race? We need a roster and entry list. It is hard enough keeping track of Filthy Phil and Supercross. Here's the thing, though, uh, it's there. Gus. It's there, but it doesn't matter because guys enter the whole series. Right, yeah. JT? I mean, it really can't really do that, right? I think it's, I think it's uh, updated every week, right? I don't know. How do you know the guy's going to show up? Yeah, well, like Ryan's I don't know that, but you you can tell when if they're like if a guy hasn't been around uh, and he signs up, you know, like Millsaps, I'm sure is not on the pre-entry list right now. So yeah, when he pops on there, you know he's coming. Rick sent this in. Uh, hello, Steve. I just finished listening to the Lakewood interviews. I wanted to say thank you. Very respectful and informative. Nice work, young man. From Rick. Thanks, Rick. Billy sent this in. With the series heading east, do 450s tend to overheat more than two strokes since the heat of combustion stays in the cylinder longer than two-stroke engines? What are some tricks to minimize overheating during mud races? Yes, Billy, uh, the four-strokes do overheat faster than a two-stroke will. Um, at this point, the teams have it pretty well under control. You can uh, you can run the bigger um, uh, water pump cover and impeller. That helps. 
You can put uh, some pantyhose over your radiator louvers to help the mud not stick to them and get more airflow in there. Um, you can run some uh, different coolant other than water. You can, there's some coolant that keeps the bike a little cooler. What else, JT? What else can you do in the mud? What uh, like you can put uh, like um, rubber around the foot pegs to keep the foot pegs from going up. No, this is like talking about keeping Just the bike heat? heating, overheating. Yeah, I think you covered most of it. Um, yeah, you're just trying to. Just trying to keep airflow, and and uh, like you said, there's a lot of good products out mm-hmm. there, um, engineized stuff like that right. that are much better than normal coolant. Um, um, Mike sent us in, Steve. That was good stuff. That Albertson played. David Allen Cole is the shit. Outlaw Country kicks your pop music shit. You listen to ass. Listen to the words. Don't worry about the beat. Outlaw Country singers are a lyrical genius. The only pop singer that can compare is maybe Eminem. Eminem. What's wrong with me? Um, exclusivity. Exclusivity. Um, Mike, yeah, that sucked balls. David Allen Co- is a country guy that Albertson played last week. It was terrible. There's not a good track record on that guy. You, at either. least you played Morrissey. Uh, it depends on where you go, if that's a good thing or not. Like right. where I'm from, yeah, David Allen Coe is playing the like Eagles Hall. Oh, it is? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, David Allen Coe dropped a hard R in the last show, and that wasn't good. Uh, He's dropped a lot of hard one letter referred to words, I think. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not, that's, uh, not, that, that's Jay, not very good music. That's not good music writing. No, that's ridiculous. Uh, Jay sent this in. A few thoughts. Rough track can be automatically safe for the rider slow down. Just because a straightaway is typically fourth gear doesn't mean you always have to be in fourth gear. There are several riders that never crashed, or cra- or never crashed, but it was due to something else, i.e. Roxon. The GPs are not groomed on a very rough. These races are typically much closer at the end. Granted, I don't know the crash numbers there. Yeah, JT and I, we talked about this on our podcast um, a little bit. Like, there is, there's kind of no right way to do it as far as crashing and rough tracks or smooth tracks. Like, both, both can cause guys to crash for different reasons. So, yeah, I think, I think it's just, you know, being rough in the right spots. You know, I think there's, there's areas they can go in and keep an eye on and maybe work on Mm -hmm. at times. Um, But rough is good. It's just maybe not in every single spot you want it to be crazy rough because. Even if it's rough, it's still going to be fast. If you're coming down a hill and it's in a straight line, I don't care how rough it is, it's going to be fast. This guy also says, Chad Reed, I was a fan, but after hearing his constant whining, I am not. He is always critiquing, but doesn't seem to offer alternatives. His camera deals, so will he be sponsored if he doesn't race? I would imagine 360s looking at his racing as their main means of exposure. I know I wouldn't want to pay someone sponsorship money to sit at home. Lastly, it may be a stupid rule, but it is a rule that everyone knew. Just like auto racing, there is one tire company's allowed. This is like Tony Stewart bitching he can't run Firestone tires in NASCAR. He and 360 are foolish for not realizing the rules. It was a known rule. Thanks for the content. I listen to most everything you do. You want this guy's email address, JT? You can. Write no, it. I'm good. I, I tell you what, though, if you want to uh, see some funny opinions, go on, go on Vital and read that one thread. <laughs> I read it. Yeah. It's, it's, oh it's, man. What? I don't know why you go and post. I don't know why you go in there. Why? Well, why do you argue with these people? Why do you try to? I don't. I try not to argue with the, the ones that are just way off the mark. I mean, just because there's no argument. Like they're they're so clueless as to what's going really going on. You know, no. it would be like me posting about the NFL. I, I'm not. I don't know what's really going on in the NFL. I feel like I do. And that's what these people are, are doing. Uh, there's some people there where I honestly think there's heavy drugs being used. Heavy hallucinetic drugs. Uh, it's just the the people that to me that are just so hardcore on one side or the other. Like, come on, right? Like, you really you did this guy like 
you know, did he murder someone in your family or right, right? Because that's how they really come across. Like, like they insulted, you know, like Chad insulted these people's child. Like that's what I feel like. I'm like, wow, how can you hate this guy this much? You know, it's crazy to me. All right, let's go into the uh, X Brown goggle tear offs. Let's do this. The X-Brand Tear-Off Segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Rapid-fire. Hey, uh, X-Brand goggles are choice of champions everywhere. You know who wears X-Brand, Anton? Everybody. Well, everybody, but Brock Tickle. He wrote fantastic in Thunder Valley. Uh, Alex Martin wears X-Brand. Fantastic this season. Nick Way wears X-Brand. Fantastic on the show tonight. Frederick Noren. Frederick Noren wears X-Brand. Not so fantastic, but he hurt his knee on press day. Can you blame him? No, no. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, I hung out with him a little bit in the Honda Semi. And, good dude. And good then dude. Dan Bentley, Trey Kennard, and Cole Seeley were all giving me shit for being in the Semi. And I'm like, I'm here as his goggle guy. <laughs> and I had a legit re- – I mean, so they backed off. Yeah. Like, that's – I'm not just hanging out. I'm his goggle guy. Nobody's telling Kraus to get out. That's what I'm saying. No yeah. one's telling John Knowles, hey, beat it. Yeah. Right? Although everyone's telling Kuzo to beat it because he's a douchebag. But besides that. I didn't say it. Wow. <laughs> uh, X-Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere. X-Brand, uh, use the code PULPAMEX15 to save 15, 19, 20 to 20% at X-Brand.com. X-Brand goggles. if you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. We're going to give away some X-Brands too um, next show. Some signed ones. Are they the ones on the stairs? No, those are kid ones for oh. Pookie's friend Oh, in, in Nebraska. Pookie's got friends, apparently got a factory ride to get free goggles. Who doesn't? Right? It's ridiculous. You wear X-Brand? I don't ride, really. No. No? Yeah, I JT, wear, I know you don't wear I wear, it's, it's whatever Knowles sends me. I tried to get JT to wear X-Brand in his comeback to Finland last year, and he denied. He shot me down. But then after his results, I don't feel like he was good enough for X-Brands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm. we only take champions. Just champions. Yeah, that, that seems like your marketing plan. All right. 15 seconds or less. These questions are submitted. Who are these? Who, who writes these? I don't know. Some dude in the woods. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's do it. All right. Anton. Yep. If you were a troll, would you take a Does pay you know raise? Troll, you know what troll is? I know who troll okay. is. Okay. Would you take a pay raise and stay at Yamaha Rock River, or would you take a pay cut to go to PC or Geico? I would take a pay raise wherever it came from. <laughs> what, if they want to ride, what if they want you to ride a Cannondale? I would take a pay raise wherever it came from. <laughs> um, his, his contract's out. And Cycle Trader, Rock River team, I think, I mean, they're going to want to keep him and step up, but they're going to have to big time. Yeah. But, I, I mean, honestly, I, think, I feel like that whole team's program has stepped up. And so people oh, say. Oh, yeah, oh. it totally has. Yeah, people are like, oh, he's got to get on a better bike. I don't know, bro. That's a damn good bike. If, like, you have, like, the there's Stark teams Yamaha's every year yeah. that say, like, oh, yeah, we're making changes. They're, they're gone by, like, nine runs in. Yeah. You know, where they're going to revolutionize everything. They're doing good, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, that's a good feeder program. Right. So we'll see. Um, all right, next question. All right, Steve. If Shorty had raised Colorado, where would he have finished? Ooh. Um, tickle. Tickle. 5-5. Five, five. Yeah? Does everybody agree with that? Yeah. JT? Um, maybe, yeah. I mean, Tedesco. I, I, think, uh, I think Brock rode exceptionally well, so. But Shorty and rides. He would have it. had to ride well. But Shorty knows that track. He's good there. You know that's why I give him the boost. Okay. And he's a good technical rider. Yeah. Uh, we had Nick Way on the phone earlier, JT. Uh, we asked him if he was, what he was getting, you know, if he's racing or whatever, and he said he 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 stays ready, which is better than getting getting being getting ready. Is that what he said? Did I fuck that up? 
You should ask Nicole. Very Nicole's much. making the call. <laughs> yeah, I know. Huh? He would not. He would not commit one way or another to to our. Answer. That's because he doesn't have permission to commit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. All right, JT. Prior to his shoulder injury, which rider had more confidence, Tomac or Martin? Oh, easily Tomac. All right, Anton. I would say Tomac. No, it's, it's your question. It's your question. Oh, sorry. But yeah. yeah Follow the rules, Anton. There was a long wall. I didn't 15 know. 15 seconds or less. Okay. Rapid fire. I did good on the first one. Future headlines. <laughs> we can't do those anymore. JT fucks them all up. Martin, <laughs> I got to do this. What the hell is it? I can't help that your segment sucks. The segment is massively popular with everybody but you. That is you, very untrue. <laughs> all right, next question. All right. Hand on. Yep. Uh, which division of Transworld has the biggest budget and or the most fun? It's actually a good question. I would say Surf probably has more fun because all of the corporate people in the company want to go to like Tahiti with them and that yeah. that's about it. But I would say I don't know about budget. I see out of that stuff because I just fuck it up. But then I would say we have the best part. 21 seconds. Okay. It was a long answer. Uh, is it just me, or did the whole studio fill up with bass announce? It did. It did. Okay. There, there's slobber all over my back. How many do you got? Is there really? Over there. Two. two over there. No, there's two here. There's one, one here. there. Oh, we're missing one. No, there's there's four up here. Oh, cool. All right. Uh, all right, Steve. Who's in the lead to take JT's place at the races? I don't know what that means. Me neither. Who is in the lead? Who is in the lead to take JT's place at the races? I think you screwed that reading up. No, I didn't. I doubt he did. Hey, that's probably right. It doesn't make sense, though. Who's in the lead what, what? to take the lead of JT Spot? At the Is race. that what like... Spot? Yeah. I don't know. Right. I hope you would know. Is that like best hair? Is that most <laughs> Best looking. Pants? Jeans. Cleanest shoes. Yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, JT, Kiefer said he had a heckler in the back of the woods at, at Kamloops that had, a, yeah. that had a pit board out with different things about how, how bad he was sucking every lap. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Ruthless. Like, we, we knew you'd be here. You're not even the top 20. This guy was going on every <laughs> lap. So, we, we thought if it was you, you or Nick might stop and have a few words with the guy. Too slow pull off. <laughs> I probably would have ghost my bike into him. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, JT. Uh, track maintenance or no track maintenance? What is the answer? Uh, track maintenance, definitely. Just maybe not fix the whole track every time type stuff. But you got to work on some parts, I think, to be safe. Nine seconds. Good job, JT. I like, mm. I like the con- conformity. All right, Anton. Now I'm just, just going to go nuts with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is your uh, least favorite moto publication besides RaceRacks? I like RaceRacks. I talk to them every weekend. Um, I like some of the guys at MXA, but I hate how they always act superior. Ugh. I think that's bullshit. They're not at the fucking race half the time. Basher is cool. Half Basher is cool. Yeah, half the but time. But then, yeah. like, when I did the whole points payout thing, which or the money payout thing, which I know you did too a couple years ago, they had one up three hours after I had mine. I was like, you're not really, like, breaking new ground here. And yeah. the minute I stopped doing it, because it was, I'm horrible at math, and just was like, yeah, I'm not adding that many numbers up, they stopped. So I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, Jody. Like, Yeah, no, Jody's a clown. Jody is a clown. Just not, not, like, he, no, he's not a nice guy. He's not. Like, he's there's not. been a couple articles where he acts superior to people at, like, gas stations. I'm like, did you, 
like, what? Why? Like, yeah. Why would you do that? And I don't care if Jody doesn't like me. I'm. I don't like Glenn Helen. I don't mind. Nah. You know what? Jody is so egotistical that he wouldn't take the time to know who you were and wouldn't care. Yeah. He's not a dummy. He's a smart guy. Smart guy. But he's an asshole. Rich. And yeah, he's yeah, whatever. He's got a lot of good business deals. He's yeah. not rich from magazine world, no. but um, he's just. Yeah, I've tried to talk to the guy. I've tried to have conversations with him. Tried to have a podcast with him because I think it'd be interesting. And when you just get talked to like shit time and time and time again, you're like, all right, I'm over this dude. Yeah, like I like Fant. Basher's cool when we talk. Yeah, Basher's cool. I think. Also, Stapo's too- awesome. You know, yeah, Stapleton talks. Is Stapleton on the staff and stuff? I think uh-huh. he doesn't. He doesn't get paid. Oh, he doesn't. He just hangs out. Okay. No, no, he's on staff, but he's. It's more like bikes. Yeah, I don't really know that all the ins and outs. I just he, right. I know he told me that he's not like a paid member. Uh, I like Staple too. I, we're supposed to have him on the show. Stapleton's I keep forgetting. Cool. Stapleton yeah. means well, right? Um, but the, yeah, and and how about how they appeal to the lowest common do- denominator with two strokes are and, so great now. And, yeah, they're, they're so great. They were the first guys telling you to buy the four strokes when they came out. And they kind of deny that. They kind of think about, like, oh, we've always been yeah, talking no. two strokes. Bullshit. When that 400 came out, they were like, buy this bike. It's incredible. Which one? The Yamaha or the Cannondale? Yeah, the Yamaha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Cannondale, they always bagged on. They always bagged. They? Dirt Rider, like the Cannondale. MXA always bagged on them. And when I was with Parts Unlimited and Merge Racing, I got involved in trying to get ads in MXA and talking to MXA for product reviews. People love to be like, oh, they call it as they see it. Bullshit. They are more motivated by bros in SoCal and ad money than R. any M. other magazine I've ever seen. And includes yours. You guys come under some criticism for Don's bros getting reviews and this and that. But I'll tell you what. When I worked there, I saw Don you know, uh, get mad at his friends over things that were in the magazine that he stood for. He stood up for. Yeah. Jody, I had straight up had an ad guy tell me when I was in Parts Unlimited – yeah, uh, you're making a compet- if you're making a competitor's uh, product to his buddy, he will not put you in the magazine. No. I'm like, what if you buy an ad? Nope. He will not put you in the magazine. Like, you know, I used to read MXA when I was younger, and I still, like, if I'm at the bookstore, I'll pick it up now, or if a copy comes to the office or whatever, I'll read it. But I've probably read the same articles 20 times. Oh, dude, right? Spread out over 10 dude, years. Right. They got, they got so bad. Olsen. Tim Olsen pulled them out of their little rut they were in. Yeah. Before Olsen got there, Jody was running, like, 10-year-old number reviews. Like, let's review stick-on numbers. Really? Oh, they were brutal. Olsen did good. No, Olsen yeah, yeah. did really good. No, he, he left because of Jody. He yeah. left because he's like, yeah, this guy is just, you know, I'm never going to advance. This guy will always be there. So. Yeah, you have to wonder. Like, I think this is all longer than 15 seconds. That's okay. It was needed. Yeah, they're, they're douchebags. Again, I like Basher. Good like guy. Basher, yeah. Stapleton, good guy. But holy shit, are they out to lunch? <laughs> All right, let's go. Don't support him, Xa. No, it's not that. Go ahead. Support yeah, I mean, do it. We need as many books. Whatever as Whatever you want to do. Yeah. All right, uh, Steve. Yep. Barocco or Peyton? Who's more frustrated this far? Mm, Barocco. He was good this weekend, but he's he's hard to please. He's not an easy guy to please, and he hates doing interviews with me, but I don't care. You think Mitch Payton's easy to please? No, no, I guess you're right. But Mitch, like for public, like when I interview them, I don't know what's going on, you know, when the mic's turned off. But when I interview them, Mitch tries to put a positive slant on even the shittiest stuff, you know, like yep. pu- publicly. LaRocco will be like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, yeah. And even like when I go to LaRocco, hey, this guy rode really well. He's like, eh, he's okay. <laughs> I, so, fuck it. I think once you get over like Mitch's hard ass like 
you know, persona, he's not, he's a rad guy. Yeah. There's yeah. so much knowledge there and just so many stories. How, and you want to talk about, like, okay, like Mitch could be a douchebag like Jody very easily. Yeah. Most powerful team in the pits, uh, millions and millions of dollars of sales. Uh, you know what I mean? I've seen that dude. A guy came up to the truck at Santa Clara, a privateer guy with a broken muffler. And Mitch was like, the guy's like, hey, like, do you, can you fix this for me? Or this bracket broke? Or do you have a bracket? Mitch goes to this guy, give him a whole system. And the guy was like, what? Give him the whole system. Yeah. And, and just gave it to him. Like, you know, he helped the guy out, cost him money, whatever. Like, he's, I've just seen him be cool. Like, and, I, and, and he could be a dick. Mitch could be a dick. And he, did you, I did an interview with Aldridge, mm-hmm. and he summed it up perfectly. You're going to the races to do a job. If you're not doing your job well, you're going to get yelled at. Right. Dude, so everybody probably, has a bad day. So Aldridge probably got yelled at at Supercross quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. He even, you know, admitted that. But I think Mitch is rad. I Like, just the story of Mitch and everything that he's gone through and, yeah. and all the stuff that he's done in the last 30 years is amazing. And it's amazing the guys with the, who could have the biggest egos, who are the most important in the pits, are the coolest dudes. Yep. And these douchebag guys in the pits that have these small little teams are sometimes the most bent out of shape at what you write or say. Yeah. And you're like, bro, the guy down there in the wheelchair – I wrote that his team sucks balls this year, and he and he agreed with me. I just wish he knew who I was. <laughs> who? Mitch. Oh. Dude, I've been in that trailer I don't even know how many times, and he's just like, who the fuck? No, he knows who you are. All right. All right, last question. That was longer than 15 seconds, too. Yeah, whatever. JT keeps making us go longer. <laughs> yeah. JT, does any writer have more influence in a series than Reed? Yes. Who? Um, the photo did... Uh, I would say, you know, I would say Dungey has probably the most right now. I'll tell you what, all these jerk-offs on Vital that talk about Reed being a whiner, and look, look you know, full disclosure, he's a, he's a friend of mine. I think Chad and I are friends, I would say, JT. Oh, right? We're friends. I don't you know. and Chad? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm just trying to say, like, I don't know how much, you know, I don't know how tight he is, how much he thinks we're friends or whatever, but anyway. No, you guys are friends, absolutely. Okay. All these jerk-offs on Vital calling him a whiner and a complainer, Guess what? If this rule changes, which we don't think it will, but if it does, mm-hmm. the guy's a goddamn hero because he would have done it. Next you know? year could be big. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like all you whiners, Chad Reed has a potential because he's rocking the boat a little bit and he's a motocross legend, title winner, all this stuff. He could get this rule changed. And then, you know what? It's great. So yeah. let's not call him a whiner. Yeah, I mean, he does, he does complain a lot. He complains to me about... Every, literally everything I do. <laughs> so I'm not saying he's not, but it usually his heart is in the right place where he's trying to make change for good. Does he ever say to you, anything is fly is cool? Um, Has he ever said, oh, that's good stuff? Or, or Yeah, he does, but it, I, I can tell him it, it hurts him bad when he does it. <laughs> fly gear, best out there, bro. Yeah, well, should be more like Watson. Fuck we, yeah. We've gotten in some serious serious uh, verbal altercations over <laughs> over that his his brand of choice versus mine it's it's gotten really ugly a few times actually well, where i like i left pissed off like we were both mad <laughs> you know i mean it's just like like yeah he's hard to well he's pretty brutal like right. he knows he knows how passionate i am about it right so he'll try to get me fired up and then i'll get actually get mad and then i take the gloves off and then it really gets ugly <laughs> Like, you know how I am. Like, I'll shoot a mosquito with a rocket launcher. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, all right, that's the X-Brown Goggle tear-offs. X-Brown Goggle is a choice of champions everywhere. Use the code PULPMX to save yourself money at xbrand.com. Do you know, Anton, 
Yeah, what's up? That at Glen Helen, X-Brand, I, I think, had five or six guys in the 10 to 20 range. It's good. So almost half of the back 20 we were covered. That's good numbers. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's a lot of goggles. Did you have roll-offs ready for the rain? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't have that many pairs, <laughs> but I had them, I had them ready. Uh, and they're called zip-offs, okay? Oh, because Zip-offs, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, uh, that's the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Let's quickly roll right into the BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. 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 Gabby they can, yeah. Okay, all right. I didn't know if it was you still doing it like that way. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm still handling all that stuff. All right, okay. So Jason36 at AOL.com. AOL address. Yep. Uh, <laughs> for the BTO Sports VIP program that they're doing for the Nationals. And truck tours as well. So uh, a lot of things going on with that team and those guys. And, uh, hey, international jerkies, if you spend a lot of money at BTO, they'll ship it for free. So suck on that for a while. Um, okay, these are questions submitted to at Pulp MX Show. And Devin Gibbs picks the best ones. And uh, he reads them, and he asks our question, our opinion about them. Michael Antonovich from Transworld Motocross and Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. Okay. Uh, let's see. Tyson Stegall wants to know. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you know Tyson? I don't. Former VIP. Know, I know who he oh, is. Oh, because you, you ask his question almost every week. Multi- I don't know. He asks good questions. Multi-time former VIP. Like, okay. every, every time he asks you like questions. You yeah, like him. I like good questions. All right. Yep. Uh, how much does the altitude in Colorado affect Air Forks? Like that's a solid question right there. Yeah, I, I don't know the answer though. I mean, Could would, it? would it? Sure, why not? Like, but it's contained air. It's like I don't know. Once maybe you said I, it, it should be the same, right? I don't know because I mean, at elevation is a balloon change. That's kind of the same thing. Granted, metal's not as yeah breathable as you know rubber is. I don't know. I'm sure someone will tell us. The I'm sure there's somebody that knows. Yeah, I could call Johnny Oler, but it's really late on the on the East Coast. So, okay, all right. Uh, I like this guy, Ernie. People, people in the chat room say it doesn't. I, mean, I don't know if they know, but I'm sure it doesn't. Okay, all right. Ernie wants to know nastiest out- outdoor crash you've seen thus far. First to come to mind, Stewie's DNF Cowie at Southwick. That's the nastiest crash. Maybe Stew's High Point. Maybe Stew's. <laughs> you could just go on and on. Like actual crash I saw in person. RVs crash at St. Louis. He said outdoors. Oh, Just, outdoors? And yeah, outdoors. Um, shit. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. There's we, been some good ones. Let me ask you this. Off the top of your head, what was worse? Zach Bell's Supercross crash or Tomac's crash this past weekend? Zach's. By far. Thank you. There's some idiots out there that think Tomac's crash was gnarlier. They yeah, may, dude, they may, by far. They may or may not have a name that rhymes with Schmoser. My wife huh? watched that like when Zach crashed, and she's like, that kid's dead. Right. And I'm like, yeah, well, I think you might be right. definitely knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Bodner said he wasn't. Yep, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yep, don't care. Um, JT, worst crash? Uh, that I've ever seen in person. Maybe Stu at High Point. And that was ugly. The down, the step off downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Stu's had some good ones. Oh, sweet Jesus. Is Vegas? Yeah. Stu's Vegas? Oh, the 03 I was one? there for that one. Oh, yeah, on 125? Ooh. <laughs> Okay. 
Next awesome. question. All right. Uh, the Beast PK Ripper and Nate want to know about Millsaps. Do you guys think he'll do good on a Suzuki? And what happened to his Thor deer deal? There was a lot of contracts that were dependent on him having a Kawasaki ride. I would assume that's one of them. You can put that in a clothing contract, though? Yeah. That you must ride for this yep. team? It was in a couple of his contracts, but oh. it didn't happen on some of them. You okay. know, I had people straight out tell me that. Uh, can he'll... you do that, JT? Can you put that in a contract? I guess you can put anything you want. Do they have to have a deal? Or they have to have a Cowie deal or whatever? Like, um, I know some of our deals are contingent upon having a factory-level ride. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think they're manufacturer-specific. Yeah, yeah. But either there, that's factory-level, right? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, He could do good. I don't know. I mean, they're, I haven't so, seen him ride yet. Someone said, do you, someone said, asked me if the, he's riding six races. Do you think he makes three podiums? I don't think about that, right? It's been like, what, two, two and a half years since he's raced outdoors? I don't know. Depends on how many people are healthy at that point. Yeah. It's been longer than that because he missed that whole last now, year with Suzuki. And then missed all of the year with KTM. He's missed half of this year. He saw, I, saw, I saw a photo today with him and O'Neill. Yeah. O'Neill and then and he went right back to a bell. Oh, he did? Yep. Oh, okay. And then, but 100's still there. 100% still with yeah, him? Yeah, I think you guys are going down the wrong path as of right now. Yeah. Already, but we'll see. Well, no, he's just he's in a photo with, with O'Neill. Yeah, um, I yeah had, just off, based off the photo, I'm, I'm, when, I'm, when, okay, I'm okay with today's photo, but I can say that it's going to be different which means he's probably gonna be a fly yeah um one of many i here's a when he got canned i heard from some people dude he lied to monster about why he got fired and they are so pissed at him it's not even funny like they are so backing cowie and they're so pissed at him now they Davey, could end his deal well davy showed up at santa Clara with all monster stuff on it's all monster stuff on the bike and i'm gonna yeah and it's monster stuff on the bike so clearly my people who told me that were, were very off base. If Dave Gowan wanted to know, Dave Gowan could know right now. What? What happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, what's interesting is Gowan kind of controls the purse strings. Gowan was team manager at Rockstar uh, KTM mm-hmm. when that whole Davey deal went down. So, obviously, there's no bad blood there. No. That was kind of one of the surprising things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you agree, JT? But there's no bad blood between Davey and Gallon? Yeah, that's surprising. It's surprising. Well, yes and no. Bobby Hewitt told me that he would have rehired him in a heartbeat if he could have. Oh, really? Like, if Davey wanted to re-sign, he would have signed him in a heartbeat. Like, you mean after his Cowie deal? Yes. No, 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 before he went to Cowie. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's surprising. Not that, yeah. they, not that they'd want to um, kill each other or anything, but the fact that he said in a heartbeat, like... yeah. Remember, because I had to call him. I got in trouble last year and all that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that was when he told right. me. He's oh, like, okay. I would, if I could re-sign Davey right now, I would. So, oh, okay. Clearly, there wasn't any hard feelings. All right, next question. Oh, well, first of all, uh, how's he going to do, JT? Um, I think he, I think he'll be in the top five. Really, huh? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it'll be every moto. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, if, he's, that, if he's happy and in a good place, we've all seen he's capable. Right. Um, I think he made a very smart decision to take his time mm-hmm. uh, and do it. And I know Ezra will uh, be letting him know that he needs to come out and, and light the world on fire. If he wants to make money, he's going to have to do that because well, there's just not a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of 
incentive for people to spend money on him. You know, but if he comes out and proves that he can be up front again, then yeah. he'll get paid. Dude, a talented guy like Davey that's probably got an upkeep of a tons of money, like he needs tons of money to keep his lifestyle that he wants. He made he's made a shit ton in his career. He's talented as hell. He needs to ride his ass off to make money. Mm. This could be a combination where and he's got his exact same bike as two years ago. Right. Yep. That he loved. I mean Jamie's doing all this stuff on Spring it. Spring forks, everything. Yep. So like this could be a combination where motivation's very high and the guy oh, yeah. and the dude's talented. Yeah. So should be interesting. All right. All right. Uh, Marcus wants to know, do you guys think the gnarly no-maintenance tracks will continue throughout the whole series, and who is it that decides this? Yeah, it'll continue. Who decides it? Uh, who guess, decides the tracks? John Ayers and the riders and Davey. And, and, yeah. Right? Roy I Jansen mean, and, like, everybody yeah. kind of gets together? It'll st- I mean, granted, they're, I mean, they're really, really, really gnarly, but I think the TV package is so tight that how much are you really going to have a 45-minute break to go get the skid loader out there and yeah. smooth that, the track over? And then yep. you've kind of went down a road and you're trying to make a point, you're probably going to stay on it. Right. All right. All right. Uh, Peter wants to know, uh, how does Freddie Norton's contract work? Uh, what's in it for Crosslands losing him to Honda for the next three races? They got Honda support. Yeah, the way these things work, there's nothing in it for him. Honda just says, yeah, we're going to support you, and if we need a guy, we're going to take him. And pound sand. That's how these things normally work. Yeah. So. Okay. Another Peter. I mean, I guess when I say pound sand, that means like. You'll get them back eventually. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sound like Honda being dicks about it. I mean, because that's a lot of things. But the bottom line. They were a year ago. Yeah, the bottom line is these factory teams, they just, yeah. yeah. They need a guy. They're going to take them. All right. Uh, Gibbs Gavin wants to know your opinion on Verb giving credit to the Pulp Mech show in a quote. Yeah, I saw that. Good job. They wrote a whole article about Chad Reed's. Uh, camera thing and they actually quoted and credited pulp mx that's good that nice. doesn't happen very often no. so i mean how many people in this sport have a degree ask koi gibbs yeah yeah exactly he'll tell you <laughs> brandon loose has got one yep is that about it <laughs> don's got i think Don. no don's got a degree in ripping his nutsack he doesn't have one i don't have one chase has got one chase has one Dang, doesn't uh, he? i don't know i don't have Davey. one. yeah davy weege Weech doesn't have one. He doesn't? No. So then what was the Weech Disney just program? got a degree in flagging at English Town. And the Disney program. <laughs> and the Disney program. Yeah. That's a good program, though. Yeah. All right, next question. All right, Peter. another Peter wants to know, Steve, are you Tommy Hahn's ex-brand goggle guy? Nope. That would be awkward. Yeah, no, I, I didn't want Tommy in ex-brand goggles. It's a, he, it happened, and I was very angry. I was very angry about it, but... Right. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, good luck to Tommy and his, and his comeback. It's going well, so... Uh, Nate wants to know your early motocross of donations team USA picks for everybody. Anton, Jeremy, if everything stays together mm-hmm. and it should. Uh, Dungy, that's pretty. Don't say Roxon because he's German. Yeah, I wasn't gonna okay. say that because some people said Roxon. Yeah. Uh, you have either Eli if his shoulder is okay or RV just because Monster would fork over a lot of money to make it his last race because they really want it to be his last race. Dude, I don't know. I don't know about this RV thing. I hear he's not coming back. That's what we've heard, too. Have you? Okay, and maybe you don't talk to the same people that I do. So, um, JT, your early destinations pick? Same team we sent last year. Okay. Mine is, I don't think RV will be racing. I think he's done. Okay? Yeah. So, assuming that. If RV comes back, he's on the team. 
But assuming he's done, Dungy, I want to see Kennard come back. I think he can get to the same level. Mm -hmm. Dungy, Kennard, and Tomac with Kennard on the small bike. Do you think they would do that? Yes, they need to. No. They need to. They won't. The the question wasn't should they, it's will they, and they're definitely not going to. Why do you say that? Because they never do. There's been new thinking around this nation. By who? You? No, by people at Honda. I mean, it's They're smart that Antonio did it last year. That was a lot of teams do it. I mean, aside from him just weeding himself in those whoops, yeah, it was going really good no. up until that point. It might happen, JT. Nope. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, uh, when Carmichael and Stewart went twenty-four and zero, at one point, did people start thinking that it was going to be realistic? Way, way, way after people thought it was going to be for Eli. I don't know. I think I looked at the stew thing early on. I'm like, he could run the table here. Yeah. I don't remember feeling that with Carmichael, but then I was a mechanic then. Well, to do it twice. So I, I was, you know, seeing that, you know, that, ah, oh, these dudes can do it or whatever. Like, I don't know. But. Which time for Carmichael? We did it twice. Yeah, no, I yeah. know. What one was more impressive on the two stroke or the four stroke? Yeah, probably the two stroke. Four stroke. Because he's four stroke, he's smashing everyone. Yeah, but because he got on the bike that, you know, like Timmy beat him on the. Oh, he got on an equal level bike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once he got on equal level bike, he smashed everybody. But yeah. so, 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 so that's do, what I'm saying. I just think he was right. the two stroke. He had some really close calls there. The four stroke, he was just gone. What about Cody Cooper? Almost ended Stu's run. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a, that's stretching it. Why? He didn't almost end it. I mean, I wasn't there that day. I skipped Dilla. Did he not hound him? Not really. I mean, he was never closer than like two or three seconds, like at the most. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I really believe that Stu was just kind of, you know, right. making sure he didn't crash, and he wasn't really that concerned. Right, right, okay. It was, I mean, the track was sketch, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I guarantee you Stu could have gone faster if he needed to. Hold on, though. You were racing that race. Okay, well, I also watched it. All right. Next question. All right, Joe and. JT's very feisty tonight. He's very I feisty. Like it. Yeah, that's fine. Joe and Ken would like to know, what's going on with RV and the GPs? Has RV dropped off the face of the planet? Maybe it's me, but I've noticed nothing in the media about him. What's going on, Steve? RV, if you're listening to this, which I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are, RV. It's okay that this GP didn't work out. It's fine. We still like you. You're not a failure. You're not a failure at all. We still think you're a great rider. We want you to race GPs. The world title is probably gone. You don't answer my texts. You don't reply anything. I miss it when you would tell me to suck dick. I miss it when you told me to fuck off that I'm an idiot. When I reported that you were still racing after you said that you were going to... you were. When I said you weren't racing, when you said you were racing. The Nationals. I still like you. Let's do an interview. Let's talk. Ryan, come home. We missed you. Ryan, please come home. Please answer my texts. RV1 in the world and RV1 in our hearts. It's okay. I know you think you're a failure. You're not. You're Ryan fucking Villapoto. Please come home. Please answer the texts. All right. Next question. That has been the BTO Sports Cavagate segment. 
PTOsports.com. You should go to Pulp MX. Save yourself money. I just want to let everyone know at home, listening, that on my computer it says, I am sad music, looked up into the Google to find that song that we were just playing. Yeah. No. That's what we did. You, I you am really sad pro- music. You really produced that show. You really produced that segment. Yeah, that was good. Um, no, listen, for reals, have you talked to RV? Anybody? You think I'm going to talk to RV? I don't know. Anton, you gotta get a you gotta get more of a you gotta get a better self esteem about yourself here. You're always like you're always yeah. like that guy doesn't know me. You think that guy's gonna talk to me? There's a couple guys that I'm like, yeah, I could probably go do that, but I mean, I'm not gonna go up to Laguna Niguel and just be like, where's the coffee shop? Where's he coming out of? Well, I'm not either, but you know, but please come home, Marvy. Please talk to us. I missed the texts that yeah. he would send me. Let me let me go back and read some of them here. Let me see if I got some still. Old ones. Should I play the music again? Uh, no. No, it's fine. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, nothing Nothing obscene so far. Oh, I sent him a photo of my pizza from Finland, and he said, you, that looks good. You got to stay off that, though. <laughs> he said, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I said, a lot of mountain biking, bro. And he went, oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, didn't really believe me. Uh, thanks. I said, thanks for the interview a while, a long time ago. He said, you're welcome. Just making you rich. Um, how much does your site blow up? When you- let's hope I make people mad. Okay. Come on, Marvy. Come back. All right. Meet I have a question. Yep. On a blame pie. <laughs> I like the, I like this already. Jerk off. How much of the blame pie do you put on RV's preparation for how this GP thing has gone? Well, before if you had asked me before the season, I would have said, yeah, that guy can do whatever he wants because he's Ryan, Villafo- Ryan fucking Villapoto. And if he feels like going in USA and testing, I mean, I figured, hey, just take your U.S. bike. You know, maybe detune it a bit because of the exhaust and the fuel rules. So before the season, I would have just said, that's fine. Do whatever you want, bro. You're, you're, you're the bad dude. After talking to some dudes that race GPs or raced them in the past, they all thought that this was a bad idea, that he should have gone to Europe sooner and rode those tracks and prepped over there with his team. There's been issues with his team and his bike. Hasn't been perfect. Cowie USA sent some dudes over there. Uh, to help out, you know, when he was racing and things were a bit of a mess at times. So, I don't know, JT, because before the, I don't want to be like a hypocrite because before the season I would have said that was fine. You know what I mean? But what about the additional weight that he's carrying compared to what he was when he was RV, the well, unbeatable one? Some of us have a hard problem shedding weight. Well, I'm not talking about shedding weight. I'm talking about being in the shape you were mm-hmm. when you're at your best. I don't know. I mean, certainly, like I watched some of those GP on on online and watched lap times, and like he got slower as the race went on, which isn't really what he did, you know. I can honestly say that I was sitting at Atlanta Supercross mm-hmm. in the press box at noon when they were, you know, getting ready to go t- take off in their moto and. and uh, Qatar. Yep. And they were, you know, they have that park firm or whatever where they have to sit in the, you know, in the staging area by themselves forever. 
and he had his helmet off, and I was like, oh, shit, because I, I just saw his face. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that he wasn't the same guy. I just knew it. I, I, that was my biggest fear going into this thing is that he wouldn't be on the same program. He wouldn't be with Alden every day. He would eat worse. He wouldn't train as much because it's so easy to do. I've, I've done it. When I've gone and done my own thing compared to when I've gone and trained with Timmy or Tortelli or these guys that are mm-hmm. really gnarly, he, and he looked so much different. He just looked heavier, not out of shape, but yeah. not the same guy that he looked like when he was winning. And I, I immediately was like, my first thought was, oh, shit, right then. Anton, and what did Don have to say about his trip to Thailand? Said he was, I mean, there was a lot of people that said after Qatar he was all fired up and it was all this motivation. Yeah, he was pretty pissed. I mean, he got, you know, cleaned out by one guy had run wide and stuff like that. And he looked really good. And Don said it was great. You know, he's he's in a good mood. I mean, I think anybody would be in a good mood if you got paid to go on a whirlwind tour with your wife for a year Mm -hmm. i think that's a pretty good thing but uh i think after thailand everybody thought it would be easier and it clearly wasn't um but then again like you'd have to be kind of in a shook up place if you were riding a bike that you thought you had figured out and just looped out like that in a pretty normal section of the track like there's got to be some stuff that he totally didn't see coming and that had to be one of them all the electrical issues through the year yeah yeah it uh it's not good. So, I'd like to talk to him about it. I'd like to talk to him if I could. Like October. To see, I'd like to see if I can get some, you know, some wisdom out of him, or at least. So do you think? Do you think that he, in his 2013, 2014 form, how does it go if he goes in like Dude. that? Because I firmly, firmly believe, uh, and it's my opinion. I know it's not fact. I firmly believe that was not the same guy that we saw this uh, year. And I would never say that. Like we talked to Caroli today. Because it's an excuse, and I, that's yeah. not what I, right. you know, it's, it's none of my business. I don't want to insult those guys or anything, but my honest opinion is that that's not the same guy. How about Car- I've, seen both, I've seen both guys, and that's not the same guy. How about Caroli um, on the show, like when he interviewed him earlier, he said like, hey, Qatar wasn't our track either. He, you know, and he's right. It wasn't our track either. It was a man-made, sure. certain, you, know, you know, he had a point about RV coming out, so. Yeah. Um, and I've seen I've seen RV at his best. The end of 2013 outdoors. The only person I've, I've seen in the last, uh, I would say, seven or eight years that could possibly have ridden with him is Tomac this season. Timmy, that's it. I don't care on what continent, what planet. No one since Stu and Ricky, and then Tomac this year. That's it. Period. And that's not the guy that I saw. In the GPs early this year, so uh, uh, it's frustrating for me. I, I get frustrated because I I wanted to see him at his best over there. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it's definitely frustrating. Like I, RV twenty thirteen would be hard for anybody to beat. Yeah, um, RV twenty fourteen, uh, Ferry 03 also in that ranks. Yeah. Um, all right, JT, it's it's one hour ahead where you are. So thank you for spending your time tonight on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Uh, appreciate it and uh, good stuff. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, bringing you Jason Thomas on the show. Thanks, buddy. No worries. See you guys. See you later, JT. All right, we're gonna take our third and final commercial break of the night on the show here. RV, we're gonna, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're tuned in, 
on a Monday night. Call in. Don't avoid us. You're still my hero. You're still the man. Come home. Bring it home, RV. America. America. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? 
The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey, guys. It's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm. <laughs> ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power Power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven, and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's. Unleash the power within. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Marker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pice mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Marshall. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, is like got to run Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. 
will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. For almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Pulp MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Black Ops Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or you're looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. 
WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email roger at vortexracing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call them at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Everybody, the Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Michael Antonovich from Transworld Motocross, the online editor of Transworld. This is my favorite group, minus the bear. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Minus the bear, people. 
Still better than Adele. Jim Holly's choice. Was it really? Play. Yeah. Yeah. These guys, I, this, is, I, this is the first time I've heard of it. It's pretty good, though. It's good. There's a lot of CDs. Where are they from? Seattle. Now I can hear a lot of Pearl Jam in them. Yeah. Even flow. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate it. Christian Craig, Chris Kiefer, Nick Way, Brittany Chisholm, Antonio Caroli, all in the show tonight. Who'd you like the best? I like Nick. Come on. <laughs> I took family photos of him. It's kind of hard not to you like You did? Him. He and the littlest one were riding around Milestone on the PW50, and it was like, easy. Um, you know, your boss, Don Maeda, took my wedding photos with Pookie. Mm-hmm. I told you that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we couldn't find anybody to... to, to at the beach. Yeah, at Newport, somewhere in Newport. And um, we uh, we gave Don 100 bucks, took our wedding photos. It's a good deal. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, because we had to get married because I need the green card real quick and everything, so probably easier to find a guy to do the photos than it is to find a pastor. Well, yeah. We asked Steve Hudson, the series regular pastor to marry us. He would not do it because he knew it was for a green card. So he refused. So Randy Lawrence knew somebody and got us a guy and he had his tongue pierced. And he married... Uh, that's the end? That's the end. That's how it ends? Well, it goes into another song. Yeah, but that's how the song ends? Kind of. I don't like Minus the Bear. <laughs> I don't like their endings. Give me, oh, my, yeah. give me my core fuck. Sorry. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, this guy married us, tongue piercing. Nice guy, though. So, that's how we got fuck married. It. And Don Maeda taking our photos. Love this guy right And Pookie here. and I driving to the wedding together and then driving home. That sounds like a Huntington wedding, though. I mean, that's kind of car for, part yeah. of the course. And then Pookie said, okay, okay, let's let's gather up the sand at our feet. Um, Did you take the sand home with you? Yeah. Yeah, so we had the sand downstairs where we were standing on that got us married. Oh, she just tweeted, Pookie, quote, quote, unquote, we had to get married. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh, I was, I love my wife, and I'm, like, so glad I'm with her. But dude. it was to the point That's that we she's... had to get married there because I was just going nuts by myself in California. Oh, somebody said uh, music sucks tonight, Steve. That's fine. So this, this show sucks. This song sucks. That's fine. Uh, what did I play? In the, oh, Matthew Good was the first one. So we can play some Halen. End it with Halen. We should end it with Halen. We should go out on a high note. We could end up. We could end it on Halen. Stop, Jimmy. <laughs> Did you listen to last week's show? Yeah. Where every time Jimmy made a point, we hit the top Jimmy drop. Yep. Was, was that irritating or funny? I like it. Okay. Is this suck, everybody? Is this suck? Zeddy Van Halen. Fuck you. Now, Watson, this is this is good shit right here. Oh, the chat room has uh, weighed in again. Fuck no it. more hailing, please, for the love of fuck's sake. <laughs> Can't really make them happy, can you? All right, hey, we, we gotta we gotta wrap this thing up. We've got voicemails though coming up, and also too. So, Anton, stand with that stuff. Anton, uh, let's qu- quickly talk on this subject. I, I, one thing I want to talk to you about tonight, and of course, I waited to the very end. What the okay. hell uh, We had a we had a little bit of a you know obviously the James Stewart Wada thing and all that. Um, you guys posted on your website the first time that I saw it a uh, trainer at MTF, a bicycle mountain bike trainer that worked at MTF as a as a coach trainer, uh, volunteered himself turned himself into USADA uh, for doping violations. Now. MTF came out quickly with a statement the next day saying that, hey, 
this guy never did anything while he was here, and we, you know, we 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 have clean athletes, blah blah blah. Yeah. This guy said, "I never did anything at MTF." He was in the press release quoted, but the original press release that came out that you posted on Transworld um, said, "I'm going to work to expose the doping and drugging that's going on in pro motocross." Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Yep. Then the next day in the MTF thing, he said there was nothing going on in MTF, and I don't know anything, and blah blah blah. I'm very confused by the, both statements. Uh, you spoke to the guy. Yep. What's his name? Carter Luck. Carter Luck. You spoke to him, and he's going through some personal stuff with his father and everything else. I saw that part in his Facebook po- post. But what do we add on this story? Like, what do you think? What's going to happen? Is anything going to happen? He told me there's like an ongoing investigation. So no matter how much I pester USADA, they're probably not going to be like, "Oh yeah, this is what we're doing. We're coming to this no, race." No, of course not. Yeah. But I would assume. There will be something that happens at some point. From this guy's information? Yeah. It, I mean, it takes one guy. I mean, look at what Floyd did and look how long that yeah. lasted in cycling. But he also said, though, on competing statements that he didn't want to expose anybody or anything. Right? He doesn't want to do it publicly is pretty much what I've gathered. But there's some people that know some names where they need to know them, like at USADA. Okay. That's what I've heard. You know, I've heard from a couple people that – I've heard about other things there. And right. Now it's, it's uh, kind of a weird deal all around because he voluntarily gave himself in. Yeah. So not what, even like, like a conscious, like he had a he had a, a crisis of his conf- conscience or something. Yeah, I guess you know all started way earlier in the year. I mean, what we heard two weeks ago isn't the first first day that everything happened. Like it wasn't wham wham wham. It started months ago. So we kind of got to wait and see what happens. Um, I don't think there's been any drug testing yet. I mean, first three races. I thought there would be some at Colorado. I don't think there was. So yeah, because there was last year, blood and urine. Yeah. So um, now obviously we're going to wait and see, and we're going to see how this thing turns out. In your opinion, you think there'll be something coming from this down yeah. the road at somewhere? Yeah. Do you think amateur ranks? No, because they're not governed they're by not anybody. Governed by so it. it's going to be somebody in the pro ranks. I think so. I mean, just because I, I'm surprised if anything happens, Anton. You know, but I don't think that I guess I was surprised at the James thing, though. So. Yeah, they're not going to be a part of something and then just, like, attach their name to it. If there's something wrong, it's kind of on their moral code to go after oh, yeah. an no, issue that they know is they're a problem. Dogs out. They're dogs. Uh, they're, they're like uh, rabid dogs with that stuff. Yeah. So, I think... But who did this guy work with? How does he know anybody? What did he do? I just know MTF. He okay. didn't release names to me. He yeah. said he wasn't willing but I mean, to do that. But, but okay. he's going to put me in touch... With people I need to talk to higher up than him that are handling things right now, but uh, I don't know. You have a guy that could either know a whole lot, well, or not a lot. Yeah, okay. and I'm thinking he knows a whole lot. Well, okay, I'm thinking not because I've been in the pits a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, seen a lot of trainers come and go. Never heard of this guy. Asked a few people in the southeast region about this guy. Mm-hmm. They never heard of him. He wasn't like a higher, higher up trainer, like not no, the but, main guy. But even people that would know never heard of this dude. I've heard other people that did know of him. So oh, really? It's kind of okay. like hit and miss. Okay. I, I think all it depends right. on who you talk to. Yeah, I asked like two or three guys. Uh, they're all retired now. Yeah. Um, hey, you don't know this guy? He's like, only like 25. Yeah, yeah. So young kid. Yeah, so okay. Well, maybe there's that. Yeah. Um, but again, he made a statement that everybody at MTF is clean, and they don't do that. Yeah. So. And like, he backed that statement. Yeah. Not like so, he because I asked him. The next day, I'm like, hey, you know, is what you said in the MTF statement true? He's like, yeah, that's true. You know, there's, okay. there's more to it, and I can't really come out and say everything. But there's okay. a lot of stuff there that I probably won't find out from him. Yeah, look, I'm all for it. Like, if he's got proof, 
or USADA's got proof, do it, man. Do bring, it. bring these dudes down. I'm all about that. Um, and I don't want to attach any names without any proof or whatever. I just wonder how much this guy really knows. Like, uh, okay, he's 25. So, so, puts so he hasn't worked with sport that long. You know what I mean? Let's say he doesn't. I mean, he's not 18 years old and doping people up or knowing yeah. about this stuff. So, so in five years, so we're in 2015, so since 2000, mm-hmm. so, so t- since 2010, he's been involved in the sport, let's say, as a trainer. Something. And nobody I talk to knows him. Doctor. Nobody. I mean, works at a hospital now. So there might be something there. He might have been hired more on his, and I don't want to speak and like yeah. put words in anybody's mouth or come off wrong. No, the no. little bit that I've gathered, he had been there for a while. He had stopped racing at MTF, at MTF, yeah, right? But then, like some injuries happened, he had to quit racing moto, took up cycling, got on the college team, all that stuff. He doped at one time, admitted that he doped while he was riding, but he's not like a you know a top category right. rider. He's an entry level guy, just kind of still making yeah. his name and. That's probably just decided that he's going to run there. And <laughs> yeah, and I think, I mean, how are you going to be a top writer and be a doctor at the same time? It's kind of a hard right. deal. Um, so I, I'm waiting to figure out more. You know, it's been it's been quiet for the last week and a half, but it's stuff like this that... Are you going to keep on this? Keep on this for it, us. Yeah, on him, on everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, there's a lot of stuff that I've, like, wanted to work with, and I have people telling me, I mean, if you and I have talked about the article that I did way back in February that... Yeah. I mean, I've had people straight up tell me, like, yeah, I've seen it. You know, they won't attach names to it or anything like that. So you kind of have to go off there. Right. But anything from five years ago. I mean, I've ago, seen some stuff back in the day when there was no drug testing. Yeah, I saw so you HGH, can't hold anybody yeah. credible. I saw HGH being used by guys or, you know, people basically telling me they used HGH and tried it out or whatever. And, I mean, when the only thing you weren't allowed to be was, like, yeah. strung out on right. the line. No coke, no, what are they no, gonna do? no weed or whatever. Yeah. But, um... Uh, I don't know, man. I just I, I, this guy's twenty five years old. Worked at MTF. How much does he have connections to the pros? I don't know. Now, this Millsaps thing. I mean, Davey says I'm going to owe him an apology when it all comes out. You know, and I'm just like, okay, well, let me know. You know, and I'm I'm fine with that. But um, there's something shady with that because he had to get prescribed that substance, and he didn't have a prescription. Mm-hmm. And that whatever the substance it was, whatever it was, anti-inflammatory. I don't think it was anything gnarly. I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think it was. That's what I had heard too. Yeah, I don't think. It, I don't think it was a you know a, a crazy HGH thing and, and Davies you know juicing up. It was anti-inflammatory or something. The bottom line is you needed a prescription for it. The bottom line was he couldn't produce it. Yeah. And that's illegal. That's yeah. prescribed drugs that you cannot have. Uh, and we see that all the time in the NFL with Vicodin or, or Percocet or these guys getting pills off the street or whatever. That's illegal. Now. Dave, where's Davey getting that from? Is that what the kind of stuff that's going on? I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I right. mean, it's not hard. You know, it, it's not hard to find a doctor that'll do something sketchy for some extra money. Yeah, yeah. And maybe this guy is that's what this guy's talking about. Yeah. I, it, you know? There's so much stuff, and, and it's a fine line you got to walk because – you don't want to speak out of turn and, and completely say something wrong because there's yeah. a lot of accusations around a lot of guys yeah. that, you know, have proven they're not up to anything yeah. wrong. Yeah. You know, I, it's just all kind of a weird thing, and everybody has their assumptions or their allegations of who's doing what, but until everybody, you know, pisses in a cup before they go to the line and get it tested right there, we're never mm-hmm. going to know. And we can't speculate on stuff that happened no. before even 2010. Yeah, it's and it sucks to 
bring any names up even. Uh, one thing, people are attaching Davey Millsaps to this guy. Which is nothing related Nothing to do all. with that. It's Millsaps training facility, sure. But uh, nothing to do with Davey Millsaps at all. But then there's a separate Davey Millsaps getting fired from Cowie thing. Um, well, yeah, it should be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff. It, it, I read cycling stuff all the time, and I've followed doping and ways and forms and stuff like that for years, and it's like, Everywhere, there's and, and, and nowhere and, that it's not. Really. And they're often two or three steps ahead of. of yeah, it's not the, hard the, to be. You saw it at people yeah. testing methods and that kind of stuff. Well, especially like read, like I, I know you like to read. Read the book by David Walsh. Um, he's the guy that chased Lance for ten yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, he puts t- together a paper trail of people that were government officials in Europe mm-hmm. that were taking money to figure out how to beat a test from the government. You know, it's like. Yeah, no, there, there, there was the $150,000 granted to uh, the U.S. Cycling. Yep. I mean, there uh, from, was. From Lance. <laughs> there's all the backdated stuff. And how, about all, and how about all this FIFA stuff going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you want to say sport is pure and sport it's is clean. And, you know what I mean? And If there's a dollar to be made, somebody's yeah, going to fuck around just, to do it. Yeah, and there's just scumbag people in this earth that, yeah. that take this kind of stuff. Yeah. And why wouldn't they be in the motocross industry? Yep. Totally. They're everywhere, right? Yep. So. All right, well, Michael Antonovich from Trans World will, will keep us up to date on that as it goes on. Um, uh, I can tell from you, you're a big juicer. Totally. Yeah. 147 pounds. Yeah. All muscle. No, dude, you're ripped. Yeah. That's why people don't want to talk to you in the pits. That's right. They're scared of you. That's what it is. You're, gonna, you're, you're literally like the, like the Hulk. Yeah. Um, 702-586-7857. Call anytime. Leave a message. Uh, crazy lady called, uh, yeah, like six or seven times. I got a couple of her messages in there. She, uh, <laughs> she calls from Detroit. And she's crazy. And does she know your name or just think? No, no, no. She does not know this is the Papa Mech show. She doesn't know she's being played on the air. She's not a fan of the sport at all. She's seriously got some mental problems. And and people have written me and said it's effed up that we play it on the air. Yeah. Because we're kind of making fun of her, right? Like she's got, like, she's Something off. psychotic. And I get that. But she doesn't know we're playing it. I'm not exposing her name, her number, because I don't even know. I would never give the number to Sinjin. He's asked <laughs> for it a few times. Um, so maybe we are jacked up by playing it. But, oh, well. Mm. What are you going to do? Yeah. All right, let's go. These are the best of the best. Hey, this is Vince, first-time caller from Austin, Texas. Hi, Vince. I just went, had two comments. Okay. One, uh, the TV coverage, uh, everybody can just go suck it, who's complaining about that, including me. Uh, I was on vacation in the Turks and Caicos uh, weekend before last. Nice drop, Turks and Caicos. Missing Hangtown, turned it on on the TV. Uh, just had ESPN there, and lo and behold, on ESPN, uh, 450 motos uh, were just coming on, and uh, I about had a heart attack. Told my wife, uh, you know, you can go out and uh, have drinks or do whatever, but I'm Oh, Turks and Caicos. And you're going to watch Dirt Bike Yeah. That shit's online for free, man. Dude, you're in Turks and Caicos. You probably spent 10 grand on this vacation. Yeah. Right? Right. Isn't that way in, like, by Fiji? No, Turks and Caicos is the Caribbean. Fiji oh, it is? is the Pacific. That was in Fiji. Okay, maybe you didn't spend ten grand to go to Turks. No, and no, Caicos that or... one's expensive though. Oh, it is. There's the private islands like where Lauren Michaels and shit flies to. Oh, okay. All right. Well, the, what's 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 out in Fiji? Fiji is Fiji. No, but there's Fiji. Fiji. There's an island out Fiji. There's... Tahiti. No. Tahiti's a gnarly one. Uh, I don't know. I don't go over there. No, there's I'm some way too pale. For some that. celebrities go out to Fiji, some island out by Fiji. I don't know. I want to go. Like with the private houses and all that stuff that are yeah. built over the water. Yeah. Um, uh, was it? When that Virgin Island? 
Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Richard Branson owns an island out there. Yeah, yeah. that over there. Yeah. No, that's that's the Caribbean, I think. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Caribbean's like all just small islands that are really close, but then some are really good and some are kind of sketchy. Huh. Depends on huh. where you go. I'm just staying glued to the TV. Enjoy the beach. But uh, anyway, incredible uh, that that happened in my view. So we're living in good times with the TV package. And second, just uh, want to say thanks. Keep up the great work on the show. Uh, Gibbs, keep killing it. Steve, you do a great show. And for everyone that doesn't like something, mm-hmm. you're getting that content for free. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah, you people need to shut the hell off. Yes, yeah, suck on uh, it. It's free. You know, start your own show. Right. All right, that's it. Keep up the great work, guys. Love it. And uh, appreciate yeah. spending several hours a week listening to you. Take care. Yeah, suck on it. It's free. But if I could find a way to charge for this show. The big. Yeah. The big yeah. pay per model website thing. But, you know, he says he's killing it. But if he was really killing it, would he have another job? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I had another job? If, if iTunes ever makes you able to charge for podcasts, even 25 cents. Something. We would kill it. I wish I had time to, like, go mow grass or go back to folding T-shirts at the mall on the weekend just to have a little bit more. Oh, no, you're super loaded, bro. You work for Trans World. Um, but, yeah, this is all free, people, so just suck. Suck it. That's okay. the worst thing, too, because they talk shit on, like, oh, Trans World sucks, Trans World this. It's like, dude, it's free, and it's really good. Well, yeah, we just said MXA sucks, and people say Racer X sucks, so, yeah, yeah. don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, so, anyways. Hi, um, I just got my um, my, my last delivery from um, the repairman. I'll have to go to the other one. And... Anyway, I don't sell secrets from the family ingredients here. Secret ingredients have never been sold. I don't want them to know what that means either. Yeah. Um, KFC secret recipe? Some sort of recipe. Big Mac special recipe? Special sauce? I wonder if she thinks that there's people listening to her. I mean, there is, but right. not the people that she thinks. Yeah. There was one voicemail. I said there were six or seven. Of them. One of them was just, I think she was underwater with the phone. It was just, it was just like water. It's like a bath or something running, or I, I don't know. Yeah, I have a question to see what you guys think about riders filling their goggles. seems to me if you have to get, toss them for whatever reason, your lap times seem to slow down half second, maybe a second a lap, and if you've still got 10, 15 minutes to go in the race in a moto, you're losing 10, 15, 20 seconds. Why, can't, why wouldn't they just pull in to the mechanics area and have their guy put a brand-new set of goggles on and take off? You're not going to lose any more time than 10 seconds pulling in and get goggles, and then now you can run just a fast lap time for clear business. Um, Let me know your thoughts. Thanks. Yeah, like Dunge, or Tomac at Indiana last year, he pulled in for goggles early in each moto. Smart. Um, I think he needed them, though. Like, he didn't, you know, like, he got bad starts or whatever. But, yeah. like, yeah, pull in, right? Dude, anybody that throws their goggles off, you'd have to be an idiot. Take one rock to the eye. It's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I say pull in. You, the caller's right. He's, you know, you're gonna lose some time, but it's better than trying to squint and have your head down and get shit in your eyes and like. Yeah, and I guess late in the moto, toss them, and you know, traffic's more spread out. Yeah, you know, but I mean, think about if it's a really gnarly day 
and other guys are tossing it, the 10 seconds that you spent pulling in or the 30 seconds or whatever yeah. it was, you're going to make that time back yeah. up yeah, while everybody else struggles. Yeah, you look at a track like Indiana like last yeah, year. Yeah, you got to pull in. Right. Hey, Steve, just finishing up uh, this past week's show. Jamie Albertson did a great job once again. He's awesome on the show. Very funny. Um, JT, too, with the one-liner uh, about gives being creepy with the Mason's face. That's all he was smelling. Uh, awesome show. Uh, one one request. If you're not giving Sinjin the crazy lady's phone number, please don't. There's no need to poke the bear. Uh, all that's going to happen is some retarded conversations back and forth at best. At worst, she can hurt herself or hurt someone else. Sorry for being a old dude commenting that. It's probably not the best idea. Show's funny enough without her. I would just block her number and move on. You guys do a great job. Love everything you do. Thanks for uh, keeping me so entertained throughout the week in my uh, weekly commutes. Appreciate it. Goodbye. Yeah, Sinj is never getting Crazy Lady's phone number, so don't worry about that. Yeah, man. See, I'm calling. I want y'all to talk about some motherfucking cow for 50. They, they, see, see, I got bikes, bro. I got street bikes. I got dirt bikes. Is that J-Rock? I got, I got cross rockets. It sounds like Mohead. It sounds like most of the Vegas residents. Yeah. You know Mohead, right? The guy we just... Oh, I know Mohead. Yeah. Sounds like Mohead. Yeah. Well, that's more like J-Rock, Tyrone. Mohead's not Right, yeah. Yeah. They're just so aggressive. I just want you to talk about how mean they is. Also want to give a shout out. J-Rock, growing up, J-Rock was the host of a game show that was like for kids in Canada. It was on a Canadian network. He was like the host, square dude, square edge dude, like just a, yeah. just a suit dude, you know. And then Probably how he looks in the when he remind rem- like remembers he's white. Yeah, and yeah. then and then when I turn and start watching Trailer Park Boys, I'm like, that's the dude from the I think it was Squared Sense or something. Like, isn't he like a sex symbol or something in Canada? No, I don't know anything about that. Okay, okay. well, right. I've heard good things, but yeah. Yeah. Seven Deuce Deuce, Team Six Forty Five OBG Crew. Up in here. Oh, Street Sense. Got in the chat room. Street Sense, uh, it's called. But yeah, man, just talk about that, man. I got that Han 450. I got Yam. I got Zoop. But man, the, the cows, they're aggressive. So, you know, I just, I just like you to talk about how mean they are and what kind of stuff they, they be doing, man. And how they how they did my boy Millsaps wrong, you know what I'm saying? You know, take care, bro. Peace. Hey, Steve. I got another. Care to answer any of those guys' questions? I, I got another. I'm not sure what they were. Steve, it's uh, me, Mike. I was just wondering if Hi, uh, you had any information on a 2006 YZ125 bottom end. Uh, I've been I've had to; re- it's been locked up twice, and I've had to repair it twice by a mechanic. And he did the bearings; it would ride for about eight hours, and then it would lock up and freeze up again. And I was just wondering if you knew what the problem was, or had any information you could possibly tell me. So yeah, it basically leaves me. No money for flight year, so you know. Yeah. All right. Thank you, and hopefully you can play this on the air. Thanks. Bye. I mean, first of all, get a new mechanic. He got it sent twice. Same yeah. problem. Second of all, you're giving me nothing. It locked up. Twice. Okay. Thanks. And just the bearings. What What happened? I mean. Yeah. First of all, it's a two stroke. There's nothing to a two stroke. There's very simple explanations here. You You're not mixing your gas correctly. You're forgetting to put oil in your gas. You're overheating it. You have no coolant. I mean, there's only so many things that can go on with a two-stroke in the bottom end. Uh, and what's locking up? The tranny? 
anything. Tranny bearings? Crank bearings? Can I get a little more information? He'll call back. We'll try to help you, caller, but you're giving me nothing. So, otherwise, the only advice I have for you is don't take it to the same mechanic again. Get a new mechanic. Yeah. Hey, Steve. It's Dan. Um, listening in on the show. Awesome job. Um, about the Marvin Mustan uh, nickname, I think we're going to go with uh, Starvin Marvin because she's got the cheap villains kind of, you know, pushed in. I think it'd be kind of funny. All right, bye. So all, so all I can think about when you guys are talking about Moffin Fire up in Canada is Rookie of the Year when nobody can pronounce his last name. All I got in my back of my head is, hey, Muffin Bagger. Right, Good one, bro. Yeah, Good one. You should go on tour with that shit. Go to the comedy clubs. Yeah, sorry. This is Jason again calling my phone. I got all goosed up last time. Anyway, my question is, this is about Bogle and Nelson from two weeks ago. I don't feel that Nelson owes anything to Bogle as far as picking him up. Obviously, Nelson looked over. Bogle was okay. He wasn't on fire. <laughs> so he made the right move in getting back on the track. And yeah, suck it, Kiefer. He owes it to his sponsors. Curly, all the people that back him and spent thousands, if not millions of dollars, his entire career. He has the, I don't know what you call him. He, all he needs to be concerned with is ensuring that he represents his sponsors to the best of his, his ability. If Bogle's on fire, life-threatening situation, possibly that's different to save him. But clearly, he's not. He has a bike on him. There are other people around the track. That is their job. Anyways, thanks. Have one. Yeah, suck it, Kiefer. He had to race. This country's education system has failed us. It's very sad. Irony. Ugh. <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's all he said. He couldn't. He couldn't. Couldn't. Get nothing else. I've seen two different Twitter accounts with their name changed to Ernie, so it's a success in my book. He struggled with the, uh, the name Ernie. <laughs> Couldn't pronounce Ernie. He said Ernie. Like, sure. I didn't say Ernie. Ernie. I said Ernie. Like Bert and Ernie. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Antoine just goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it happens, man. There was, happens. Just a, there was just a resignation like, yeah. All right. That's what I thought. It's all right. Whatever, man. Sorry, caller. Don't listen. Okay. You, won't, you won't hear Ernie. <laughs> Steffi Luongo is beating up your kid. Hey, Paul, just just enjoying the uh, pre-race show from uh, Thunder Valley, listening to Jimmy and Georgia do their thing. Did you both have a breath walk up the stairs? Why did you get that bike at, what, 180? Well, see, that's why right. you... Do you think those guys are going to go home after this weekend and... While they're at the house, like doing dishes together, they're in their commentating voices from here on out practicing. Hey, hey, Jimmy, I'm going to go out and watch watch the dog take a poop. Well, I think that's a really good idea there, Georgia. I think if you take the outside line, he'll really, really be able to take a nice fresh dookie in the corner there. I don't know. Good times. Mm-hmm. Steve, dyslexus. And Adam Cicerello for fading at the end and went in the nine to five guy. Come on and pass. Someone get Jimmy Dakotis a freaking souvenir. <laughs> that kid is on fire. Shows you how tough real men are. <laughs> <laughs>
working every day, making a living <laughs> in the bills. Thank Sh- you. Shocking that the, the guy sounds like he's from New England and he's Jimmy Dakota's fed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely shocking. Couldn't believe it. So. Go ahead and find out what Max a million shell is going to do with all the shells that I find in the Oriental Trading Book. Anybody? Same. I wonder if there's like a McDonald's up there that gets it. Or... Dude, sometimes she talks about like Sony and rap groups and uh, Albania. I, it makes no sense. I like no no ties. Where we grew up, like, there was a lot of crazy people, a lot of like former drug drug addicts and stuff, and like you got to tread lightly with that stuff and just fucking let them go. Because if you try yeah. to correct them, it's over. Yeah, you got way worse problems. Oh yeah, I would never like. Call no, don't this call lady. lady. I would never call her. I would never like do anything like that. So, okay. Hey, Steve. I uh, just wanted to let you know that I appreciate everything you do. Thank you. And you don't get enough credit. I for don't. What I don't you say. No. Nope. You report and all the bullshit you get. Mm-hmm. I really feel that you do this sport a very, very, very credible service with all of your reporting. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Your stories. Yep. And you cut through all the bullshit. Thank you. Anyway, um, I got to pull your dig out of my mouth here no. for this one. but uh, please don't. I'm a little depressed my ducks are out of the Stanley Cup, but uh, I wanted to try and put together a new segment. Um, so for this week, I'd like you and the uh, co-hosts um, to talk about what the hell happened to Cody Cooper. Um, whatever happened to that guy? He, uh, he put a little pressure on James Stewart during his perfect season, uh, privateer Suzuki rider. Um, so Chasing I'm going to try and call in every week and ask you what the hell happened to these people. Uh, so for this week, uh, can we talk about Cody Cooper? Um, All right, thanks. Bye. Cody Cooper got a ride with JGR based on that Suzuki city outdoor series. And he was terrible. Uh, Supercross was terrible for him. Did I, he even ride that many? four to five or something and yeah. he just ate shit all the time he's a great dude yeah he fast he hit the message button on his hotel phone and tried to get a massage thought Shut it said massage up. and hit the message button and then nothing happened so he's very upset from new zealand <laughs> kiwi guy good dude um you like that one huh i like that yeah uh we still bug j-bone to this day about that hire when you walk in the JGR race shop, though, the first jersey you see Cody Cooper. is Cooper. I think it was 21. Yeah, 21 and yeah. no fear gear. Right. 21, bro. Yep. Um, That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's damn good. Yeah. Because there's a lot of guys that race their entire careers and never get a win. Yeah. Weird how that worked, man. The guy came out of nowhere, got a ride, made some money, disappeared. Yep. I mean, I don't think he races anymore. I haven't seen his name for a while. Like not even an Australian? Stuff? No, yeah. Like not even down under, you know. But man, I mean, could be wrong. To follow up on- Hello, Pulp MX. This is Evan. First of all, I just want to say I love the show and all the other content that you put out. Um, listen to the post-race interviews from Lakewood and talk to Weston Pike. And I know he had a bad day. And he expressed his dislike for the track. But was that the kind of attitude that hurt him in the past? And if you were a team owner, manager, or a sponsor of his, whatever, would you say anything to him just about about being kind of that harsh? Maybe to just tone it down just a little. 
Um, if I was a team owner, I would want my riders to be themselves, but also act professional. And I thought maybe that was a little bit unprofessional the way he, uh, yeah, the way he ranted on about that. But we touched on this with JT. I loved just, it. That's my you opinion. Did, huh? Just wondering yours. <laughs> Thanks, guys, um, and bye bye. How about when I said to him, like, I didn't give you permission to do another internet radio show? You don't pay my bills. Yeah. Clap, dude. His thing, like, anybody that thinks that a team's not going to hire him, he's the perfect fit at JGR. You yeah. don't think those are a bunch of salty dudes? Yeah, Coy's that way. It. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? It's Like, honestly, I think Weston likes me. I'm not sure, though, and that makes it funnier and funnier to go talk to him. Like, Lou punched me on the stomach one time, and I'm like, I'm going to take that as a good thing. Like, if it was any yeah. higher up, I'd be, like, concerned. Right. But right there was good. Yeah. I like Weston. I think he's rad. And yeah. He's, and gonna, he's killing it, too. Yeah. Huh? That has been oh, the voicemail segment. 702-586-757, calling time. Hey, who's this? Chris. Chris, hi. How are you? Hey. Um, well, first, on Twitter today, he was um, there was this guy. He was getting in on me and Gibbs. About how Gibbs was creepy the last two weeks. Yeah, he blocked you. Yeah, he know who he is though, but don't worry about that fucker. Yeah, no, no, don't worry about it. Like Yolo, Yolo was he was completely uncreepy. Okay, well, no, there's there's both sides of that. the The opinion of the people I would say are split. Is split. Some people with me. Some people are saying that. Gibbs is normal. Chris, you're on Gibbs' side. I get it. So, And I want to give a complete um, job welcome to the whole Pokemon crew for over these past few years with one of the best podcasts on iTunes, even the one that's making the show happen in the back. Yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, we, we, we have a lot of Swiss Core, Moser, Gibbs, Tits over the years, you know, Watson, all of our co-hosts, Anton, JT, everybody. Yep. It's a nice little family. Uh, hey, bro, it's super late where you are. What are you doing still up? Well, I can't let go of the Pokemon Mets, so one yeah. of the best shows in there. That's the only reason why I'm up. Yeah, bro, we record it, though. You can get it tomorrow when you're in, like, normal. It's show. like 2 a.m. on the west on the East Coast. How old are you? How old am I? Yeah. 18. Yeah, bro, you should get your sleep. You don't need <laughs> You're a kid. You got to go yeah. to school, right? You got school tomorrow? No, somewhere. Summer. No summer school, no nothing. It's, it's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's just... Well, summer break. Bro, in Canada, we didn't get out of school until, like, end of June. When did you go back? September. When I go back? August. Yeah, we go in August. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in, we in, like, very, very beginning of June. And you go back in August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You poor saps. No, yeah, September. It's, it's pretty shitty. You got, the whole, you got July and August off. Yep. When yeah. I was growing up. Um, no, thanks, Chris. Year, hey, Chris, you know what? Uh, YOLO, bro, that guy blocked you. Who cares? You, you're on Gibbs' side. I appreciate it. And, yeah, we'll have to agree to disagree, but that's fine, bro. Yeah, man, I follow you, Chris. It's all good. Yeah. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah, no, Gibbs. Gibbs is you and Gibbs. Tight. <laughs> all right. Thank, okay, I'll, thank any, you, guys. Anything else? No? All right. See you, Chris. That's it. All right. Later, bro. Later, Chris. See you. All right. See you. Gibbs and uh, Chris are bros. You know, it's, it doesn't yeah. help that the guy who thinks I'm not creepy is who our fans also call Creepy Chris. Yep. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah, not nah, yeah. Not looking too strong, Chris, but At thank least, you. Not yeah, a great not, ally. Not a great ally on your it'll side. It'll work. It'll work. Um, but now you got dudes on the East Coast, so you're good. All right. Um, all right, let's uh, 
Well, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X Brand Goggles, and Fab Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Worst Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under. Got some two unders coming in. Galfer Brakes, official brakes of uh, JGR guys, among others. BTO Sports KTM team. KTMPartsExpress.com and Black Ops Moto. Black Ops Moto bringing me a super cool coil for Project 88, which I will be uh, reviewing and using on Project 88. So looking forward to that. Um, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, Anton, you got to hit the road. Uh, Christian Craig, Chris Kiefer, Nick Way, Antonio Caroli, Brittany Chisholm. All on the show tonight. Thank you for coming up, man. Thanks for having uh, me. Always up. a good time. Uh, come back sometime, please. I will. Yeah, we appreciate it. If Don lets you off the leash, come back and I'll try and hang out and and, and give yourself some more credit. You, you, people know who you are. People want to talk to you. You're trans world. It's just cross. modesty. Okay, so you actually are full of yourself. No, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, give yourself some more credit, bro. You're fine. People know who you are. Go up to talk to all these idiots. It doesn't matter. Um, it's just funny to me, like. Like, even every weekend, I still have to catch myself be like, wow, yeah, this is, like, all that I wanted when I was in high school. It's pretty rad. So, yeah, I, I love what I do. Right. It's great. Yeah, even the sh- even the shitty days, right? Even the, the stuff that sucks. Yeah, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just know that your worst day is still better than most of my good days. Eh. Doing what I do and then doing what you yeah, do. Yeah, look at Gibbs. Gibbs doesn't even have a job. I have a job, dude. I got yeah, three jobs. One lump sum. And he gets paid up front. And I get paid up front. <laughs> do you count this as one of your jobs when you say three jobs? Yeah. Yeah, don't. It depends on who I'm talking to. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's a good point. I'd be good at resume. I mean, I say I tell people I have a, I work on a radio show. They get stoked for me, and I'm like, eh, you don't really understand. Oh yeah, dude, make sure you put the na- the word internet in there <laughs> before you say radio show. I'd like to get the show on Sirius. I'd like to get like an hour best of pulp on Sirius. Why couldn't we? Moto's a big sport in that sense. Yeah, I mean, if you gave them free programming, wouldn't they put it on? Fox would have like there have to be something. Somewhere. No, I mean satellite radio, not Fox. Yeah, but Fox has a channel. Oh, yeah, no, that's mainstream stuff. stuff. Hey, by the way, for Stitcher, did you know that our show was one of 10 sports shows nominated for show of the year? Really? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I think I missed the deadline, though, to send them a five-minute clip of a best show clip. You would only have to send, like, the complete Tony thing. Well, I think it's only for the year of 2015 or whatever. You get them fucked up again one more time. Yeah, we're done with Tony. Um, But, um... I'm supposed to send a five-minute clip of like the best thing to listen to, mm-hmm. and for the for the nominated show, it's a, it's a show. They invited me to the show. It's a, it's in San Fran. I can go up and go to these awards. It's hosted by some wrestler. <laughs> listen, bro, Is I'm it, just telling you. I, was, I think I, was I know who you're talking about, though. Uh, Is Wagant there? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's like sports podcast of the year. There's ten nominees, and if they win, they'll let me know. But I was supposed to send them a five-minute clip to play at the awards ceremony, maybe or something, or. Mm-hmm. Or for them to judge or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I forgot. But hopefully we win. Hopefully. That'd be awesome. Um, okay. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Gibbs, thank you. Swiss Core, oh, thank you. Uh, Moser, thank you. Pookie, thank you. Uh, thank you to our guests. Thank you to our listeners. And uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, great race at Lakewood. We're going to Tennessee this weekend. It's supposed to be raining again. Kind of sucks, Pauls. I got to go. Are you going? To where? Tennessee? Yeah. Yep. I gotta go on the red eye. I don't have Transworld money buying me plane tickets. I, yeah, I I did a red eye last year. Where are you going into? Knoxville. Oh, okay. Did yeah, you look so. into Tri Cities? You think a grand? Yeah. Well, yeah. Transworld money, bro. No, I'm oh. frugal. 
If I could eat every yeah. meal at Waffle House. Yeah, but the trans world is paying for it. Yeah, but still, I want to be the golden child with the lowest budget. Oh, does it, does it really matter? Does people care? I care. Oh, shit. I, uh, I just want to look good. I'm going to Knoxville, too, and Fuck I got to go on the red eye because it's like cheap. It was Did like, you have to go to Atlanta? No. No, I go to Houston. It's not bad. Yeah, no, I would never go to Atlanta. I, would, I wouldn't, even remember, wouldn't even book that flight. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's what, an hour and a half from Knoxville? Something like that, two hours. Yeah, it's sucks. far. This is did a ter- you fly into? Did you go? Did you go into Tri Cities last year? No, I've never gone to Tri Cities. It's too expensive. I went to Knoxville last year. Yeah, I tried year, going into Charlotte. Year I, before I went to Charlotte because I went to JGR office on Monday. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's like Unadilla. Yeah, this is this is still a, a shitty race to travel to and all that, you know. Blame. Yeah. So, um, all right. So yeah, we'll see you this weekend then. Fantastic. Be good. Uh, drive safe, please home. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Or uh, maybe Gibbs will host the whole show. Why don't you do that, Gibbs? I don't know. I don't understand why you don't ask me questions like that. Why don't I just take a show off? And like have like, me like Stern it. or these people have guest hosts. You know, they just leave. Yeah. You well, just give him the studio for like an hour a week. You know, you have the you had two roundtable shows with tits and you haven't given me nothing. We haven't done a roundtable show when you've been around. I- I've been here longer, too, though. Have I been here longer? Officially, have I been here longer than Tits? No. How long was he here? He was here a while, wasn't he? Yeah. He was here mm. like, uh, this is our fifth year of the show. He was here for three. All right. No. He was only no, we didn't have a producer the first year. Yeah, he's only here for two. And you were here for a year and a half. This is this is second year right here. Yeah, a year and a half. Um, I'm going to pass Tits okay. record. Okay, let me know. People on Twitter, write us email. Would you want to listen to an hour-long Devin Gibbs show? On Moto or what? What else? Moto. Okay, Moto. Just talk Moto. Uh, we'll give you a podcast. We'll give you an hour-long podcast. Let's do it. Would you really do it? I have been dreaming of this day since I've started. I'd like to hear an hour-long Gibbs podcast. How long would I make it? I bet you I would make it five minutes and I'd turn it off. I wonder how many like... Would you take calls? Yeah. Okay. I'll do it all. One-man show. Guess? Calls? Yeah, because I'm not producing it, so you need to find a producer. Co-host? Find a janky buddy of yours to be a producer. Okay. And take the calls, or Dude, you take the calls. He would make Rush Limbaugh look calm at like 25 minutes in. What's he going to talk about? What would Gibbs talk about? Telling people to get bent. <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> suck it. <laughs> right. Be fantastic. Would, no, I'd write notes. I'd just have to figure it out. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll give you an I mean, hour What's long. it going to cost? <laughs> It'll cost nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to maybe be up here so he doesn't steal anything. But, oh, um, wow. That's but, real nice of but you I to could, say. I'd give him an hour. Yeah. And put it up on a podcast. See, can we call it Dyslexis? You can call it whatever you want. <laughs> Dyslexic I, Devin Podcast? A Dyslexis with Devin Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> I might just do it because I like that name. All right, everybody. We thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Michael Antonovich from Transworld Motocross. Uh, thanks for coming in, and we will see you guys all next week. See There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.